Hello. Welcome to Castle Super Beast. This is a podcast. My name is Wooly. This is Pat. Oh, hey, we're doing this now. We're huh? commencing a podcast. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, sometimes we talk about video games and sometimes we talk about movies. Um, it's kind of familiar to the Super Best Friend cast, but it's not quite the same. It's something new. And uh, I would like to uh, let people know that uh, starting this week, this podcast will feature surprise mechanics. Now, I know you might be wondering to yourself, were, were they st- did they start late today? Late? It's f- or surprise mechanic right you didn't see it coming you didn't know I, when I it was, was gonna go here down thinking you were doing a weird new bit but it turns out it was just a surprise mechanic you had no idea what was happening surprise mechanics surprise completely ethical surprises always and forever because as long as you hey you know what the data shows pat that people love surprises so this podcast is introducing surprise mechanics as a full-time feature, and uh, now anytime anything unexpected happens, guess what? Surprise mechanic. We know you love it. That's why we do it. You know, the data shows people love surprises. I know so many people that fucking hate surprises. I feel that's actually much more common for people to go, I fucking hate surprises. So, I always remember this one bit where uh, <clears throat> Bob Kelly, the comedian, always talks about once when he never he's never had a surprise birthday party and he's always wanted one. <laughs> and his wife was planning one for him. And like – it was and it was one of these things. It was like late in life, you know. Like she really got all of the friends together yeah. and they planned the whole thing. And then, like two weeks before, he gets a call from Patrice O'Neill, <laughs> and Patrice O'Neill is just like, "Hey, yo, Robert, man, look, I just, I don't know. It, it maybe you're like me, but like, man, I just want to let you know, like, yo, I fucking hate surprises. So, like, I was just thinking, like, I don't know, maybe you're like me, but like, yo, they got some fucking like birthday party shit coming up what the that they're fuck, planning. Surprises. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just figured, you know, you might be like me and just like hate that shit. So I just thought I'd give you a heads up because, you know, I just want to be real and I like, I don't want to have you like just being. You know, showing up and being all like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you a chance to kind of prepare yourself and shit. So just to let you know, they got a surprise birthday party coming. <laughs> Bob, Bob Kelly's like, you fucking dick. I had no chance. There was no chance. Spoilers for real life now? Because <laughs> it's just, and it's like, he's the kind of dude that would fucking absolutely, as a prank, like, he'll smack your ice cream out of your hand. You oh. know what I mean? They'll, do they, they, they always tell their stories about, you know, um, <laughs> Like, oh, like one of them, like Rich Voss had his first CD that he was selling right after he had made them all printed. And then like uh, Jim Norton bought one and then smashed it on the ground and broke it to pieces just because fuck you. Why not? That's the kind of, you know. Why not? But in this case, he was legitimately just like, no. I'm trying to help you out. I want to help you out because I fucking hate surprises. And I just figured, you know, you were like me. So just a heads up, man. That's. You know, cool. Never that's... Don't say I never did anything for you. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Some people hate surprises. 
That's awful. I'm really sad now for Bob Kelly. You know who loves surprises? Who's that? Children. Children do like surprises. Kinder surprises. They do. Look at that. The name. It's right there. Kinder. What does kinder mean? Kind. Kind. Children. Children. I don't know. Kinder means children. I don't. I don't speak. I don't speak candy. Ironically. What do you think a kindergarten is? Minus grade one. Yes, but what do you think the words mean? What's the etymology? It's a child garden. Oh. Is that where you grow them? Anyway. Yes. This is where you grow the children. Well, I, no one has time to know what words mean. Okay, well, anyway. Kinder surprise. <laughs> child surprise. Kids love surprises. I like that. I don't like a child surprise. That seems negative. Well, then you shouldn't purchase any of the loot bo- uh, child surprises. <laughs> Don't buy any, then. You know what my favorite part about the surprise mechanic thing is? This is like... E3 was, what, two weeks ago? Right? Or like, so. tops? EA had people on stage going, no loot boxes in official marketing capacity. But we don't use that term. We don't, we don't call them that. Loot bo- You're using the negativity of the term you popularized to sell things. Loot boxes represent something interesting in the sense that, like, it shows you how quickly, you know, a company will catch on to people, like, absolutely despising something. Yes. But, um, but the proposition is just too great to it's, ignore. It's, and, it's legal gambling. And um, we've seen it. It started, I want to say, like, the first step into the realm of, like, it's not just a game you're buying anymore. Is like when DLC stopped being expansion packs, and they started, and it started being like single piece content, you right? Mean like MMOs. I want to say MMOs started it, but I don't know if that's true. No, because MMOs existed for like fifteen years before any of this kicked. But in. did early M- But did those MMOs sell you items and no. or individual things or they, gold? They sold expansion packs, not gold. The 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 buy items. No, no, no gold. Gold buying was always illicit. Yeah. And the buy fancy pretty horsey. Horse or, armor came late in the game. I remember yeah, that. That came late in the game. Buy fancy horsey mount for $10 or whatever. Yeah. That came after horse armor. And it came <sighs> with, it, it got really, really big popular with free to play MMOs because they needed you to buy something. Because, like, once upon a time, we always talk about it, but it's like you got Brood Wars and it's like, yeah, that's a fucking. That's a second, like that's a ha- second half game. That's a second StarCraft, right? You're buying. It's a half. It's a half a craft. Yeah, StarCraft right? 1.5. Yeah, it's a half craft you bought, but like you know, you that needed the original one because yeah. it needed all those files. But whatever, right? You don't feel any way. You didn't feel any way about that. But um, it, it it got into the first like there was this little bit piece of like DLC thing, and then eventually you know DLC complaints got more and more. Like, uh, uh, elaborate as time went on, but we also saw more games like going, okay, we have to invest heavily in a post launch so, program to have seasons of content. I, I know where to point the, the finger. There's two fingers to point, right? One is the buy the item as big popular. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's my, that's what right. I asked. Yeah. And then the other is like your game is shit unless it's a live service. There's a reason it's called hats. The, there's a reason people joke about buying hats. Is because TF2 went fucking like ass in on the hats. Yeah. yeah. 
And now, you didn't buy them from Valve most of the time. You bought them from other people. That, but made, still. that made their hats, yeah. Now, the thing is, is, I guess it doesn't really matter where the origin is. It's just for conversation. But, like, the point is that there's a, a couple steps you take, right? And you start with content that's one single piece, yeah. you know, um, um, or consumables, yeah. right? Is mm. that, that's, that was the next level of it where you're like, oh, my God, it's not even like – it's like you can keep buying this shit, yeah. right, or whatever. Um then you go towards the uh, games as a service idea, live services, and like how appealing that is because it's like, oh shit, MMOs are getting money every month. Mm-hmm. Other games that are not MMOs are not getting money every month. Can we do that? Right. Um, and then while not use while not using any of that money for the overhead MMOs usually use. Yeah. And in the meantime, overseas, across. In the Asias. Uh, in, in the far off Far East. <laughs> Some parents might say the Orient. Yes. <laughs> right? Uh, you had the perfection of the gacha that yes. happened on phones in like, not even like, like early smartphone generation. You know, you had, you had that stuff started to come out. And, uh, we didn't at all have gacha over here. We didn't have, um, ga- not even gacha. I say gacha, but it's not really gacha. What I accurately probably want to say is like games that like have you buying in based on like time locked gameplay or you buy t- you buy something that'll speed up the process to when you can play again mm-hmm. or things where, um, you know, yeah, you're basically you're slot machining with with our credit card on I, this on this phone game. I got to say Japan's strict gambling laws have created two forms of. Of insanely popular, not technically gambling industries in Pachinko and Gacha. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of astonishing that, like, I think Gacha is obviously more successful than Pachinko because Pachinko is pretty regional mm-hmm. overall. And you have to jump through, like, a stupid amount of new hoops. Like, okay, you take the steel balls over to the place. That's a separate place from the pachinko place, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a prize. Like, but Gotcha is just genius. You can you can make people gamble for nothing. Mm-hmm. You can have them gamble for literally nothing. I mean, but it's not gambling. Yeah, it's a surprise. Well, we like. I mean, it should be obvious at this point that like people will like bend over backwards to gamble on absolutely anything they can. Gambling's fun, you know. It, it gives you a good. Burst of, ah, I won, in your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun is one word. Yeah. There's many other operative words, mm-hmm. but that's one of them. It is a word. Um, And, you know, eventually, whatever. You get to this point where uh, you can actually, you know, just process exactly how much uh, discontent there will be on the release of a product so that you can dial it back to a range that is still insanely profitable. Yeah, that's um, been going I've talked on. about it a couple times where it's like your dis- your your frustrations and anger and discontent are literally calculated in the pricing point. And the times that really blow up content. are the times in which whoever was post-release. responsible for doing that math forgot to carry a one and you end up with stuff like Battlefront in which they were like, "Uh-oh." Or Frauder on launch. Yeah, or under undersold MK this. Launch. Yeah. Yeah, Oops. Yep, yep, yep. You know. Uh so yeah, you know, it 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 just it's a really interesting timeline we follow as like we get to this point where now like, you know, western companies are taking like those get like gambling practices from the shit that was perfected across the ocean 
and incorporate them here see insane amounts of profit and if left unchecked admittedly we will go way further i can't i can't conceptualize what it would be right because everything that i can think of makes me like just laugh as like could you imagine you're playing a game and oops you died uh, buy another life, right? Like almost like an arcade machine, you mean except like it's Kojima's in your home. Fucking wet dream from decades ago. Yeah, right. Except it's a game that is like you die all the time. Like it's a fucking Super Meat Boy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a, like an arcade play style at home situation. Now, I couldn't. Like that sounds laughable. I, d- I don't want but- you to underestimate the strides that FIFA made with Ultimate Team to to this future. Like we have Gotcha. In the east, but out in the west, with I think his name was Andrew Wilson mm-hmm. at EA. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, did they put the time in mm-hmm. to get those soccer players? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, was that now that that's you see the thing with that is though that's the, that's applying that feature on top of a game that you've already purchased, mm-hmm. right? FIFA is not free, no. right? I see Let It Die being mentioned a lot. Yeah. At the end of the day, the thing that lets anyone sleep at night is the fact that Let It Die is a free game. Yeah. So if you like Let It Die, uh, I don't know. How much do you like it? Do you like it $20 a, a lot? Do you like it zero a lot? Do you like it $60 a lot? Yeah. Right? There is your, there's an idea of you starting at a negative where other games you would have started at $60. Yeah. So, for example, I put a couple hundred dollars in a Warframe. Easy. Totally worth it. I didn't have to. I could have played Warframe for freeze. Yeah. Right. But, okay. If I had bought Warframe, I would not have put nearly as much money into it after I burned myself like a crazy person on the Overwatch. Imagine if there was a restaurant where all the food was really, really cheap, uh-huh. but you were encouraged to tip generously and the service was like over the top incredible. I would tip like crazy. Yeah. Probably more almost Way than more. you would have than on a normal dish. Possibly spend more overall in general on the trip right and that's kind of the business plan in a way right um this and there's a one in a hundred chance the the waiter will give you a hand job under the table sure that might happen one in a hundred it's advertised right on the wall now what's not what's important is not the actual hand job but it's the lights and the the shimmer and the vibration of because everyone cheers around you yes no no the, the the moment that you reach in the, the hat and you pull out the thing to see if you won when you do win yeah. there's like a oh there's, there's confetti that shoots mm-hmm, out mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and even when you fail the oh oh you didn't better luck it. next time yeah but that moment of build up definitely puts something in your brain that gets yeah. you close to thinking almost got a handy yeah um, hey maybe I should just buy another meal tip a lot yeah tip a lot for sure yeah um so you have you have this now where Obviously, before shit gets out of control, because guess what? If history proves anything, it's if you do not stop this shit, they will go as far as they possibly can until yeah. someone else comes along and does so. You have comp- you have countries now going, are you fucking, are you, are you, are you serious? Are you making, are you giving kids, are you making kitty casinos right now? It's, it's funny because. Are you actually making kitty casinos? Like. Everyone's been disappointed with their local and federal governments at some point. But nearly every country that everyone listening to this has a federal body dedicated to nothing but slapping down people running bullshit casinos. And the And they love slapping down bullshit casinos. Yeah. And I wanna say that the like the countries like 
leniency depends on like how much they've been bought in on the deal brought yeah. in on the deal rather uh-huh you know and like countries like australia have zero <laughs> part in the deal whatsoever yeah and are very happy in fact want a grandstand and platform the part where they televise them going hey how about i slap your shit how about you fucking stop whoa which leads us to of course the fucking hilarious story this week that is uh they're not loot boxes they're surprise mechanics and they're quite ethical it's it's how do i put this if you've hit the point where you're in front of like a panel of officials and the word no no it's fine though comes out of your mouth you're probably an asshole and you're probably full of shit so here's the thing though no no ducks totally love drinking oil but here's the they th- love it. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Here's the thing, though, right? <coughs> Every step along the way... Yeah, I kind of forgot my point, and I talked around it for a while, and I think I just remembered it. It's that every one of those steps along the way, whether it was, like, the horse armor or the, you know, these little... Yeah. Or the, um, um, the models are already on the disc, but you're buying the two kilobyte unlock... For this content? I didn't care about that until Cross Tekken pushed it way too far. Mm. Mm. Like, I was like, I completely understood the reality of making DLC mm-hmm. and that you work on it while it's going gold and all that. Mm-hmm. Right up until Cross Tekken said, okay, here's 10 characters. It was 10, right? It was yeah. crazy. So, or like 12. And they're all there. Yeah, yeah. And not only are they all there, People with game sharks are playing as them right now. Yeah. Plus wait a year. Yeah. Like oh my god. It uh got very absurd. <laughs> it got really, really frustrating to anybody that was like like going, What why like it's it's I own it, it's here. I purchased this stuff. Really? Okay, cool. Like there was no so, lawsuit over it, but there's a legal challenge to be made that you own that stuff. Right. Um, and all of these things, uh, result in fixes that require drastic pullback, mm-hmm. right? But the thing about loot boxes is, again... Rack, it's too much money. It's too much. It's too much. It's too high. It's, it's like, the level of success, the level of, like, ha- like the amount you rake in... It's ga- it's casino money. It's yeah. what built Las Vegas, right? That's the level we're talking about, and it's so much higher than the loot box thing. Than sorry, than the cosmetics thing. Yeah. Than the extra characters thing. Than the horse armor thing. It's a golden than the glam goose. thing. It really is that much higher that they will happily sit in a courtroom or before a a, a, a fucking panel. And sound like assholes because it doesn't matter how much they sound like assholes. It's so worth and, it. And you, it's this weird thing where it's like, okay, if you if you piss on this person heading this panel and tell them it's raining, you might be hastening the downfall of the thing you're trying to say. If you keep going this hard instead of dialing it way back and keeping it under the radar, you're endangering this revenue source. But at the same time, oh man, there's so much money. Just keep, just push, you know. And you know what makes me think of? It makes me think of. So Activision Blizzard is a big 
Activision and Blizzard and EA are the two ones that we talk about a lot and that they love this shit. And it makes me think of an interview with Bobby Kotick like a year after he started there, which was he came in and he said, we're here at Activision, we're looking at properties that have a lot of value that we can exploit every year. And then ran uh, Guitar Hero into the dirt. Yes. And it died. Yes. And then almost ran Call of Duty, in, Call of Fucking Duty into the dirt yeah. until it almost died. Ran WoW into the dirt until it's like in the worst shape it's ever been. It's it's this real like just, just you burn it out. Burn it all out. Just get as much as you can. Like no thought about next quarter even. Well, not even next year. I mean, it, 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 it's reminiscent of, like, you're basically, I'm going to say you're going to Martin Shkreli the situation when you get in front of a panel and you have to answer questions that are blatantly like, are you, are you creating gambling for children? Is this what you're doing? No. And you're, Mar- you're Mark Wahlberg-ing, like, no. But like, of course not. But, like, the, like the, 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 the fucking, the Shkreli bit, it's like, yeah, man, these fucking pills, like, this, this pharmaceutical game is so profitable that I'm gonna act this way, that I'm gonna be like this, because it's just, it's, it's, it's stupid Martin, money. Aren't you worried that this kind of behavior is gonna have everyone looking at you to see if you, you know, shit your pants and then send you to jail? Oh, I'm not too worried about it. EA representative uh, pulls out the new Wu-Tang album. <laughs> Exclusive purchased for only EA employees. But yeah, for real, it's yeah. it's it's short-sighted. If they like let's say Battlefront 2 hadn't happened. Cuz Battlefront 2 is currently in my mind the high water mark for are you serious? That game was like gutted by its loot box stuff and it was the Star Wars, you know, the, everything it's, that it's, everybody it's knows, Star, right? It's Star Wars. Right. It, so they yeah. saw Hey man, because it's Star Wars, we can make Infinity times two billion dollars, right? But if that game hadn't come out, we wouldn't be talking about this shit mm-hmm. for another two to three years because it would have taken that long to build up, and EA would have made so much more money over that time. Well, this is where like corporations and in general large companies like the i actually i remember taking a class on multinationals right back in in college and like the whole talk about how they take on properties like human beings yeah and basically it's like you you're acquiring wealth that's your one goal yeah there's an there's an aspect to this where like the smart quote-unquote thing to do would have been to in theory, put the pot, put the frog in the pot, and slowly turn up the heat. Yeah, so the pot does, so the frog doesn't jump out, right? But the moment you saw how successful the first iteration of this you was, you saw how delicious that frog could be, and you hire people slash you have people on board whose job it is to analyze the situation and tell and you see, how delicious the frog is, and see how you can create the maximum juices. Yeah, right. And it's like, well, if we can create the maximum juices. In one step, if we can go from step one to step 18, why wait 18 iterations? And then you turn up the heat to 18 and the frog jumps out and calls you in front of a meeting and you lie your ass <laughs> off to the frog about how there was no pot at all. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that they could have actually slowly done this in the and- way that other aspects of other negative aspects of like 
Like what what basically come down to getting more money out of the purchaser. Yeah. Right? In video games. That's all these these all amount to the same thing. Yeah. It's you you have your price of entry and then we want more, right? There's the word Oh god, they don't even use it anymore. They used to use the word recurrent user spending. But now they don't even. I've never heard that. Oh, you've never? Oh, I've, it, I've, I've been in this industry for a long time. I've literally never I, heard I that. I remember reading it a lot in like uh, fucking uh, investor shit. Hmm. But now it's become obfuscated in which they talk about engagement and how much engagement they have. Yeah. And engagement means two things. Engagement means how long people stick around, but it also means how long people stick around with their money. Yes. But – in a more, in a much more like obvious way, engagement is straight up like interaction with yeah. things, like because that is currency in and of itself. Well, you know how you keep interacting with it, right? Right, with the money. Sure, but in a lot of cases. But that's what I mean. In a lot of cases, though, the the influential kid in grade nine who gets all of his friends into the game, yeah, is just as valuable yeah. as like the one person who's occasionally spending a little bit Mm -hmm. here and there, you know, because the idea is like one of those kids will be a whale or will lead to a whale, Mm -hmm. you know? But anyway, um, yeah. So we get this clown shoes state of affairs. Now it's, it's extra crazy because it's like, it's not a legal proceeding where you have to dance and like, don't say the wrong thing. Cause then your shit will fall apart. It's like, you're trying to convince these people and everyone that you're talking to just, you can see it in their face is like, are you for real with this shit right now? It is It is a corporation. It is a giant company doing the equivalent of rolling out of bed with coke on their fucking beard. Yeah. And, go, and showing up and straightening their tie and going, your honor, I, what? Yeah. I have never. I don't even know what cocaine is. is you're that, out of order. Is that, is that, a, <laughs> is that a soft drink? <laughs> you know? Like, 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 you know, putting your hand on the Bible and, and being like, I don't swear to shit. Like, yeah. you know, like literally just going into it really is just you. You really could have done so much more damage if you controlled your impulses. But the the fucking greed inside. Like, you know what's going to bite the, the, the blood in the boner got so turgid. That you couldn't help but turn it up to the max. You know what's going to end up biting them in the ass super hard? All the attempts they made to head this off at the past that were weak shit are going to be used as proof that the shit is real. You remember when, oh god, what was it? NBA Live was like telling Belgian people to like call their representatives and tell them that the loot boxes in NBA Live were totally cool and that they don't need to legislate it. <laughs> Do you remember that? That was like the start of like this the whole situation getting like how are you supposed to then go in front of whatever fucking body and go Nah man, we don't even know what that is like Is it possible? Is it possible to gaslight an entire nation? Can that be done? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's tough. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um the best part about the story uh, in which EA's VP of Legal Government Affairs refuses to use the term loot boxes in favor of surprise mechanics and compares them to Kinder Eggs, which are not gambling, but quite ethical. The best part of that story is uh, underneath the tweet uh, <laughs> where 
Hard Drive Magazine, a.k.a. Oh, the Hard Times, straight up just replies and says, I don't remember writing this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the video game equivalent of The Onion. It's great. Straight up just being like, wow, really? I, I saw... I'm very fond of a phrase, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. You've used it quite a few times, including today. They are like... It's it's a fucking thunderstorm out here. It's 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 so it's so silly that I can't help but chuckle because it's silly. I mean, I kind of even applaud the like the the room of people that went, "Okay guys, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got?" Kinder Surprise. Ooh, that's like a... Who you know, has not bought their child a Kinder Surprise? And you go, ever bought a Happy Meal? Do you know what's going to be inside that Happy Meal? You don't know what that toy is going to be. Does the kid love it? Yes, he does. What are we looking at? Surprise. You didn't know what you were getting. Was the Happy Meal free? No, it wasn't. You had to buy that fucking meal. Kid's happy at the end of it. Why? Because he didn't know what toy he was getting. Fucking raise. Immediately. How do we put that in a soundbite and put that in front of a bunch of old people that don't understand video games because to be fair yeah. they really fucking don't and a lot of the time like these things are almost embarrassing how little they understand about mm. technology when they're going into these questionings but like yeah like the balls on the team that came up with that your honor it. i was just worried that my wife was overheating so i filled her with speed holes Aerodynamic. To, to ventilate her so that she would feel better. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, that was a, a an irresistible story off the top. It's, I forgot that happened this week. That feels like ages ago. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, if you want to double dunk on it... Why not? Right? That leads right hand in hand to... Uh, the other uh, very similar uh, uh, story, which, you know, much to everyone's surprise, it turns out that uh, NBA 2K19 fans oh. are not really happy with the level of increased unskippable in-game ads, right? See, they were tolerant. To a certain amount, sports games, uh, yeah. There's ads on the on the stadium that, and uh, there's a little Mountain Dew logo underneath the replay. That makes sense. That looks like it is on the TV. But now, yeah, that you've increased those ads, and you can't to be skip unskippable, them. and now they're real ads, and you're gonna actually have a moment where your loading screen is complete, and it says at the bottom "loading complete," mm -hmm. but the ad's not done, no. so you can't go forward into the game. Which you have paid $60 for. Yes. They're kind of upset. Well, Wooly, who's gonna, who, how are these sports games supposed to make their money while having total monopolies without this kind of thing? How could a basketball game make money in a system that only they get to make a basketball game without? This kind of practice—it's impossible. You know, modern day, modern, modern day um, monetization, right? As a as a, a a domain that you can actually like fucking 
master and 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 walk into any company that deals with media and like fucking skyrocket to the board of directors if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh it's really interesting how so much of it is just based on the principle of don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Um like I don't know if anyone like listened to or followed or remembers early satellite radio, right? But I do not. Sirius XM once upon a time was Sirius and XM separately. Yeah. Right. They were competing. It was like Blu-ray and HD DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was a whole thing where their main thing, uh, their main competition wasn't so much each other as much as it was AM and FM radio. Yeah. Regular ass fucking radio. Because everyone has one and it's built into fucking everything. Yeah. Right. The end. So. Back then, as these satellite things required you to install a satellite, you know, wire in your car and all this nonsense, and you'd subscribe, right? You'd pay to subscribe yeah. to the service. Everything was ad-free because you were paying for it. Makes sense. Simple, right? I want entertainment. I want it round the clock. I want radio. I don't like ads. I'm paying you already. Therefore, Netflix model. The money comes from me, not from the commercials, right? Man. Great done and for a while they had that and then suddenly at some point commercials started airing and i remember people it getting was, uh, real pissed off at hulu where it's like why am i paying x dollars a month for hulu and now i'm seeing a fucking commercial in front of my fucking face because the temptation cannot be resisted yeah. right like the idea that you can start this business on a subscription model in order to not have to have advertising is like it's the most appealing thing in the world, right? It's a really great because a lot of people that are just like, ah, yeah, I just want to hear the thing I like and that's it or whatever. Mm. It's fine. But at a certain point, someone walks in and goes, hey, you know, I looked at uh, everything and I looked at all the money you guys have coming in. And quite frankly, you're not optimizing where you could be. You know, you see your profit margin here. How would you like that to be 25 times higher? It's, it's tomorrow. It's funny because all of these. Like, you know, you, your disappointment and all that's been factored in. They always factor in, but they always leave the one part of the equation out, which is what happens if we push it way too far and people abandon our shit and then we don't make money? Well, that's that's the place that we enter now and that's the place we go to because, like, it's one where the once upon a time, goodwill mattered. Now it doesn't, yeah. right? So... You're, or it's quite rare that it does. Yeah, I, I guess, but I, I maybe maybe it's just nostalgia talking. But it feels as if the world before we had to think about these things and be like, "That sounds disgusting." Yeah, right. Is one where, in theory, the people in charge of this stuff were aware of it. Slap. Maybe they just maybe they would have done it, but they just didn't. You know, know yeah. that this could be done. Maybe the the data was just missing. Mm-hmm. Right. Who knows. Um but it just, it's just the, the, but the balls in my brain it takes to basically just be like, Hey, I know you're already paying. And I know that the reason why you bought into this service is because we said no ads, but now we're just going to put them in anyway. And sorry, if you like the content, you're still going to stick around, aren't you? Yeah. The, and then it just ends up being the way things are the, now. The, it's like, well, then what, what's the payment for? It, it's, it's nice that we get to look at sports games as, an example for everyone, a relatively low stakes example of why long-term de facto monopolies suck shit for everyone. Right? 
your football game being crap isn't the actual end of the world compared to, I don't know, like a, a company having a monopoly on a type of food or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you get to see, like, oh, wow, this just gets shittier and shittier every year, and it will only get shittier. And the thing about it is it's not like um, having multiple revenue streams is inherently evil. Of course not. We have multiple revenue streams. There you go. It's that, like, there's an understanding when you kind of have – you make an ask, you know, at the beginning of, like, well, we're starting this. And people are – again, they're buying with the understanding that Mm – Part of the reason why you're getting my money, Netflix, is because I'm not sitting through commercials. Yeah. So, for example, this podcast that everyone is listening to is free. Yes. There are commercials. In yeah. It. Yeah. The commercials pay for the podcast. Yes. If we were to, in the future, the long, far future, or whatever, switch the podcast to, hey, give us five bucks a week for the podcast, you know, whatever, the commercials would probably go away. Because it switched. I mean, don't a lot of, like, Patreon things... That's the whole point. Set the that the number one thing on a Patreon is watch my bullshit with no ads. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. We still will slurp a Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> they would have to cease <laughs> From and time desist to time. my shit. But no. Uh, uh, but ultimately, yeah. It's just... And there's a little... A bit of a basic understanding. And it's a, it's a bit naive to think of it as a mom and pop style like well you see where that dollar comes from so now you understand how the sausage gets made yeah it's not quite that but it still is something where yeah the when you take a game that people have been buying and you've already annualized it when it doesn't need to be annualized you've annualized because it the- sports games are the same thing year after year so do and you- ultimately don't need iterations beyond every three to four so Wooly, do you okay I keep running into this problem, the uh, what I would call a context problem. And what you just said is a really good example. There are people that are listening to us that, depending on their age or when they started playing sports games, whatever, literally don't remember a time when the yearly sports game had real new features. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sports games used to come out every year, and it used to be that every year had a genuinely cool new thing in them. I remember when Quarterback Club introduced the stiff arm stick. I, yeah. Christ, I remember that. I don't play fucking Madden. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in 95 when Care, uh, no. NHLPA 93. In 94, when you began to be able to create sports characters and make custom teams Mm -hmm. and how fucking crazy that was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, there came a time when, God, what was it? It was Madden... Uh, was it 99? It was the, it was no. the first Madden. Th- uh, well, I, but I, I played a P, uh, We bought a PC version of it. I remember it was it was the only time we went off console and we bought a PC at, uh, yeah. at Madden, and it had uh, roster updates that would happen literally like, oh shit, new season came out. Just move them over. Download the new update to get the updated names of the players. Yeah. And it was like, oh, fuck, that's super cool, right? That is cool. Now, nowadays, roster updates are a massive thing because people, like, ultimately, fans of the NBA, of the NHL, of 
and MLB, all these, you know, things, they want player names and they yeah. want to see the player's face and they want to recreate the thing they like A watching. A lot of sports fans are stat nerds. And, and they want their they want their stats. And all that really is is a fucking patch into the current game. A couple text files. Right? But whatever. We've they've already found a way, is what I'm saying, to bilk sports fans for their money every year. And it's accepted now. We simply just accept that it's yeah. normal, right? The fact that you don't make a leap forward with actual design or tech or whatever or anything yeah. is just accepted and normal. I we mean, don't care anymore, right? You so want, you, you've already suckered people in in this way, and so why not push it further? Because the idea almost is that if you have a bunch of suckers already here... Why not suck them more? Right? Anyone who's already upset at this is gone. Yeah. So the people who are left can probably be squeezed a little bit more. Also, I mean, we're talking a duo of a pseudo-captive audience and an uninformed audience when you're talking about the amounts of people that buy sports games. A lot of people that buy sports games that I remember uh, my old boss, the grocery store, it's like it's Madden Day, and he ran out and got a 360 yep. and was sick for a week. <laughs> Aha! Uh, and just maddened it up. Yeah. And it's, it basically just represents new game, new soundtrack, new EA tracks to listen yeah. to as you get your season set up and you play with your friends and make your trades and do your thing. Yeah. And it it does. I mean, what, there were people that literally would go through team rosters and update every player name yep. themselves back in the day. Mm-hmm. And now this just represents like, yeah, we'll do all, the, all that for you or whatever. But it, it's just it's the idea that like you already have created an audience of people that you know you're exploiting. So why not throw it a little bit further why by sc- by putting these ads in those games? And notice that like it's sports games that get these extra ads. And not any other genre. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like, not to say there aren't ads in other genres of games, but like, this type of thing is coming up constantly on this podcast f- from sports games because they know that these are the people that. And because they, can they get have them, a monopoly. They can get away with it. We're the, the only baseball game in town. We're the only football game in town. We're the only basketball game in town. Licensed. Right? They're. But as they, the, far but, as but the that, most people are concerned, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's literally the same thing. Once upon a time, it didn't need to be licensed, but yeah. now it's now it's now it's everything. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like they, like I want to play my football game yeah. with my football characters. Yeah. So you know, um, people are 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 just fucking going. What what the shit is two K doing? With these and, and 2K is smiling while thinking in their brain, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, see you next year. I mean, I saw a video where uh, it it was a solid like, like the whole the, the over the loading screen, it continued play, it played the whole thing, and then it was a solid like ten fifteen extra mo- like seconds of just like no, you can't start, no, you can't wanna, start yet. I this, this is a bit of a tangent, but I, I just, something just popped in my head. What is the most outrageous ad you've ever seen in a game? Um, did, and didn't you're we not talk allowed about, to say Cup Noodle because Cup Noodle was hilarious. I mean, didn't we already talk about like um, Dark Sky and all that shit? Yeah, Dark Sky was pretty bad, but there's one that I actually think of that was way worse. How far into Alan Wake did you get? Zero. Alan Wake has the most absurd ad I've ever seen in the world. Where you're in a fucking mental hospital 
and a fucking storm is tearing the place out and it's like run away from the darkness it's gonna mm-hmm. kill you mm-hmm. and there's you know how max Payne they'll play like a, a fake tv show mm-hmm. and you fucking run into a lobby and playing at full volume in this big tv is like a fucking ad for like a ford taurus that's like multiple minutes long and you get an achievement for watching the whole thing and like the background storm ambience just drops away as you watch it and it's just like holy fucking shit guys which of course i'm sure if you play offline there's like it's just a blank screen no no, it's built in oh that's before that shit started oh wow okay because there is an argument to be made and i will say this that when you're playing your soccer your football and you see or, or the hockey and you see like the 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 ads of like the different sponsors around the edge of the that's ring. part of the look of a sports it's game. exactly right and then it goes and oh let's get that replay brought to you by coke the coke yeah. minute Which replay is, the, th- the reason why it's crazy is because sports games had a free pass to get away with a million times more <laughs> than everybody else because that's what you fully expect when you because watch it, a normal because sports it would actually be thing. weird to not, not see have it. that yeah right? yeah 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 but yeah. Yeah. Then they're like, but what if more though? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what if? Yeah. Well, anyway, this shit's crazy. Yeah, and unlike uh, most of the other stories, this one with the NBA 2K19 has no update because oh. it's just that's it. That's the game. Get fucked. You know. You um. Know, you know what's? <laughs> I saw like I I went I I played five recently somewhere. Uh, Street Fighter Five, that is. Yeah, and saw that they had the ad costumes on that you could you could turn on and whatnot and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I guess that update happened. And I, I still remain in this place of just like, it's not that I it's not that I like it, but if you decide to make an ad supported version of your game, but then make it free, I okay. understand, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, that's it. Totally understandable. There's a there's a gain there. Right to somebody because you're still playing that core exchange. Uh, you're still acknowledging that core exchange we mentioned way at the top, which is you're going to make your money somehow. You're putting out on your sleeve how you're making your money, and that's through advertising as people play this free video game. You what? You know what? I just got a great segue in my brain because we're talking about annualized franchises, and we're talking about brand and ad integration into those franchises right and how most of the time it comes off and you want to vomit but there is actually one other series i can think of aside from sports games in which removing the ads would damage that series a specific ip or a genre specific ip in which removing all of the ads of which there are literally fucking thousands would damage it and that's the fucking yakuza series where every single health item or nearly every health item consumable store etc is a real is a Japanese fucking product. Ad. do you want boss coffee to refill your health hell yeah i would like some boss coffee to refill my health please how did they isn't that a licensing nightmare they get it I mean, Calorie Mate and, and, and Metal Gear Solid is still a thing. There is Boss Coffee. There is CC Lemon. Yeah. There is uh, fucking ads for Nico Nico Doga all over the place. Yeah. Like, it's rife. But it's fine. Because it's accurate. Because it's in a hyper-accurate or hyper-realistic version of a city 
that totally has that shit everywhere. Right. And on top of that, so I've been playing a lot of Judgment slash Judge Eyes, whichever you want to call it. Yeah. The fact that Sega has gotten away with making the same fucking 10 block radius 15 times in a row. I believe this is the 15th Yakuza-ish game. And that Camarocho fucking block is the same fucking location it's literally always been. There has been more than one of these a year since this series has come out. It's a good thing it's a story that's driven on narrative and <laughs> that you're following the chapters. Yeah. Like, of what happens to these characters. And you look, like, it's crazy because, like, everybody's totally cool with it because it, it makes sense and they do the work to update it game to game and then find the ads and that pays for some of the, like, high-end stuff that they do in that series, whatever. But, like, see, look. Look how easy it was. Yeah. All you had to do, and this is the tough part, was make every single one of those games good and have tons of good shit in it. That's all here's some big fucking air quotes that's all you had to do is make every single one of them a good one even the shittiest yakuza game is still pretty good okay but no 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 no. there's a difference though because if, if like if people are still happy with their sports game but they throw in ads on the loading screen that's like every time you use that cc lemon you have to watch a 30 second animation of him drinking it slowly as the logo zooms yes, in on the is. can and then he walks and disposes of the can in a recycling bin. I had a, I had a really fun moment when I streamed uh, Judgment uh, last week where there's a side quest in which I walk up to a restaurant that I have not heard of. And I st- I, you walk out and then the president of the company is there. And the president of the company is like, hey, did you like our steaks? We really, really try and mix the highest quality steaks with the lowest price possible so that the customer always wins. And your character goes, wow, that is a really fantastic. And that is the start of a five-part quest line, which is just, and I mean just, talking to the president, who, by the way, is standing in front of a real poster of himself on the wall of the restaurant. And you're like, wow, this this is an amazing way to run a company. And I look at my chat and go, is this re- is this an ad? And sh- sure enough, comes back, this is totally an ad. This Bro. is a real restaurant, and this is a real guy. Bro. Yaks got to get those sacks of money, <laughs> and <laughs> they got to get paid. It's the it's that's what they do. It's really funny to me because it happened with the cup noodle thing too. Yes, where it's so fucking in your face yes and it's and it's played so serious while being goofy as fuck that i laugh and i go oh you got because it comes back around right and it's and it's funny Mm -hmm. the cup noodle thing in final fantasy 15 Mm -hmm. i think is my favorite part of the entire game (laughs) especially with what you can do with the photo there which everyone I knew, I don't know, I didn't talk to you about it, but the final photo was like Noctis with the cup noodle on his head or just the photo of cup noodle. This is the memories we made along the way, cup noodle. Like, it's hilarious. And it doesn't come off gross. It comes off in this, path- like, pathetically sincere, like, embarrassing almost. Yeah. But also, this is the same franchise as FF7 and FF6. In a way, like you, like it. What? 
like how am I putting? It's like oh right, yeah. It's just it's weird to think that like the world we live in now is one where like. You know what? I can't even. I just looked down into our chat and saw the perfect example of what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and it's fucking Wayne's World. Mm. Do you remember that shit? That fucking long bit about how they would never sell out while they're wearing Pizza Hut T-shirts there, yeah, and drinking yeah, and, big and then, Pepsis. Yes, yes. That shit was hilarious. Well, I mean, movies, but movies like do that all the time. It's been a part of movies forever. The fucking uh, uh, Seven Up Transformer or Mountain Dew Transformer. But that's it's you, you know, know. I feel like it, it, there's a really fine line. Make me laugh at how disgusting you're being. Right. And you get a free pass. And you get a free pass. Sure. Just give me sure. a chuckle. One one chuckle. So if they had a fucking thing in NBA where they had a feature of like TV emulation mode where they actually dialed it up to like disgusting, but it was optional, I bet some people would get a kick out of it. The Mountain Dew Minute presented by Taco oh. Bell. Insurance providers, Geico. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking lizard crawls across the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um anyway. Brands. Yeah. But yeah, hey, so I played Judgment. Cool. Guess what? Sure. Uh that game does not have an E in it in the title. Which screwed up my titles for a while and a bunch of my tweets. Guess what? What? Judgment, the word does not have an E. The legal version doesn't. The the one everyone else uses does. Okay. Well, I learned this back when I worked on uh, 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 Guilty Gear Judgment. Yeah. And I remember that was the time that I'd, I'd be writing bugs. And I was like, God damn it. How does this word not have an E? And, well, it has M-E-N-T is there. But no, I mean, but, after the judge. But the reason is, is because there are two different words that mean 99% the same thing. And one has an E and one doesn't. After my stream and me fucking it up all over, I had a guy uh, message me on Twitter who apparently works in a law firm. He's like, I have to spend hours a week going through documents. Yeah. Just taking the E out. Yeah. Or else the documents don't count. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, that's, that's where I learned it. I learned it on goofy. the fucking job. Regardless, mm-hmm. this game is weird. Shocker. As from the uh, Ryuga Gotoku studio, which they're now named. The Like a Dragon studio. Yeah. Um... It's really it like weird a dragon games because point. the whole time I streamed it, every ten minutes I had to re-explain to people coming in. Wait, is this a Yakuza game? And the answer is ah, because it takes place in the same location. It's a spinoff. It takes place. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Yeah, but everyone keeps expecting Majima to jump out a window. Right. And what's well, a guided whatever as as I've gone through a bunch of it and as I've talked to people who played the Japanese version Majima is not going to jump out a window Yakuza 6 has problems I finished that like last week and the biggest problem is they actually got stuck trying to get away from Kiryu because Kiryu's the man right he's the face that first game came out in like fucking 2004 and it became increasingly difficult for people to come into the series because you'd have moments in like Yakuza 4 where you turn a corner and you're like, oh my god, it's you! That one boss from Yakuza 1 that I thought died, but I guess you didn't die. Mm. And now you're the head of this entire side quest chain. Mm. And new players would go, huh? What? 
See, I'm assuming I'm assuming that Judgment has characters from no. that world. Zero. Oh wow. Z- this so the, oh, the more okay. that the more that I play it, the more it becomes really, really clear that they're like we this is so by the way, this is the first one that got a dub since Yakuza One. Mm-hmm. And it has two subtitle translations. It has a subtitle translation for the game, and it has a subtitle closed captioning option for the dub. Okay. So when you switch it to dub subtitles, you get closed captioning. When you switch it to it's Japanese language, but subtitles, it you translates get the, the you Japanese. You get the translate. Cool. It's super cool. That's a lot of work. Sure is. Because this is the the new attempt to be like, hey, it doesn't have the word Yakuza in the title. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Hey, everybody. There's this cool game series we got, and you don't need to know a goddamn thing about it to jump in. That's what and I that's heard. And that's totally what this game is. A lot of people let me know that. that this, there, there is, like, zero knowledge required. And to a degree, it's a little disappointing because I have only been able to find one line of text that references anything at all from the mm. old games. And there's a, it's basically a move that Kiryu used to have that you can unlock in this game. Then it describes this move was made famous by a legendary Yakuza. And that's it. Mm. That's literally all I've been able to find in the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at some point in the middle of an investigation, somewhere deep down within the final hours of the game, someone's shirt's going to get ripped off. The game's off. been out in Japan. No. It not one. Not, not, no. There's a there's a guy who says that a crazy Yakuza man jumped out of him because he was hiding in a bathroom stall, which people assume means Majima, but he doesn't mention an eye patch. He doesn't mention a thing. He just right. Um, you're dealing with the Tojo clan. You're dealing. Guess what? Hey, there's Yakuza. There's Yakuza, yeah. but it's a new family I've never heard of, and it never seems to overlap at all. This is a very contained side wow. story. Not only do shirts, like, not get ripped off, someone is seen buttoning one up. So, <laughs> yeah. early in the game, like, the fair, one of the first things that happens is your character is dressed like a hobo to blend in. And he somehow rips the entire hobo outfit off to appear as boy band cop man. There you go. In in a very similar way. And I guess that's the one that we get. Okay. Um, so, aside from the weirdness of how much of a spinoff this is, the game's fantastic. Shocker. It's... It's fucking great. Yep. There's a there's a real benefit to the change in tone because you play as a disgraced lawyer who is now a private detective instead of, I don't know, a fucking Yakuza. Mm-hmm. And just that single change in context as to being, this is a person who is actually on the outside of this world poking their head in. It gives them the ability to do a lot of stuff that they don't usually do. And it's great. It's a new combat character that plays completely differently from any of the other characters they had. They decide to try something new where now you, instead of having all sorts of combat styles, they have one that's for groups and one that's for bosses. And you just hit down on the D-pad and go, this is the single target boss fighting style. Or this is the, the group fighting style with lots of wide kicks. I imagine that the life of a yak and the life of a detective would have different amounts of random fight encounters on the street. You would think that, wouldn't you? I would. So they've actually done something really smart here because in the Yakuza series... By the way, Yakuza, it's an RPG series. There's random battles. It's just modern and you're in a city, but you're you're fighting random battles all the time. So there's still random battles here. But... 
for the early game, what they do is most of them are jokes and they're just drunks. They're drunk goons that are just... They're not gang this, Yakuza that, angry asshole this, which of course they would all fight Yakuza man because uh, whatever. Terror, Terror Force, yeah. Right? Here, it's goons. You get a little farther in the story and you have a little story event where you have a run-in with a local street gang and you piss them off. And then the game tells you, hey, some of your random battles will be against these gang members. And what they've done is that in Yakuza 1 through a million, random battles would just slowly increase in difficulty over the course of the game. But mm. each random battle would be more or less the same difficulty. It just depended on how many, how many goons there were. Here, they're still drunk idiots that are jokes. And then there are mini-bosses wandering around. So you're flipping a coin between... Pretty easy and fairly tough. And it makes sense in detective context. Yeah, because okay. you did a stupid run-in and you pissed these guys off. I just did another story event. I fully ex- expect a larger Yakuza organization to now start showing up. And basically they set it up so that as you go forward, tougher and shittier groups will be mad at you and trying to murder you. Mm. Therefore, like putting more variety in your random battle shit. Mm. It's smart. Is anyone, it's neat. Is there anyone trying to subject the detective to a shakedown? Not yet. Okay. That's really only been in Zero, and it sucks, because that was, like, the best part of Zero. It was the most memorable part that okay. everybody loved to talk about. Um, story's fantastic. It's, 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 it really, how do I put this? You know how we've talked in the past or alluded to, like, Ace Attorney is, like, a, a satire yep. of the Japanese legal system, but most people don't aren't aware of how screwed up the Japanese legal system is, <laughs> so they don't even think about it at all. Right. This game is literally all about that. The reason your character is disgraced is because he's a defense attorney who actually got an acquittal, and then the next day his client went and murdered his girlfriend. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I remember the trailer set that up. Um, so, but there's also something to the hard boiled story that is like, you have to have a disgraced cop that is the truth of the matter is they were just too good at their job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they like, there's always a sin city tale underneath of like, if you weren't the hard defense attorney, fuck you Hardigan. Yeah. Son of a bitch. You think you're better than us. You know, there's always that. So yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, game also, it's the first Outside of Zero, it's the first Yakuza game of any kind to run at a good frame rate. It's, it's the first one outside of the PS4 port of Zero that runs at 30. Like, it actually runs Wait, at 30. Wait, by good frame rate, you mean 30? I mean 30. <laughs> okay, because I remember when I loaded up that first that third one for testing purposes, and I was like, oh, that's a really busy city. I don't have high expectations, and that's, that's right. fine. And that was correct for you to think that. Yes, but we are now many, many a year later, and well, let me give you let me give you a, a they a, haven't figured that a out very yet. fast breakdown. Okay, one and two are on the PS2, and get fucked trying to have that look stable, right? Sure. Three, four, five, zero. We're all on the PS3, 
and three didn't even run that well, and they only kept throwing more shit at it as time went on. And they shared, they used the same engine. Yep. Okay. And then Zero got ported to the PS4, or it was cross-gen, so it ran at 60 there, and everyone went, yay! And then Kiwami was a fucking Wii U game that then came to the PS4, so that it ran good there, yay! And then we got 6, which is a new engine, the Dragon Engine, and we're right back to Yakuza 3 of like, it's trying to hit 30. It's trying. And then this one actually not only runs at a really, and I'm like, I'm crazy about this. Let me, it is a stable 30, but it actually has a higher resolution than all the other games. They put a lot of like optimization time into it. And it actually makes a big difference that when you're running through the city, people aren't fucking popping into existence. And the shit isn't mm. juddering as you turn a corner. Usually when you switch to a new engine, it's so that you can go, hey, look, guys, the sky's the limit. Look how awesome this is going to be for the future. Yeah. And then That's you, why they switched to Dragon. Yeah. And now, but but you switch to it and you're immediately pushing it to the limit right away. Yeah. <laughs> and now the only thing right. is, cause it, and it used to be push it harder. And that's why Yakuza 4 doesn't run as good as 3. And then 5 really doesn't run very well at all. And here they've actually gone the opposite. And it's like, I could be fine with the games looking like this and running this way for another five, ten years. Fine. Whatever. It's good now. Game's great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, no. Not I guess the game's great. I mean, I mean I'm just thinking about how I'm like, okay, so like they're not Rockstar, right? No. Rockstar is making bigger games with comparable amounts of insane content yeah. that are running at 1080-60. Yeah. Fine, they don't have that kind of money. Well, no, wait, what are you <laughs> talking about? Rockstar games don't run well at all. Really? Does it? Crazy? Red Dead runs at some weird frame rate, and then on top of that, has like the worst input latency of like any game I've ever played. Fucking big cash money Rockstar doesn't run at the... the like no, the, do the, you the know why? Games? Why? Look at the detail on this horse testicle. Huh. They're the they're the like the pinnacle of just push more detail, push more draw distance, push more everything. That is me fully, fully just assuming with no knowledge whatsoever you're, you're thinking that of, the money would have obviously made this the No, the money goes the into thing. more. The, it doesn't I go just, into better. I straight up outsider thought the money made it all work. Wooly. Wow. More and more. Wow. Nobody. The reason why I play most of my games on PC is because nobody cares about better. They care about more. Mm-hmm. I would gladly dot. So, like, I'm going to switch over. I played some of the Iceborne beta this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you play any of it? No. It's fucking awesome. I can't play it anymore. The fucking variable fucking 35 to 50 FPS rando chug shit on the PS4. I can't do it. I'd fuck it. Not after playing a bunch of it on PC. But with that being said, just lock it to 30. If you locked it to 30, it would be fine. It would be smooth. But this variable shit is the worst. I got to talk to somebody to see if I can get that message across. It's so fucking bad. So what are you going to do? I'm going to wait on PC. Hmm. I'm going to wait a couple months, hopefully not that long, till PC. But luck, what I did get to do is fuck around with all the new, all the new shit they put in, all the new weapon stuff. It's... It's approaching character action at this point. Because they gave everybody Nero's arm. It's crazy how much shit everybody got. I think it's the most amount of new moves 
those weapons have ever received in an update. I mean, a Devil Bringer is not the metric for that, but I get what you mean. It's getting really actiony. Well, I also mean they literally gave, like, it's got more mechanics than the Devil Bringer does. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm very excited for Iceborne. I hope that PC release is not that I was gonna, far away. So excited that you're going to sit at their copy and stare at it. I would rather <laughs> wait to play a better version hmm. than get frustrated. Also, I'm in a weird place. All your friends are playing now. Oh no, all my friends are waiting for the PC version. All right. Okay, Except for well, one. Well, there you, go. you know the crazy one who just will not wait and will double down and recreate all of his shit on the PC version? That friend? Yeah, he's going PS4. But everybody else I know is going, well, I'll just wait for the PC version because all the, all the friends that I play with Monster Hunter are the same friends I play FF14 with, and they're all PC players. Uh, I'm glad T-Grex is back. I'm very glad. He's... You you never dealt with him before, but did not. He's he's a good screamy boy. He's he's a good one. Uh what else I do? Oh yeah, I'm sure you touched this. I'll have almost nothing to say about this other than Bloodstain's really good. Did you wear a certain mask as you played? Nope. Okay. Oh, which one? Apparently, you can... Baz or Stone Mask? Baz. So if you want to play as Baz, when you start the game, have your name be all caps, Bullfighter. Yeah. You get a, a dumb little Zubaz mask on your face. Yeah. That's cool. Um, did you play Bloodstained at all? I did not. Uh, I will be taking a look at uh, that and uh, Judgment and other things a little later this week, though. So... Had a busy weekend, but we'll get there. I have a I have a real easy sell to anybody who is on the fence about Bloodstained. Have you ever played or enjoyed Symphony, Symphony of, of the, the Night? Night? Symphony of the Night specifically. Yes. You'll enjoy Bloodstained. It's my favorite. Because it's Symphony of the Night 2. It's the Castlevania game I have enjoyed the most. So, and I really mean like, because you know Aria of Sorrow came out and Dawn of Sorrow came out and Portrait of Ruin came out and Order of Ecclesia came out. They all had variations on the formula. Mm-hmm. This is Symphony of the Night. It's just Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Down to certain rooms being the same. You know in Symphony of the Night when you go into the, the in the, the grotto underneath the castle and there's that waterfall that goes down and there's like all these little satellite rooms yes. that you have trouble getting back up? Yeah. Yeah, that's there. Cool. It's exactly the same. Yeah, I believe the uh, the Twitter account is called Whip or Sword. Yeah. So they had they had a they had a thing where, hey, when you fight the secret boss, do you want to get a whip or do you want to get a sword? And they couldn't the, the the polls got inconclusive so you get the whip sword from it there you go yeah <laughs> there you go and the boss that you fight to get it is Iga. cowboy hat wearing yeah nice iga nice also i we all joke about haha is that a jojo reference this is this is now like this is bordering on too far this is bordering on way too far. Okay, now you said you talked about the mask for a second. The stone mask is right there. Is it is it a name you enter? No, it's an item that you pick you up. Just pick up, and it's the stone mask. Okay, it's the stone mask. Yes, and it has the thing coming out of the forehead, yeah. and it's the stone mask. Yeah, yeah. If you hold up on the D pad, you do, um, you do one of Jorno, you do um, Josuke's pose, and if you keep holding up on the D pad, you do Dio's pose when you look at him from the back. Yeah. Um, 
There's a character that might as well actually be named Dio in mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes along with it. There's a certain special move you can do that has the same sound effect as it does in Stardust Crusaders. Like, it's yeah. stupid. I mean, dude, like, that, like, I saw the intro to Hunter Hunter now. That fucking mask is just sitting there. It's just right there. It's just there. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, look cool. Hey, look, anyway, moving there. on. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, it's a really good game. And it is a success of Kickstarter. Good, good Kickstarter game. Took a long time. I only have one thing to say about it that's a downside, and I kind of feel gross thinking it. It's not Hollow Knight. In scope? No, I mean, it's just not Hollow Knight. This is a sequel to Symphony of Night that we would have gotten in, like, 2000. And Hollow Knight is the sequel to all that, uh, to one of the Metroid or those that we got in 2017 or whatever year it came out. Sure. I mean, I agree with the sentiment that, I don't know if you're saying this or not, but personally, I like sprites more than 3D a lot of the time. Yeah. So. I, I still miss that Bloodstain doesn't have sprites. Yeah. So there's that. But it's not just that. I just mean like... The feel and stuff like that. It's like, I I was just as excited about Bloodstained as anybody else. And I feel kind of disappointed, not in the game, because it's exactly what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. But it's not like more like Hollow Knight was. Hollow Knight was a shock. Um, Is there a, so besides the the Symphony of the Nightness, is it also the same in terms of um, spells, moves, and equipment? Uh, It's it's Arya. It's based off of Arya. Okay. Because It's, it's kill enemies, get souls, use power. Okay. Because, um, like, I enjoyed the Hollow Knight system as well of, like, you know, p- equipping the, um, what are they called? Charms. Charms. And fitting the numbers in and making that all work. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is straight up very Arya or Dawn of, uh, Dawn of Sorrow. Just, like, kill this enemy, get the arrow spell, put your hand out and shoot arrows. Yeah. That sure. kind of thing. Game's fantastic. Right on. Um, yeah. There's parts of it that are hard as fuck, though. As they should. Like, I'm stuck. I'm for real stuck on a boss. I can't beat it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Future reference. Uh, save yourself some some trouble and don't compare things to Hollow Knight. Those guys are fucking crazy. Can I compare Silk Song to Hollow Knight? Those guys are fucking... You can compare Silk Song. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is the one game you're allowed to compare to Hollow Knight. I'm, I'm super, like, weirded out. Like, Metroid Prime 4 is going to come out. I'm like, you know, it's no Silk Song. Um... <laughs> What else you do? Uh, that's pretty much it. Cool. I didn't play Final Fantasy at all, actually. All right. Because uh, I did everything I wanted to do, and now I just wait for the expansion. I watched uh, anime. Did you watch Attack on Titan? Yeah. All right. Hold In fact, that. I messaged you at 6.30 a.m. this morning. Yeah, I didn't see that, but no. I watched it before that. Yeah, you watched so, it. So, yes. Yeah. So, hold that thought. This week, we'll actually talk about that shit. Yeah. Also, uh, shout-outs to everyone who doesn't listen to the end, because I put the message in at the end, but yeah. those who didn't hear it I love didn't that. hear it. I love it. Ah, exposed. My favorite. For not listening to music, whatever. My favorite <laughs> is when people are like... Pat, did you know this? And then they messaged me back like, oh, I watched two more minutes and you said the thing that I told you. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there is a huge <laughs> ongoing for the last X years yeah. number of folks that uh, uh, send in a thought or tweet a thought um, mid-listen. Yeah. And then 
get there later and go, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, you probably would have forgotten. I get it. But also, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. But yes, we will be talking about the basement and other things uh, from Attack on Titan this week. Yeah. We promise. Like, things more exciting than the basement. But who cares about the basement? Fuck the basement. Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Catch up, man. It's it's good stuff. It's good for you. We, we, we're talking about the EO10 onslaught today. Um, cool. I guess. Curse you, commie subs, for putting that curse on us. Uh, if you want to check out more of my bullshit, check out twitch.tv slash angriestpat. This week, I'm barely streaming at all. Because Thursday, Friday onwards, it'll be all Shadowbringers all the time until I beat that main scenario quest, which will be every day until I do. I foresee many stream hours from Friday onwards. There's no shortage of games you could take a look at, but you're choosing this one. Well, here, here's... And then there will be others. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm not streaming today, tomorrow, Wednesday, because I'm like, let me think. I'm going to be streaming probably like nine days in a row and then hopping on a plane to go to RTX. Do I really need to stream 12 days in a row and then hop a plane to RTX? Like, that seems like a lot. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Now, before we forget, let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Yes, let's. Uh, so, this week... The podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. DoorDash? DoorDash. They give you food, don't they? If you had a long day at work or a tough day at school or you're still stuck at the office, why don't you treat yourself? Treat yourself to a meal you deserve. It's on-demand foods from your favorite restaurants coming to you with DoorDash. Man. I'm so hungry right now. Right? (laughs) Going places to eat kind of fancy and whatnot, those days are over. How about you get it brought to me? We have we have the tech. We can do it. We can we can actually have the food. It's, ma- it's kind of magic. And if the places that you like to eat like can pack it in a box, then why do we? Why do I have to go? Why can't you just? Why do I got to use my legs like a sucker? I mean, quite frankly, we're steps away from the delivery person coming in and feeding you. Yeah, but that's the future. We're not there yet. In the meantime, DoorDash, where if you love to cook but you're not in the mood. You don't want to have the dishes tonight. You call DoorDash. You get them to deliver your favorite foods from your restaurants in your area. And, hey, uh, quite frankly, it's ordering is easy. All you got to do is uh, get the app, the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. They'll bring it to you anywhere. Um, there's over 300,000 other amazing restaurants. Jeez. Okay. On that list of available. That's one of those numbers that's too big to understand. It's just, it's like, okay, everyone, 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 everyone. The one you want to eat at is that one. Every, everyone. All right. With door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities, all 50 states and Canada. Right. Your local go-tos, favorite restaurants, Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Cheesecake Factory. That's a bad one. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Cheesecake Factory delivery. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, that's a bad one. Well, you can eat it right next to your bathroom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. By a bad one, I mean I would abuse that. I would absolutely have Cheesecake Factory every night if common and then you would decency die. would stop me, which it's not going to. So, Wow. Canada doesn't have those. No. So I'm safe for now. I'm safe for now. <laughs> um, yeah. So just get the app. That's uh, 
Basically, right now you can get $5 off your first order or $15 or more uh, when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code SUPERBEAST. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the, pro- the promo code SUPERBEAST. That's promo code SUPERBEAST for 5 bucks off your first order from DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. Thank Appreciate you, it. DoorDash. How about you, Wolves? What you do with your week? I'm, you must have touched something. Yes. Well, first, I touched the FGC. <sighs> I want to hear about Samurai Showdown. Well, first, I want to talk about the tournament. Oh, yes. I was at Ultimate Montreal Air Dashers. <laughs> uh, A.K.A. You mad. <sighs> Guys, you have to understand... <sighs> You have to understand so good. how good these guys oh, are. It's so good. The Montreal anime community oh, is so good. <laughs> the Montreal anime community are called the Montreal Air Dashers, and they have succeeded their original tournament with uh, Ultimate Montreal. Oh Air God, Dashers. that has to be that has to stay. And this is you mad. This is you mad has fucking. It's that's. It's, it's just, UMAD is yeah. is one of those awesome memes that it got to stay yep. forever. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I like Hose Mad, which mm-hmm. I'm enjoying a lot lately. Where'd that come from? It came from the song Hose Mad, okay. where the hook is Hose Mad times twenty four. Cool, and it's garbage. Cool. It's trash. Mm-hmm. But Hose Mad is just so I don't know. It's fun to say. Yeah. But you mad is forever. You mad, you mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's an emotion mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. into four letters. Mm-hmm. Anything that uh, <laughs> anything that a troll can adopt as yeah. a way of life is probably yes, going to stick lifestyle. around. It's going to stick around. You mad is a lifestyle. Yeah, it is. 100%. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the, uh, the anime tournament here, uh, this was easily the best year they've had. Easily. Sick ass venue, um, right in central downtown. Pretty much right. It was right. It was like a spot that I'd never seen before. Right across from the Best Buy. Um, what on St. Catherine? Right, like a really cool central the church. Spot. No, not the church, but <laughs> but like, that spot. That- yeah, that yeah, right. Like there's a, there's the A and W on the corner. Yeah. yeah, it was like right there. What? It was super good. Where? Uh, there's a venue. <laughs> For parties and events. Okay. And it's a really nice spot. And I it has like some cool interior. I've walked by that fucking thing yeah. like a thousand times. There's a really cool event spot there. And uh, we had a tournament. And um, this like it, it hosted, you know, like we had like, uh, yeah, it was 170 or so, 180 people came out. And they ran the most brackets I have ever seen at a minor tournament. Oh, yeah. There was, I think, 18 games. Like, every game that is not a Capcom game was running yesterday. So, I, I, for those of you at home listening to the audio version that can't see my face, proper Drew Scanlon, I closed, uh, they, 18 fucking games? They smoothly ran brackets for fucking everything, and I couldn't believe it. Just... Every, is it the people that are there, like the the contestants, are polite and show up to their matches, or I, what? Yeah, no, like no, but just like the con, like the confusion that comes from that many brackets overlapping with people in multiple tournaments being called in multiple times is insane. 
but they fucking did it. Like that's crazy, unbelievable. Yeah, no. So like the entire UMAD crew is like a lot of them are the guy. Pretty much, I've had uh, almost all of them on um, my get into fighting games uh, uh, streams. You know, UMAD. But yeah, they they absolutely crushed it this weekend with the biggest and best uh, they've done yet. I entered. Just for like, as I, I looked at the list and I was like, I'll do this, this. And then there's like, oh my God, I got down the bottom and then there was a second half to the list I hadn't seen. Right. So I entered this weekend, uh, Exerd, MK11, Cross Tag Battle, um, Lethal League Blaze, uh, hold they were on. are running Lethal League hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Exerd. Cross Tag Battle, Unist, Lethal League Blaze, MK11, uh, there was definitely more, uh, Fousies, <laughs> I, I entered Fousies, and I want to say one more game, but, uh, I can't remember right now, but I think I entered like seven things. And you won them all. All Skullgirls, Skullgirls, Skullgirls. I entered Skullgirls. Yes, um, so that was just fucking wild. Um, but uh, uh, so you entered a portion of games that was so broad it is multiple games more than you would even see yes. at most tournaments. And Tekken <laughs> eight, I entered Tekken as well. So. There, yeah, and that was less than half of what they had going yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. ridiculous. So anyway, uh, what uh, I ended up doing most of the time, however, was I grabbed my my, my PS4, I walked down there, yeah. plugged it in, and went, oh, look, it's the Sam Show. Who wants to get some games in? Oh, yes, because SNK was kind enough to bless you yes. with some Sam Show. Yes, and uh, that shit ain't out yet. So It's out tomorrow. Yep. And to those of you... Who have not purchased Sam Show? One, we're going to listen to Wooly talk about it. And is it, hey, is it good? It's good. Okay. If you like fighting games, they have the one. They have huge balls. That stuff we talked about last week about denying Epic because they're going to sell millions. Yeah, huge balls. Mm-hmm. But two, it has the best pre-order bonus for any game I've ever seen in my entire life, which is you get the season pass for free. Yeah, if you pre-order. In fact, uh, so what I understand. The way that works is not it's be, it's more than just a pre-order bonus actually. Yeah. So you get the season pass if if you if you pre-order you get the season pass for free. If you play the game within the first 5 days, yeah, I believe you also get it for free. <sighs> so I think it's straight up pre-order or play it f- within the first week to get that. And the, and There's it, a little golf clap. There you go. In addition to uh, no you, Epic Game Store, go fuck yourself. We got millions. I might double dip on PC just because of that. The balls are huge. The balls are so big. They've I said like I said folded over a thousand times. They're so balls. big. Now onto the game. Yes. Well, there's two categories. There's the game, yeah. and then there's Darley Dagger. All right, so let's leave Darley Dagger for later. Great. The game. Uh, I So I've not actually watched much footage of it, but I watched a little <laughs> bit of footage just on the way here. And I have a question for you, Wooly. Mm-hmm. How many times do people get hit per round? So 
Because it seems to be one. What I said on my stream <laughs> last Tuesday was Samurai Showdown uh, makes you question what life bars are. It, it looks more like a point system than a life bar. Samurai Showdown can easily be broken down into a series of bad decisions is what you're allowed. It's not so much a life bar as it is a number of bad decisions you've made that you're now paying for. Yeah. How many are you how many mistakes are you allowed to make? Well, it depends on how much risk you're willing to put on the line. Okay. Because here's the thing about Samurai Showdown, right? If you get hit with a fucking heavy slash, that's 33% just just clean if you just stand there clean okay that's a lot all right that's a lot if you get hit with a weapon flip super which is a super that knocks your weapon out of your hands yeah that's 50 okay and that clean just standing there just taking not it. a counter hit no just okay. taking it all right that's a weak super by the way yeah if you get hit with a a like secret art super yeah. like the the actual the big boys. the actual big one you're looking at 70 Five, 70, about 70. Okay, that's a lot. You're looking at 70, 65, 70, yeah, uh-huh. let's say. Um, and if you get hit with a full Isen, a.k.a. the lightning blade, uh huh. what is there to you look at? You just die? What is there to um, not 90? So you die. You die. Nine, nine, yeah. Did you get touched? Yeah. You're going to die. Okay. Cool. If you didn't get touched. These are, these are clean. Clean. Okay. Tell me what counter hits are like. Well, you see the percentage of the number that it add, the counter hits add. Are you serious? To the, to the damage. Oh, that's mean. So you see like a little one and be, oh, plus four, plus six, you know? But you see the exact, ex- exact extra percentage of damage you're taking on those as well. Um, and of course, if you confirm things, a lot of the time they scale back. So those fierce numbers go a lot lower when you do a throw first. Yeah. Because it's like it's guaranteed. Well, yeah. You're not taking a risk. You're not taking a risk, right? Risk will fucking reward you with riches beyond all measure. It's it's funny because does this game have a comeback mechanic? Yes. What it's is it? Isen. Okay. It's your health is low and then you... Pop your rage explosion. Okay. But it sounds like it barely even needs one if a fucking counter hit hard slash is, what, 50%? I mean... Because I saw a video on the way over here yeah. of Darley Dagger with yeah. no weapon yeah. punching a character Tam-tam. and taking them down to zero from 75%. That's correct. And Darley is in like very little health, has the worst, you is, let her in put, a, is in a bad place. She's zoned out in the corner that with Tam-tam, projectile. let her put the sword down and made the mistake of doing his floaty jump backwards. He had it coming. It's and she cranked that fucking shoulder and walked forward, and Miguel boosted his ass. This feels into the next dimension. Like it has the potential for being the most exciting game and the most salt creating game ever. Now here's the flip side of when you press that C button uh-huh. to do all that damage. Do I know you're going to press that C button? Uh-oh. I'm going to do the deflect. Do you know what happens when I deflect? What's that? There goes your sword. <gasps> also, you're going to hold your arms out like this. For a big fat counter hit. As I do... What do I want to do? Let me go make my lunch, do my taxes, and then I'll do my super. And uh, now... How, about, how much time do you get? Like, for real? Enough time to do a super. <sighs> you can confirm anything you want. 
off of a off of a def- a, a path. So what you're saying time. is that it's lenient on the input. You that. cannot confirm. Um, uh, you cannot pop your your rage and then do the isen, yeah. which is the big slash that turns every screen red and kills everybody. Yeah, you can't do both, but you can you can do any other super in the game, which easy. is probably plenty. Yep, more than plenty. So, what does this do to matches? I feel like you're describing a 2D Bushido blade. So, this is what it does to matches, and this is what we discovered as we played it for most of this weekend. It was a three-day tournament, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and uh, the Samurai showed on five players, five special players were there, because it was a, five special was yeah. running as a tournament there. Yeah. So, I got to sit down with a lot of you people that were used to Sam's show and, and get the ins and outs going. What it does is it creates a game where things are sealed right and it's 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 the concept of sealing things in 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 a fighting game what that means is i have something that you know okay for example i play blanca you play um you play yun yeah every time i do uh, a blanca ball you can rush punch me on block just every time so i'm not gonna do those anymore right oh my blanca balls in this match are sealed don't use them or Don't you'll use die. Them. Yes. Right? Unless that's confirmed yeah. off of a hit. Uh, except for Abel, who had the ability to take a Blanca Ball and Ultra Me on hit. Yeah. So, sure. Turn that off, right? That's what sealing is, right? So, you literally are like, take the, like, so in this game, you find out what blows up what, and you find out what actions you get blown up by. And then you go, okay, in this match, I'm going to do this a lot less, or I'm going to do this. In not in this situation. And depending on where you're standing on the screen, your options open up and or decrease. So what you're saying is that in a usual fighting game, say you'd be playing against Kami or Ryu or whatever, it's like, hey, maybe don't jump in on their wake-up uh, unless it's a cross-up because they could blow you up with a, a reversal. With a reversal yeah, a dragon punch. You, right? Yeah, exactly. Here, it's like, don't jump in on this situation because you'll die. So not not because it'll be bad or you'll get hit. Yes. But because you'll just die. Yes. And there are situations where someone will zone you out or do whatever they're doing, or characters like Darley who have no problem being zoned out because they can win the round from the other end of it. Yeah. Not because of the punch, because of other shit I'll get to. Yeah. Right? Um so now that we've established that my shit's sealed from here and here, and your shit's sealed in here and here, what do we have to do? We have to play fucking footsies. You have to play footsies. <laughs> you have to. You have, you have no choice. You have to take those two characters and start wiggling. You back have and to forth. start wiggling back and forth and throwing and out feel the range out and go. Oh, oh, did, and, ah. <laughs> you hey, have to play footsies. That sounds like trying to emulate a samurai battle. It's so clean, right? And what we basically came to, so like, um, some, some, uh, uh, notable anime players were in town, Lord Knight and like Kizzy K were these, like, players that came to visit, and like, they both got their shot on it. And we were kind of just talking about, like, um, there is a, an aspect of this where, uh, if Dragon Ball fighters and Marvel represent what happens when you embrace chaos. Yeah, and you get a situation where there's no neutral. Neutral is half a millisecond. I mean, there, there is. There yeah, is. but Don't, you know what I mean. In it's comparison. not in, tradi- in a traditional sense, yeah. right? This and to, and Blaze uh, uh, and Grand Blue Fantasy recently yeah. being just Street Fighter Two represent order, right? So order has been restored. This game is so 
honest about everything you have to do because it's all a commitment. You can't even run without like you can't just run and, and not and, and it's not a commitment because you there's a little bit of a slide at the end. Oh no. So if you run, you better know what you're doing after that run because you're open to getting hit for running. Yeah. Right? Jumping. At the end of a jump, there's a landing animation. And at which point it takes time before you can jump again, unless you time it perfectly and then you can cancel yeah. that. But like everything is a commitment. What, how high do the combos go in this game? Okay. Uh, I jump in and hit you. Yeah. I hit you again. Yeah. And then I do a fireball. You know what? The things you're describing sounds like this is a great game for people to get into on fighting games. I would say so. Um, so very... you, know, you know how Ryu can jump kick and then crouching forward Hadouken. Yeah, combo. Yeah, you did combo. That's the highest level. There you got. go. Uh, it really is a game that takes it back to the bubba bubba basics, right? It really brings you to a slow paced stare down that you have to get used to, and like. When you know what the mechanics are, when you get used to like mm-hmm. the few things, it's not a ton of mechanics, but when you get used to what it's asking you to do and you realize that, oh, I fucked up, I'm dead, or you fucked up, you're dead, we now have to play an honest game with each other. There's and it's some- so good. This What you're describing is a feeling, a game that is built on a feeling that feels bad when it's you, but it feels the best when it's somebody else. Oh, yeah. Which shows up from time to time in other games. Yeah. But here it seems to be the core of it, which is, all right, we're neutral, and I hit a button. And the instant you touch that button, before the animation even comes out, you go, I just killed myself. I'm dead. It's over. I just died. Like, the most common <laughs> phrase heard the entire weekend is, oh, it's over. <laughs> like, right? Like, you literally, you you hit a button, you fuck, it's done. Yeah. Yep. That was, yeah. The, that was a bad move. I'm dead. Yeah. It is it is really, really, really satisfying feeling to capitalize in those moments. Um some of the the, the so like there's a there's ba- like it's it is the pure it is absolutely don't do combo, no combo. No combo? No combo. How could you not do combo? Right? And uh every throw in the game that's not a command grab, obviously. Yeah. The new like normal system throw yeah. is a Makoto Karakusa. Yeah. Okay. So everyone is, and this is this is the way it works. But it's like everyone, every grab is, I grab you and I push you back, and now you're open to something. Now I will cut you a little. Now bit. I will cut you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. God, like it really, really was a ton of fun to like go through, get used to like the mechanics, and play that footsie game, man. Because it's 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 a satisfying. I I don't know how to put it, but it's like it's pure. It's the purity of what's good about fighting games in a old school sense. Uh, in the in the new school sense, it's that Marvel hype. It's the crazy. Ask you, you know, you and I are both people that uh, very rarely they'll be fighting games that we prefer to play on pad. For whatever reason, this feels like something that I would actually prefer to play on pad. Are there many combo button things? Uh, this is a game I'm playing on pad. Okay, my decisions for pad games is usually based on is it a four or six button game? Yeah. If right. it's a four button game, yeah, okay, play, all right. Yeah, if it's four buttons, I generally play it's on six pad. Button, if fuck it's six, off. I play on stick. Yeah. Uh. This game is four buttons. It's A, B, C, D, as S, N, K always is. Always. And you have um, the... Oh, except for KOF 11 with the blow-off. Shut up, but, KOF 11. Yeah. But... Uh, um, <laughs> you get out of here with your controls. You but, put in your terrible menus. 
Uh, every every shortcut button you need is on the shoulders. Okay, so far. Right? Yeah. So you can get used to that, no problem. Very easy to play this on a pad. The one thing that is not simple to do on a pad is... Uh, okay, there's there's literally three... There's three moves I can think of yeah. that are difficult on a pad. Two of them are Galford moves. Uh-huh. And one of them is a universal system where you disarm yourself. Okay. So to, to disarm yourself, you have to press... The equivalent of down, triangle, circle, and X at the same time. Okay. Right? Is there a combination of shoulder, shoulder buttons, buttons that does that? You can press down, L1, and X at the same time. That'll do it. That's and it, fine. Yeah. I'm not... Uh, there's times when I don't get it. And also, how often are you really going to disarm yourself? Quite rarely, I would think. Unless you're playing Darley Dagger. Unless you're playing... <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, you kind of, but that's about it, right? And then with Galford, there's a move that's intended to be difficult to do, yeah. which is uh, half circle back, triangle plus X. Oh, that's the awkwardest one. But it's a good, it's a, it, and it's, in, it's an intended thing that they wanted to be that way and yeah. for whatever, but like, so that's what he, that's the, that's what's going down. Um, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, a lot of the characters resemble what they used to, you know, a lot of them do the things they do and have all their strengths are the same. The um, cast seems great. It It's a pretty good who's who of Samurai Showdown because it brings back everyone you wanted to see. Everybody uh, from the, from two that mattered. Everyone that mattered and then all the extra new ones that mattered. Yeah. Um, like Shiki. Shiki got in. Yoshitora got in. He's the Seven Sword guy? Seven Sword Samurai. Yeah, he's the shit. Where's he's, he from? He's designed by Yashiro Naito. No, I mean, but what game did he show up in? Uh, he showed up in five. Okay, yeah, he's the shit. Bring he, him in He's amazing, five. yeah. So he's there, right? Uh, I miss the twins. There's, um, yeah. you know, uh, 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 Sogetsu and uh, Kazuki, but... Uh, Who knows, right? It's it's good shit. Um, and yeah, the, we know that Rimururu and a couple of other characters are going to be coming uh, shortly. Darley Dagger. Yes. It's not the same as, but it just so happens that in addition to being made for Wooly yes. in design mm-hmm. and in execution, yeah. there's a really satisfying replacement for the things I loved about Monster Hunter and Marvel Infinite. That's the I never thought. That's the last thing I expected you to say. Yeah, I don't know what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't the fuck that. So because oh, the big sword. Remember what the, I so? Yeah, okay. Swinging around the the great sword yeah. in Monster Hunter with Monster Hunter in Marvel Infinite is a unique, incredibly fun experience. And uh, this is not the same thing, but there's moments like it. That I really enjoy. It's got some of that same aftertaste. Yeah, for example, uh, it's a game that has, um, there's close normals and there's far normals. Okay. Right? She has a sweet spot you can stand in where if you land her heavy, she swings the, like, if you land it from far, she swings the blade and it fucking cuts you open. Yeah. Up close, same thing, going the other way. Right. If you stand in the sweet spot, she lands it in you and then cleaves it back. For like extra damage and it's yeah. brutal, right? So it's kind of an, an encouraging you to play in this range, this kind is of very specific range. Yes, right. Uh, I like that heft. I like that he- the, to, to her blade and everything uh, about how she swings it and whatnot. That reminds me of playing Monster mm-hmm. Hunter, um, and not to mention people walking by going like, "That looks like a Monster Hunter character." A little bit often, and I'm like, "Yeah, kind of, definitely, right?" Especially her wind pose where she stomps the ground and a barrel. 
of fucking booze lands on her shoulder. Oh, wow. Okay. She punches it open and chugs it, you know, and then fucking does the full mouth wipe. Like, ah, you're like, oh, marry me now. She's amazing. Um, so uh, uh, she's got um, the big fucking wind-up punch that you've seen, mm-hmm. right? Which no one has really seen or been paying much attention to. Is she's also got, without, with her sword, the ability to turn it into a hammer. And then charge that shit. I didn't know that at all. And crawl forward with it very slowly. That's literally Monster Hunter. After about three to four seconds, the hammer becomes an armored, overhead, unblockable, full ground uh, uh, hurt box that does about 60 to 70% of your life. What? Don't let her do it. That seems stupid. Also, the... Weaker versions of the swing, uh, if I let it go earlier, knock projectiles back at you. So if you decide you're just going to zone at me, I'll just swing the hammer and knock the projectiles back. Right? So if you want to zone, but you have a character that's not full screen zoning, don't let me sit here and do this because you're not going to win the round. Oh, that's crazy. Right? And if I. stupid. Oh, also, after you take that. 60% 60% damage from the unblockable hammer that yeah. has a hit of armor that hits the whole fucking bottom of the screen, uh, you wake up staggered. So you just die. So you're open to another hit. Okay. Which can be a super, an Isen. Or just a hard hit. Or a hard C. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the round okay. if you eat it. Straight the fuck Does out. everybody have some kind of fucking stupid bullshit a like that? A lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people do. Um, just but, don't let him do it. But Darley's is... You see, the thing is her with hers is, though, it's a very much... D- don't let him do it. If you know, then you know. Yeah. You know? If you're caught sleeping, motherfuckers are going to be crying online in this game oh, hard on day one. I'm so excited. Hard. Right? And one of the funnest things I learned last night, one of the last things I discovered about that is it's hard to use it in certain matchups where they know you're going to do it and they just don't let you. So right. you can't really actually... It's not practical in the same way that the sword punch is the, the punch is not super right. practical either it's for certain situations where you you can fucking try some gimmicky shit right yeah but if you flip their weapon out of their hands and then go stand on it and charge that hammer what the fuck you gonna do <laughs> this is mine now <laughs> because you have to come get your sword yeah so i'm th- and i'm like this is what the move is for the move is for you when you disarm somebody at me. and you go stand on their sword and go let's play fucker Let's fucking play. It's it's so much fun. So much fun. That game sounds cool. Yeah, pick it up. Absolutely. If you... Now, here's the thing about it is that, like, it has complex inputs. It's not doing the shortcut button input thing. Yeah. Um. So, to do supers, you're doing SNK motions. Oh, yes. Right? Uh... There is... That does exist, and that has always existed in Samurai Shutout. Yeah. Uh... You can still just use buttons to play the game yeah. and do well do and fine. do, a f- do yeah. fine yeah. as long as you know how to use the systems that the game has. Now, I have know? a question that you may not be able to answer because the game is not out. But have you tried to play an online match of any kind? Yeah. So I don't. I was. I was told not to try online. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think the network was up yet. Okay. Uh, they seem to have confidence in their system this time around. We don't have a confirmation whether or not it's going to be rollback. Okay. We don't know. We're, pro- think, we're, we're all crossing our fingers. I don't know if... Praying for rollback. Because there's like rollback benefits and rollback 
you know, downsides. And this, like, the biggest rollback problem is when it rolls back and you see it. In a game like this, I can see moments where it rolls back and you see it to be, like, outrageous. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the life bar reveals itself. Like, I won. Yeah. Um... We know that, but of all the evils of netcode, rollback is the preferred. Yeah. Right. Uh, we know that they gave, I believe, Code Mystics 5 special, and they put rollback into that. So we'll see if they do it in this. Hmm. But this is SNK internal developing, so yeah. we don't know for sure. Anyway, Samurai Showdown, feeling great. Seems like it's going to be a banger. Refuses. To spell their own title correctly. After all this time, it's the world who's wrong. The, the world is stupid for putting a W in there. And it's easier for branding and marketing purposes. Yeah, because... Except for the part where people, for like, assume that it has a W in it. Yeah, because why would it not? So. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be at Evo. And uh, I don't know how long it's going to last. I hope it sticks around. It would be great to see SNK have a second branch, yep. you know, game here. Uh, it's certainly strong enough as a, of, a, of a contender to mm -hmm. stick around. It's just, will it be like Sam's show and kind of like alt be the, the new thing that fades into relative obscurity? I feel that the, the type of game that it is with how hard and how mean it is will do well in the viewing era. Mm -hmm. Because every match is... Uh, like one millisecond away from a huge upset. Mm -hmm. All, but also in this time of uh, somewhat exodus mm. from some of the bigger titles. Yes. Uh, and where Unist is getting its proper play. Yes. Uh, I think that we're going to get some people that are like, yeah, I'm going to stick around with this game. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not getting too deterred by it. And I'm like, I think the willingness to learn how to walk back and walk forward, and then when the time is right, press a button, mm -hmm. is higher than it is to learn a touch of death in Marvel or Dragon Ball. I prefer it, honestly. Yeah, a lot of people do. I prefer neutral, more of a big old combo. It's hyper-neutral, but it's still neutral. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, but like, I'm just... Anyone who plays those games that hears you say they have no neutral will be like, that fucker doesn't know what he's talking about. But... It, it, what it is neutral is, lasts for a millisecond. Yeah, it, it, you know exactly what I mean, guys. Come on, and it is um, it is really just deep down in your soul, deep deep down, what choice are you going to make at Splatfest? You know, do you embrace chaos or do you embrace order? What do you prefer? I'm literally someone who enjoys both at their peak, taken to the extremes. Yeah, you don't want that middle of the road shit. You want fucking. G give me that stupid shit. We're playing a three-on-three -three with touch of deaths, then so fucking be it. I want to get mixed up in the dumbest way possible. You know, I want to see that Virgil sword, sw like, like round trip coming back as you teleport behind me, but the fucking doom rocks are coming. Yeah. And then you, and then you, Blah. you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, you just can't possibly, yeah, that, I yeah. got blown up by that. I want, I want to see that incoming mix up and go, ooh, when it hits me. When I want to play Chaos. Simultaneously, I don't know. He's moving a little closer. I'm, he might hit a button. I don't want him to hit a button. Should I hit a button? I don't know. I'm not going to hit a button. There's some high-level <laughs> Samurai Showdown uh, that consists of two players holding down back and staring at each other. I have a question for you. There's this old Akuma match in Third Strike that I remember we all watched back in the day. 
that we were all it was so goofy because the thing was Akuma versus Yurian and they were just wiggling back and forth and crouching for like 20 25 seconds and I'm like this is a good match <laughs> right yeah yeah I, that 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 Honda this game Honda is that Honda Honda stare down right that and for people that don't know I'm not gonna bother to explain it's weird but just like there's a lot to be said about a game that can be exciting while actually nothing is happening. Yes. But actually a lot is happening. But actually nothing. Two samurais <laughs> drawn blades are staring at each other and circling the exact distance. And then someone goes for it. And then the other knew that he was going for it. And then he gets parried. Yeah. And that parry gets opened up. And then the guy who got the parry is like, haha, I got you. And he's coming in for the punish. But you can cancel your deflect state into a special if you feel like taking the risk. So you do an uppercut and blow up the punish. So I know that you know so, that I know. All oh, right. Oh, okay. People are going to get mad. It's going to be a rage quit fest. But and I can't wait. But the thing is about a game like this is that. You'll on, die before you get a chance the to third, reach oh, yeah, the, on the third round. There's no time to rage quit. You can't reach the Ethernet cable. You're already you dead. died. Remember the greatest Hokutono Ken match ever? Yeah, that. Yeah, right. We both on the third <laughs> round. If we haven't used our pow yet, our our rage explosions. You better fucking believe I'm gonna use it. At, you know, because what is there to lose but the entire game? And then we both pop it, and now we're both staring at each other. Waiting no, for no, someone no, to you, breathe. No, you do something. You know? No, you, you do it. God damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... There's going to be sequences where... Like, I like. there's so many to go into. But there's moments of like... Haha, I got this round. What the fuck are you going to do? Oh shit, you did the thing I never thought you would do. Now what do we do? And the answer is stare. And slowly figure out like... Uh, can I maybe bait you? Can I put a foot out? And ah, uh, you know, like there's these just tense moments of like I never, like I didn't think. I, but I, basically, if we both make a single mistake here, the game is gone. Yeah, and it's just the most focused and intense. You're staring at everything on the screen. Also, by the way, when you do the rage explosion, the timer stops going down. Yeah. So there was a match that I won. That was on zero, and the guy who was losing popped it and said the match ain't over yet <laughs> and the timer's on zero and you're like oh fuck and you still have to keep your keep it going because it ain't over till it's actually over i'm waiting i'm waiting for the moment that is the equivalent of he did a wake-up super but he knew i would block it wait who does two supers in a row that's crazy i can't believe i got hit by the second one because who would ever do something so uh, stupid yeah 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 the clock is not the end. Yeah. You know? Anyway, Samurai Showdown is fantastic. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. But if you would like to see more of Samurai Showdown of Wonderful 101, which just finished I this week. very much like what you did with the parts. What are you talking about? I don't understand. I very much like what you did with the parts. Hey, we played the Wonderful 101, and it just so happens... It just so happened. ...that the final episode is episode 101. How that's the crazy. fuck that's, could that have been that's called? That's bananas. I didn't think that game was that long. Dude, we did it. We actually got to 101 episodes. <laughs> it was crazy. 
What a finale. You're such a jackass. So, uh, <laughs> that's, in, that's going down. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be starting new things as well at over on Wooly Versus. That's on Twitch and on YouTube. And, uh, I guess I'll announce here too as well that, uh, I'm going to be changing the channel format around and trying some stuff out. You're talking about the YouTube channel or the Twitch channel? The YouTube channel. Okay. So I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently. I'm going to, tr- I'm going to try less shirts. <laughs> well, I mean, we're RTX is coming. Don't oh, worry yeah. about that. No, I meant like, like more nipples. Oh, in general. <laughs> well, no promises there, but my tattoo is coming along. Okay. Um, no, I'm gonna. Tr- what I'm gonna try doing is um, I'm gonna focus on one core LP, and we're gonna take a. I'm gonna do a lot more looks at quick uh, uh, one offs. That makes sense, right? I'm gonna check out a lot I, more games. I ended up doing something similar to that on my stream, where it's just like trying to do multiple at once. Ended up with everything taking forever. Yes, because like it, at some point, it kind of like. Dawned on me that's like, look, I want to get through a lot of games and experience them and see what they're about. And like the LP experience for me is really fun because I get to finally figure out what the big hubbub was Mm. with this thing. Right. But in a situation like now where I'm like, okay, fucking Cadence of Hyrule, Judgment, Bloodstained, all just dropped and more things are coming. And this is going to be a pace of like... I was like, there's nothing coming out in July. Somebody helped me figure out what games to stream. And they're like, did you forget that Mario Maker comes out? I'm like, I sure did. It's going to be fucking stupid, right? Like, so I'm just kind of looking at this. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of games I want to play here that I'm not going to get to do justice yeah. if I do things the way I'm doing them. So we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to try doing things in a different way and seeing how that works. Because at the very least... I'll get a chance to play more shit that I'm missing yeah. as it comes out frequently and as we get into fucking crazy town of like release schedules. Mm-hmm. Um also like I want to have more fun playing shit that I probably, you know, want to take a crack at. Like I want to take a crack at Judgment. I want to take a crack at it and see how it goes. Yeah, and then uh, and the then, no frills, the no frills then, safe intro. And then for your then for your personal you'll be like, "Oh man, this one really hooked me." And then you'll you'll dedicate time to that. So that's the second part of it that I was thinking of. I didn't necessarily lock it in there, but the idea being that like, "Hey, if one of these things that I take a look at feels really good, yeah. maybe I'll start doing some more of that because mm-hmm. it felt really good. Yeah. You know? I've actually, I'm now, right now, I'm in the weird opposite of what you're doing in which I'm like, Bloodstain and Judgment, fuck y'all. That's for me. All me. All for Pat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because on the flip side, I'm giving them Shadowbringers, which I would normally just disappear into a dank cave and do myself. You guys get this one. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can't all be for you! Mm-hmm. Some for me, some for Wooly. Well, I think I said it out there, but, <laughs> you know, one for you, one for them, one for us. Yeah. That's how it go. Uh, yeah, but that's over on Wooly Versus, and uh, check it out for more of that fun shit. All right, let's get into the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see what happens when you tell people about stuff before when you uh-huh. tell people about stuff before yeah the hunter hunter said when are we gonna get the hunter hunter you're gonna get the hunter hunter when the hunter hunter ready to go is it uh, like an editing when they're ready to when they're ready to go and ready to go but this is usually why Did you just schedule it four months ahead of time i just this is why i do the i record and then we shh, and then suddenly out of nowhere oh fuck 
Uh-huh. Because you never saw it coming. But now that you know it's coming, it's just, where is it, though? Don't worry. When the time comes, it's fine. Did you lose the files? I lost the files. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to fake it and recreate them with a photo of John. Hey. News. Photo on a stick? Like. A photo on a potato. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, news. What's up? Hey. What's new this week? Well, apparently, uh, this has gone from rumor to being slightly more credible because of multiple sources. I like that. But it seems like Diablo 4 has been shown to Blizzard employees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking pretty certain now that one of those multiple Diablo projects mentioned by developer Blizzard uh, last year is on the way. Following recent reports that devs were being moved off of StarCraft FPS to work on Diablo 4, the studio is now... Cut up- that. Everything about what you're saying yeah. now is all bummers. Yeah. <laughs> like The studio has now put up two new job adverts for a Diablo title, lead character artist and lead concept artist. Uh, it also seems that the game already <laughs> exists, at least in part, as it's been shown to Blizzard employees. That was like the same article like a few weeks ago that was like, by the way, there's an Overwatch 2 coming, and it, everyone reacted with fuck off. The idea that Overwatch 2 is coming makes sense when you consider that they put the forge in the game. Yeah. Or the or whatever, the workshop. Because it's like, all right, here's the final update. Make whatever you want. Yeah. Bye. It doesn't make sense in terms of fuck off. Sure, but I believe it. That's bullshit, but I believe it. Yeah. Um Yeah, and the idea that, hey, uh, there's a uh you know, the funniest thing about There's Diablo- a StarCraft FPS that got that got canned. StarCraft side projects are destined to all die. I think this is the fourth one mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just die. And some of them looked pretty good. So I also though recently so so not to go back to it, but I this reminds me of the fucking uh I had a violent day last week, uh-huh. and that was the day in which we completed the third birthday. Oh yeah, and uh, how'd that go? Yeah, I don't actually know. I'm asking genuinely. I don't know how did that go. I needed to lie down. Oh, that bad, huh? The record. We we hit the stop button, and I wasn't done yelling. It hurt my voice for a while. I feel really happy that as somebody who played PE1 back when it came out and really loved that game, that I just stopped playing that series and just kept that in my mind as that great game that I played. And then we did the LP of 2, and that's a pretty good game, but it's not quite as good. But I looked at Third Birthday, and I always went, nah, nah, uh, 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 and never even... I don't even know what you're even talking about. The, the, the actual worst it's ever been. Uh-huh. The actual worst it's ever been. It's never been worse. This is this is it. You took it. You found a way. You found a way. You did it. You broke me. You did it. The worst it's ever been. It's great. What I like to think of when I hear canceled StarCraft FPS title is... At least it won't be that. They, were, they had one of those. They had a third birthday on their hands, and they went, you know what? How about we keep StarCraft in the RTS bubble it's in that it is yeah. right now? Um, you know what's really funny to me about Diablo 4? I remember back when Diablo Immortal shit was going down and all that fucking jokes about, hey, everybody, don't you like... And everyone, no, you know. Apparently Diablo 4 was in development at that point as well. 
and it was decided to not talk about it instead of favoring Diablo Immortal. And that decision, I feel like, is just... Hey, you own a phone, don't you? Well, I have to if I want to get into BlizzCon now. <laughs> um, It's just like... Play Path of Exile. <laughs> just, just play Path of Exile instead. Are you saying that your hopes and excitement for Diablo 4 are currently um, soggy? Do you remember the email we got in one of the very first podcasts about trusting companies? And how... The three Bs. The three Bs. And how they'll never let us down. Bioware, Bethesda, and Blizzard. Do you remember how I want to... Oh God, what year was that? 2015? Must have been 14. And how we all laughed ourselves stupid then? Before 76? And before andromeda and anthem blizzards there too now like it they like they were on a downward slope at the time but like every single thing i have heard about world of warcraft for five years is the game is now worse than it's ever been now it's now it's even worse now it's even more terrible right Everything I hear about StarCraft is that it was not another brood war. And so, uh, Overwatch's league shit is so embarrassing. And then the immortal stuff, and it's just like, who even cares? Who even gives a single shit? Um, I do it, I do definitely admit that like when i see a new announcement for a new Blizz- a new overwatch character i kind of go ooh yeah that's a cool design that's uh, can't wait to see their model ripped into a cool animated short hot french medic man yeah shoots you with the with the medic gun yeah and then he saves you mhm okay yeah yeah uh <coughs> Once upon a time, everyone that I was at summer camp with spoke exclusively about Diablo. It, like, now, you probably weren't allowed to play it because of the devil, right? I certainly wasn't. Now, are you talking D1 or D2? I think it was D2. Because D2 was like a fucking... My friend... Who cares? Why aren't you playing D2 right now? My friend brought me the booklet with the art in it. And gave it to me, and I just borrowed the booklet and stared at the character art. Yeah, and that's because it was I, cool. That's all I got. Diablo 2 was the shit, and it was more the shit <laughs> than any game of its own era. It was the best. It is like the template for the whole genre that we have now, and that game still kicks ass now. Could there not be a trailer that releases that reaches back to all of that and ignores all of this no and hell no why not because the games that continue d2's legacy already exist and these aren't it's the games that are from the other companies from the people yeah yeah or or done but inspired of like Pillar, pillars divinity etc no god is that wrong you fucking bitch i'm sorry you fucking bitch i don't know i don't know <laughs> every time i don't oh my god if the camera is in the place and it looks like the click, you you move the mouse, you click, you click the sword, man. 
You kill the Are devil. Are you doing it on purpose? You kill the devil. Are you doing it on purpose? Does it take 60 hours to kill the devil? Borderlands and Path of Exile and loot games. Loot games, Wooly, not RPGs. <laughs> this <laughs> This is Rocket Knight Adventures. Blame my parents. This is Rocket Knight Adventures slash Sparkster all over again. Blame and, No, but Yeah. Because the Blame the church. Do you remember when Diablo 3 got first shown and there was a weird backlash that the game was too colorful? Oh yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So that got memed out and kind of like mocked, but there was a core of it that mattered, and that was Diablo 1 and 2 are filthy, slimy, dirty looking. Like, they're grimy and shitty and sad. You know, like, awful. And Diablo 3, the way the character proportions looked and the way shoulder pads were real big. It was a little Gauntlet Legends. It was a little World of Warcraft. It looked more like that. And what people didn't know until the game came out was that it wasn't just the game's look. It was also the game's feel. It was also the fact that despite not coming out on consoles for like two extra years, the game's interface and all of the way the skills worked was clearly built so that they could eventually go on a controller. Right? All these, you know, little things. Mm-hmm. And it built up to like, this isn't really what I wanted. It's still... Diablo 3 is a great game once they fix that auction house shit that I think the guy who headed that up had to leave the company over it um but then you look at something like um christ there's a bunch torchlight path of exile and grim dawn are all more accurate to what people want out of diablo so it's ultimately just we have our answers elsewhere it's fine path of exile is free too and it's huge but but every genre kind of has that yeah. but there's still uh the originator factor right and that's that when you in. then you look at the development team and all that it's like oh everyone that I, whose name i would know who worked at blizzard no longer works at blizzard and everything to do with the way that diablo immortal was pushed gives me zero faith i remember there being a time um that not to say that this is the case here but just i just remember I, i'm remembering when there was a time that uh, Hope and Devil May Cry 5 was lost, not because Ninja Theories existed, but because it was like, oh, yeah, those people are gone. That was so long ago. Yeah. Dante's Awakening is... And then it turns out all those people totally still work there. They were just on Dragon's Dogma. Well, yeah. Um, and, I mean, we knew we knew Itsuno was around. But, yeah. Um, the, the, and then 4 was like fucking a million years ago, and it was just yeah. like... Uh, well, yeah, the window of time to make the proper five that was coming off of four and three is gone. And so it- there's a there's another part to this, which I honestly feel is almost specific to Blizzard. Blizzard games take fucking forever to come out. Yep. Their release date shit has always been a joke. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. But... You buy a game with that Blizzard logo on it, get best game you're going to play this year. That hasn't been true since fucking StarCraft 2 came out. Like a decade ago. Like Diablo 3 on release sucked. Even then, I still don't know how people feel about StarCraft 2 because the last thing I remember hearing is people went back to 1. Yeah. So I don't know. 1 has a much more built-up competitive scene and 
two just it, you can't you can't catch lightning in a bottle again. And also, everything story related with two is the worst. It's the fucking worst. They, by the way, the same things that I'm talking about uh, Diablo here, where it became more colorful and more fantasy. Yeah. That also happened to StarCraft. No playable Zelnaga. Where, huh? where, where, what the fuck is that? <laughs> where magic starts to come into StarCraft and story threads just start to it. <sighs> it's a fucking mess. I have zero faith in anything Blizzard puts out anymore. And it bums me out. They're running into this weird problem with World of Warcraft that, like, th- they've run out of things that are from the games that people cared about back in the day to mine for shit. Well, that's the nature of this business. Yeah, but, like, the long-term MMO, it's like, look at all the characters that you love from Warcraft. There aren't any more. <laughs> they're all either all dead or gone or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So. D four is coming, I guess. Yep, pretty much hard confirmed. Uh, we, yeah, it was a pretty quiet news week in general. Yeah, you, you know that that. But um, for anyone who uh wants to touch it, I love when I look down and I see that's not true. Followed immediately by Pat knows what he's talking about. Like right next to each other. I'm like, yeah, that's right. It's awesome. By the <sighs> way, if anyone makes a Japanese PS uh, PSN account, you can grab Sam Show. Right now? Uh, yeah, there's a demo with... Uh, oh, cool. Uh, I want to say like five or six characters in it with training mode and versus mode and tutorial mode. So Really? Yeah. That's a lot. You can grab that. Um, available until July 7th. Mm-hmm. But... Japanese demo. How much Randy news do we got this week? Mm-hmm. We either have one or two Randy newses. Oh, I didn't. No. You see the clip Mom uh, posted from the Giant Bombcast? Yeah. Talking about the fucking DLC mission? Sure. Which has a personal attack on Claptrap's voice yeah, actor in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. That Holy did happen. Shit. No, you're not. No, not the other one. I'm not going to claim anything that may or may not be faked if I don't know for sure. But the the I I heard about the I heard only thing I heard about was claptrap. Okay, and I saw the clip, and it's like, yeah, so claptrap has basically been given a really petty fucking. I want it's uh, so like, fucking like, targeted and it, yeah, shitty. It's very like, wow, really? We're throwing it in the game. We're throwing our beef into yeah, the game. I'm throwing my personal beef with the guy who I have alleged to have assaulted. And who I've been lying about on Twitter into the game. And I'm making the new voice actor, like, drag himself through the dirt to shit on the old voice actor. It's fucking gross, man. Not gonna lie. Kind of done with the Randy stories. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm mentally checked out. He's not. It's... Is it gonna take bars... You think that'll stop him? He's a magician. <laughs> what are bars going to do? Um, all Randy has to do is literally nothing because people like Borderlands and people get excited for Borderlands. And every week I go, fuck, do I really have to like Borderlands that much? I'm so grossed out. We should probably explain the story a little bit better. In the new sanction, in the new DLC for the Borderlands 2 that came out to push Borderlands 3, 
there is a quest in which Claptrap denigrates himself, including things as such as, now that I am broke, I will have to go back to my old employer and crawl on my hands and knees and beg for a job in what appears to be a very clear, like, essential voice acting diss track on Dave Eddings, the former voice of Claptrap, who left the company under poor terms with Randy, who alleges that he assaulted him, alleges that Randy stole a bunch of money, which, oh, hey, look, there's more news about that somewhere, uh, and that um, he basically just wanted to get paid for his voice acting roles since he doesn't work at the company, and that's why Claptrap got replaced. You know, it always goes well when you use the new talent to show on the old talent and and just full on <laughs> straight up take again, take real world shit and put it in. Oh, yeah, it. it's great. Yeah. Yeah. With one exception. What's that? Chef in South Park. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chef in South Park was voiced by Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Uh, who. Uh, was a member of one Church of Scientology. Oh, oh, ah, ah, mm-hmm. okay. Hence, oh, that, oh, wow, an okay. episode about the Super Adventure Club, <laughs> uh, it, which followed the same uh, um, <laughs> storytelling devices as yeah. this is what the Super Adventure Club actually believes. Uh-huh. As horrible things were flashed on the screen, yeah, and uh, Chef stopped being on South Park. Oh, is that why Chef went away? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so. All right. There's one exception there's out one. there. All right, and that's that's South Park. But yes, but this actually makes me like kind of worried. Is like, is are we gonna run into like quests in Borderlands Three in which? You have to get back a USB drive from the uh, the, the medieval times, and oh, it was actually just cooking recipes on it. Well, Nothing no, that illegal. would be that would be whatever game Eddings worked on next. Okay, but you know what I mean, right? Are we mm-hmm. gonna get weird personal attack side quests? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If we started to get a little bit more hip hop in the game industry, yeah, I would turn 180 hard on this story. But it's not hip hop, and double down on but it. But it's not hip hop. If we started getting diss tracks in our games as shots were shot. Yeah, but but it's not. Yeah. It's just not. What happened to Sega does what Nintendo don't? What happened to Clay Fighters rule the streets? Sega fucking almost went bankrupt. That's what happened. (laughs) Right? Ryu and and Chun-Li's bodies in a dumpster. What happened to those days? Johnny Cage made the switch to Bloodstorm. Johnny Cage fucking lost his job over he that. Sure did. I uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see how petty it can get. But um I'm I'm checking out on Randy until further, until next until week. further notice. Don't worry. Until further notice. There'll be more. Yeah. Speaking of more, mm-hmm. uh fun timing on this one. Yeah. But Platinum says it's glad it did a lot of intel gathering on a wonderful 101 port for the switch really yeah so apropos of nothing <laughs> nothing at all cuz who the fuck is talking about wonderful 101 why all this noise about wonderful 101 now no actually though that game bombed harder than any game i can think of well we that, have, we that's have, a real game. We have no reason for people to start talking about Wonderful 101 at this particular moment, uh-huh. much less for Platinum to come out and talk about it. Yeah. But they did. And what they said was <laughs> uh that 
it's something that we hold near and dear to our hearts. We've talked a lot about different to different people about what it would mean to get a port done. And we've done a lot of intel gathering. And the only thing I can say right now is that I'm glad we did. Uh, we uh-huh. talked to a lot of different people about a port. I find that the Wii U gets sadder. Like, you know, the Wii U sitting behind the fucking rain-stained glass looking out the window at its friends. Like, or no, looking inside at its friends is sadder every year. Like, as, like, it becomes a a business plan. Like Riku staring from the outside at the warm home. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it becomes a business plan for companies to save their games from the Wii U. And put them on something that people can buy them on. It's an island, and 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 you're 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 slowly ferrying people to shore, to a real lo- to a real location oh, yeah. that has shops and platinum themselves have done a lot of self deprecation on Wonderful One Hundred One, literally saying things like it only sold thirteen copies, <laughs> like you know, <clears throat> um, they know. The and Mario Maker stuff is the one that I'm like, like in my in my mind, I'm like, oh, Mario Maker's finally coming out. Yeah, like Mario Mario Maker One is yeah, finally right. coming out for yeah. real. Yeah, because it's on something that people can play. <sighs> um, yeah, I, I I always just get that like, is it? But is it just? Was it just the console? Was yes. it not also? Well, no, it was also platinum. It was the part platinum, and it was the marketing, and it was the fucking like. There was no word out about the game except for a code that got slipped into some copies. Very, very bluntly, it's all of those things. But in a in a situation where maybe Wonderful One Hundred One could have sold three hundred thousand copies on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and PS Three, right? Yeah. Because the install base for the Wii U was one twentieth of that, it sold one twentieth of that. I mean, better games have sold less. Is that real? Is that a is that true? Have they? Is has anything better than Wonderful One Hundred One sold worse than Wonderful One Hundred One? It's the actual. It, no. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna. Look. I don't think so. It sold five thousand copies in its first week in Japan. It's actually the. It's Okami had. Uh, I want to say eighty thousand. Yeah, and like, that was a massive fuck bomb. At like like eighty thousand launch window or yeah. lifetime or whatever. Um, the only one that comes close that I'm seeing is God Hand. God Hand's a fucking bomb. It was, but Wonderful 101 is more. Yes, you're right. Yeah, okay. Nothing better than Wonderful 101 has sold worse. That statement was immediately a lie. But the fact (laughs) that you said it and it was a lie let you realize the truth. Immediately, immediately a lie. That Wonderful 101 is the saddest. No one's going to beat it. No one's going to beat it. That's the top of the mountain right there. That's the best game that has sold the worst of all time. Because there's games that bombed, right? And there's like a couple about halfway up the mountain... And then there's, like, at the bottom of the mountain, there's, like, lawbreakers and shit, right? But at the top there, shining and beautiful is Wonderful 101. Titanfall, which was fine. Well, that still but... did fine. Yeah, uh, one. Yeah, totally did fine. It's like a million. It was, it was not great based on the, the, um, 
the fact that it was exclusive for yeah totally that but while. It's, it's it did fine it, it, it came, we're talking orders of magnitude sure, difference sure, yeah, yeah 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 okay okay you have to remember how big of a loser one over one one really was <sighs> wooly we still run into people consistently that don't even know that game exists yes at all yes yeah, <laughs> the thought of him getting of Wonder Red getting into Smash is kind of a joke. Come to think of, yeah, it. we always thought, oh, it's a Wii U game. Well, of course, it's like, what are we fucking stupid? What were we stupid? Think of that a fucking joke. Yeah, just because we were in a bubble of everyone that knew it and thus cared that much. Yeah, everyone in our circle had a Wii U. Yeah, because everyone in our circle were idiots. Yeah, including ourselves. Well, uh, we look forward to new news. As uh, we move forward, and as Bayonetta I'm looking th- down to see people going, what game are you guys even talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Bayon- Bayonetta three is on the way and apparently doing well. I'm glad. So, you know, yeah, we look forward to more news on this. I want her to call her son Akira on the phone and be like, "You do good at school with your personas." She's not gonna call him Akira. Whatever. She's just going to say love. No, she's going to say, okay, love, now quit being such a joker. Ah, all right, move on. You see that Get thing? Get me away from this joke. You see that thing about uh, the, the trophy for K. Rule saying that him and Donkey Kong could have been the best of friends? Okay. If only he had a change of heart. So, yeah. So, it's, it's, the, it's, the, doc, it's the fucking uh, bio of K. Rule in Smash that says... He could have been Donkey Kong's most trustworthy animal friend, but who could say now, if only he could have a change of heart. Yeah. And then in the Joker trailer, near the end, Joker steals King K. Rool's crown. Yes. And then in the Banjo trailer, King K. Rool is just chilling with Diddy and Donkey Kong in their house. Hanging out. Hanging out. Waiting. Waiting. Being pals. For their rare buddy to show up. It's like, thanks, Joker. Literally stole K. Rule's heart from so his palace. So here's, here's the part that needs to happen. There will eventually be another Donkey Kong uh, country game. If K. Rule is a playable character and they don't explain it, mm. then this is now like <laughs> double canon. Right? You literally change the franchise through Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Cool move, Joker. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lore. Smash lore. Getting way inside. That's about I, as meta as it gets. I thought it ended with, with the, the toy box and, and Master Hand and Taboo yeah. rep- representing a kid and his parents. Yeah, Taboo's your dad from the Lego movie. Turns out fucking Joker's actually upsetting the Nintendo world. Um. Oh, you see that uh, fucking... Soul Calibur is canon in yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's another short short story, but um, it, it's basically just a, a, a conversation with Spawn and uh, Scorpion, right? And the dialogue is uh, Spawn says to Scorpion, "So you've been to other realms." And Scorpion says, yes, and each one carries its own injustice. Yeah. And, and Spawn says, I guess that's why my soul still burns. Well, okay. <laughs> there we go. He went. There we go. He, it happened. He actually did it. That means Scorpion hung out with Link one time. It's all in. It's, it's all, all real. in. It's all confirmed. 2B shares a world with Kratos. Oh, that means 
because Nier's going to be in 14, and then that, just, ah, fuck it. I'm not doing the chart again. I'm not, like, they're, they're all connected. Video games are a, a, a common universe. They're all just different planets. Prove me wrong. Shut up. Quote from Cave Story. Portals. Hanging out with Jin Kazama. Why, seriously? Why not? Just straight up? Why not? Oh, okay. No, what's the quote? No, quote from Cave Story. That's the name of the character. Okay, see, that was confusing. Because I don't know Cave Story. Okay, well, Cave Story (laughs) has a main character named Quote. Okay. He's the gun guy with the hat. He's the gun hat man. The gun hat man. Okay. And he's in Blade Strangers with Shovel Knight. Yeah. Who knows Dracula? Who knows everybody? (laughs) Yeah. Quite frankly, I saw I saw some. Stu- and then Shovel Knight has fucking Kratos. So then you go Kratos into every other game yeah. that has Kratos in it. I, I remember. Then- I remember. There's some goofy meme of just like indie game exists, and just the next shot is Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight. busting through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I lo- Shovel Knight is Zubazing harder than Zubaz. Yeah. Right? Well, because he's a real character. And has more, like, momentum and, like, a real yeah. game. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like, they 100% took <laughs> the spirit of the Baz that we got in there and took that to the character Shovel Knight. Put him and in went everything. Fuck. Everything. Fucking. Also, he gets super huge and ripped in all of his crossovers. Striking the earth, busting through the ground. In in Blade Strangers, he has a deep voice. Have you seen him in uh, Bloodstained? Uh, I've seen him in Bloodstained. He's huge, big, beefy, fucking nightman, <laughs> Tarkus Shovel Knight. Um, hell yeah, absolutely. You saw him in 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 Rivals of Aether. Looks amazing there. Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's fucking great in everything. Keep it going. Love you, Shovel Knight. Keep it going. Just uh uh, uh wild um um God the the in- indivisible yeah uh which apparently is going to launch sooner than expected September right something like that we'll see. Um. <laughs> okay, so. Uh. Yeah. So this. What do you got? Well, uh, Bond Twenty Five is the name of the next Bond movie. Yeah. Um, and, until it gets a real name. Until it gets a real name. And the director insists. This this is the story. The director of Bond 25 insists he's not holding up production to play Red Dead Redemption 2. He promises. Okay? He swears that he's not spending his time playing Red Dead Redemption 2 instead of working on the movie. Carrie Jojin, Joji uh, Fukunaga uh, apparently has not been turning up to work often, to work often and crew on the set's think that he's always late and apparently not getting the job done because he's too busy playing fucking well, like, RDR. I, now, I need your help because there's <laughs> I need we need to define what this type of statement is. It's a statement that by you saying it automatically makes me believe the opposite. Right? So what is that? Here's I, I What fi- is that called? I figured it out. It's the thing where like the story comes out out of nowhere. Nowhere. Right? Who's talking to you? No one. <laughs> but the details are so specific as to what 
and how the time is being wasted. Yeah. Right? If Mura was just busy playing games, you'd be like, oh, fuck off. Maybe that's just someone yeah. being me. But him coming out and saying, I am not not writing Berserk because of Idolmaster. Specifically Idolmaster. You're like, you <laughs> fucking bitch. When you know, like, when you know the exact activity that George R. R. Martin is, is up to, not doing, that he's not up to, <laughs> it becomes so much more real. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What is, what is this? I don't know. Because it's a type of statement. <laughs> we see it all the time. Like, 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 specific, tar- like, targeted denial? I, mm, maybe? Because it's like, like, sir, are you driving all right? I definitely didn't drink a 40 before getting in this car. <laughs> like, what? Are you all right? What? Like... targeted unprompted denial because the core of it is that no one's talking about the thing that you're denying like details that you never would have questioned yeah that you now have forcing the image to be realer in your head it's it's like the equivalent of like oh man i'm really embarrassed somebody saw like my creepy porn tabs, and then the person you're talking about, because that would never happen to me. I definitely don't have a giraffe pornography section <laughs> on my computer. You're just I, like, what? It couldn't possibly Who, occur. What? Yeah. Why are you? Yeah. Um, it's like denial without I, accusation. Like, I love the discovery of the story alongside the specific title. Yeah, it's the exact title. I, if, the only thing we're missing is a platform. Yeah. You know? Like, god damn, do I fucking love that. It's it's like... You, like, I'll go downstairs in my house. I'm like, hey, sweetie. Hey, Paige, how you doing? She's like, not looking at skeletons. Yep. And I go, what? Yep. Are Hey, definitely not looking at skeletons. <laughs> That's surprise mechanics right there. That's what that did is. The, did the story of what happened to her phone get back to you with that? No. She was hanging out with a friend of a new friend of hers, and she's like, "Oh, can you take a photo of me in front of this thing?" So she takes a photo of the of her new friend, and then her friend's like, "Oh, cool! Can I see the the photo on your phone?" And Paige hands her her phone, and she takes her thumb and just scrolls once and goes, "What's up with all these skeletons on your phone? What?" Why is your film reel nothing but skeleton? <laughs> oh no! Now <laughs> you state that question in a humorous manner, as if I'm supposed to know the answer to that question, as if I don't share that question myself. The, the answer is is Peach has a problem. Okay. Well. I mean, it's a bit. It's a really funny bit. It's a bit. It's a really funny, internally it's consistent bit. bit that never goes away. When a new dating sim comes out starring a skeleton, and that gets oh, you saw that blown the fuck up. You that's, saw that? That's just a bit. <laughs> totally just a bit. Funny jokes on the internet. Totally not playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Definitely not. Absolutely not. spending not. time with I the horse. I would never blow off for... George Broussard had one of those. Definitely not wasting my time playing World of Warcraft instead of working on Duke Nukem Forever. Absolutely. And then people are like, what are you ta- who's even talking about World of Warcraft? 
absolutely not spending time with the horse and 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 running from bears. Don't do it. Absolutely not. What is even a red dead red red dad redact it? What I what do you even talk? I don't even know what video games are. Help. Oh, it's that new one that Two Snacks made. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Why is he putting so much work into this stuff? Why did he make a video game for the video? He created a video game and then filmed himself playing it. To sync up to existing dialogue. For the new two best sisters play. (laughs) What the fuck are you you doing? doing? God. I don't get it. Stop. (laughs) It's too much. It's too much quality. Stop. For like the, the dumbest crap ever. Like just... To have a game where the bear can pull a gun out (laughs) (laughs) and shoot you in a fucking Red Dead quick prompt. Like, oh, man. Which I fucking died at, by the way. Like, the fucking gun pulls, the the bear pulls the gun out. Anyway, fucking two snacks. Um, So, uh, that was happening. Uh... Other little brief stories, not a ton here. I mean, there's okay, so there's a kind of a fun one in which um, there's a guy uh, that created Mario Royale, which is a Mario one. I had a buddy of mine was playing that the other day. It's nuts. Yeah, and this is one of those moments where he's like, "Hold on a second, this sounds like a moment for Wooly's video, maybe." But hey, don't pay attention to me. I'm just a shitty, irrelevant YouTuber. That's correct. My opinions don't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, the, the video was pretty much made on a time limit where the guy is like, Hey guys, you should play this before I get cease and desisted. Cause it's going to happen really fast. And what it is, is, is Mario, uh, as a battle Royale in the sense that you can't interact with other Mario players that are playing Mario one at the same time, but you can interact with the world that you're sharing so that everyone is hitting the same blocks and you're trying to race towards the end of the level at the same time as a hundred other people. This was playable through a, a website. So you could just b- hop there, online. There's a real value to multiplayer that's like a disgusting mess. It's a fucking mess. And you can kill all, all you can kill other Marios using all the obstacles and, and shells and bullshit in the stages and whatnot. It's nonsense. It's fucking nonsense. But that's the whole point. And, uh, yeah, guess what? Obviously, Nintendo's like, hey, stop that. Stop it. And he had the, a couple of tweets where he was like, okay, and then eventually he stopped it. But now you can go play Infringio Royale, which features no Mario content whatsoever, and still can play alongside a hundred other players. Um, everything is different, new colors. That is my favorite title I have ever heard. All the audio is replaced. All the music is gone. And when you die, there's a voice that says, it looks like you've been copy struck. I'm sorry, my friend. That it, this was planned. He totally knew he was going to get C&D and was working on this. This dude's a genius. It's like, I'm about to send out that video. Oh, pull it back. Pull it back. That is. There you go. That's the best. So now everyone can enjoy Infringio Royale 
available now. Legally distinct from anything you might think it might be not distinct from at all. Available now on infernoplus.com slash royale. It's really go. amazing that like Devolver actually beat this indie creator to the punch with like the the whoops can't show that in a christian manga (laughs) the website is pretty funny dmca royale enjoy oh it's dmca royale now infringio royale is the name of the game however uh it appears that things have been updated and who knows what the fuck is going on but anyway um enjoy these original sprites in an original world doing original things completely infringement free it's fucking oh my god it's hilarious yep oh that reminds me in judgment there's a mechanic that gave me a good giggle in terms of legally distinct there's this service you can help donate money to in game to help people and their companies out called quickstarter oh interesting (laughs) and you help unlock moves and abilities through it interesting Uh, yeah. So, uh, one or two last quick stories. One, Dragon Ball Super is, or rather, Dragon Ball Broly, Super Broly is getting a sequel. Broly again. More Broly. Guess what? The way things ended, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. That's no, that's no problem. All right, good. Broly's cool. His power is maximum. And there's even, like, people for him to hang out with. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, 2020, possibly 2021. Seems like it did fucking gangbusters money. Will we be getting the bio? This is the question everyone is asking. No, I don't want it. Okay, well. I don't like bio Broly. He was defeated by children. And Krillin. Um, I guess we could talk about it. Ah, it's not a big deal. Just mention it. Now, when you do this, now I'm like, what, is, what the fuck are you talking about? So it's like Shang Tsung came out for MK11. Yeah. And basically there's an article that was written about how, and it, like the, the whole thing where it's like, there's tournament variations and there's custom variations. Uh-huh. And all the cool moves where Shang Tsung turns into other people are part of his custom variations. Oh, that sucks. But, all, but he can't, not in tournament That sucks ass. It does. So like the official safe version of him to use... Is, is boring. The one that... No, no, no. Well, yeah, is not the one that has oh, all the Shang Tsung stuff. That sucks ass. Yeah, it's a bummer. That is the worst part about the way they do that variation system. Well, it was just a bad decision. Yeah. It was just like the moves you chose to make the ones in the in the tournament variations are the ones that we want to see him... Or rather, the, the, one, the, the ones you, the ones you didn't put in are the ones that we want to see him use because that's all the Shang Tsung stuff. The transforming stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, he basically turns into a bunch of the old ninjas, right? It's fucking cool. He's doing a bunch of, like, yeah, even though he's not turning into the entire roster, he's turning into the old ninjas a bunch, mm-hmm. and he's got, like, Rain and Smoke and Ermac, Ermac shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just, um, they, they, the, they're only in the custom moves, so. You know, whatever. It's, that's it, and, and it's just a discussion surrounding what to do with the tournament variations and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think they could do a bit better. I think when they could do they could do a bit better than what they've done. I understand not wanting to intimidate people by having like three modes to choose, like you did last time. But I, I think it was fine. I yeah. think it was fine having that. 
or if you wanted even more. Because the idea of the custom thing is that now it just gets wild. And yes, the custom customize your own fighter thing online bit seems fun. It's I guess it's just, yes, it's casual fun. But like some people do want to just have one type of character. I thought the variation system was the best of all worlds. Yeah, it you is. got a bunch of goofy shit, and maybe one's really good, and one's really bad. But all the stuff is there, and you don't have to waste too much time. Like like because if you if you like if you're memorizing how to play this character and then it's going to change up in every setup you go to or something yeah it's weird you can't do that right obviously um i do think of chaos codes where uh you pick your character and then it lets you pick two extra moves Mm -hmm. of a list of like three or four yeah and you're like oh that's fast enough sure uh you know why not it's like assists but yes So you just literally just pick your 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 like your your groove or assist type is just like yeah which of these couple moves do you want yeah you know and it was, and it, and it was fine but in this case they kind of went about it like <sighs> the most um com- like like confusing way possible in that it's like you get to customize your outfits and the whole RPG feeling thing mm. for people that don't care about like playing it in a you know, sort of competitive context or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Like, whenever... I don't know. It's like if you were able to play the fucking world tour characters in versus mode. You don't have to fight against... <laughs> these modes don't have to fight against each other. No. They don't have to beat each other's throats. They can share the same thing, yeah. you know? But they chose to not go that way with hey, it. Hey, can you uh, can you carry this for 90 seconds while I use the washroom? I will carry it for 90 seconds while you use the washroom. Okay, maybe 90s generate, like, I don't know, but hey, who knows? Okay. Well... Um, I can, I can talk about a story in which, well, no, you probably want to be around for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see here. There is the next story. There's a story from last week we didn't get around to. And, uh, that is, uh, relating to our upcoming story. And it's the story where Phil Spencer says that Microsoft is thinking of buying a Japanese game studio. Um, now... This is interesting. They have described that uh, I think it would be nice if we found an Asian studio, in particular a Japanese studio. I liked it when we had some first-party capability in Japan. We have a small team there, but I think we can do more. Uh, That being said, our trips to Japan, I love having Fantasy Star on our backstage with Sega, and I thought it was fantastic. Miyazaki-san before Dark Souls, and now having Elden Ring on our stage Japanese creators have shown up more and more. So everyone's kind of going, oh, shit. Are you kind of talking about maybe buying FromSoft? Is that going to actual? is that being implied? Is he just kind of, is it one of those things where it's like a celebrity that wants to date another celebrity that puts it out in the air and just lets everyone kind of like carry the message for them? Or is it actually possible that we're going to be heading for a world where uh, all your favorite FromSoft Miyazaki titles are exclusive to Project Scarlet. I don't know. Have you heard word of this? No. Well, the uh, story from last week was Microsoft, following in Disney's Disney film footsteps, is thinking about acquiring a Japanese studio. And it doesn't say which, but Phil, Phil Spencer... Uh, mentions that boy it was sure fun having dark souls uh miyazaki-san elden ring on our stage that was really cool huh so here's the weird part let's say they snap it up right let's say all right from software is now microsoft microsoft's being so weird now 
that I don't even know if that means that the games won't still come out for other platforms. It's weird. I mean, like, obviously they are losing, but, like, the post-scale-bound situation soured me heavy on, like, whatever would happen with any exclusives. Because you're like, is you buying them just like epic game storing them like are you purchasing them as a death sentence for them i don't know because you just want the you're hoping their their quality will save you from a slow sink did you see there was talk about getting halo on the ps4 no microsoft's doing weird they're doing weird weird things with their properties but here's one thing you know how bloodborne is like a sony thing yeah yeah like do you think a for a souls exclusive to a Xbox console would save that console? No, it's all for the future. Like we're not even talking about PS4 and Xbox One now. No, 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 no. We're talking about yeah. That's why I said Scarlet. Scarlet doesn't need saving. It's not out yet. Okay, but I mean the momentum is Xboxes to uh to it's, it's, sorry it's Sony's to continue. Yeah. Right. You know how every generation there's that. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. So right now. It's all Sony's for the with, taking. With the way Microsoft's doing crossplay, I fully expect the momentum to swing back. You think so? Yes. You think Scarlet's going to come back around? Absolutely. Huh. Because I think they're going to huh. do, hey, buy a game on Scarlet, you own it on PC. And also, you could play Halo anywhere. You know, like, just... You think it, everything oh, is going to automatically be on both? I think... I think Microsoft is going to become I wouldn't have guessed that. a I would, weird I, company where they're both a software developer and a hardware developer. They're doing they are doing weird things in a way that makes them kind of unpredictable and I guess they maybe they don't want to be predictable. Maybe they don't want to have it's so obvious what they're on because they're doing they're talking XCloud, they're talking to Nintendo, they're talking shared a uh, 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 fucking uh, platform uh, space with another letting cup uh, cuphead and it, it, there's all kinds of weird stuff happening. They're VR. opening up a lot of shit that you never thought would open up ever, and you don't know which ones they're putting all their chips into per se. Yeah, but um, I was just, I just was under the assumption I'm like PS5. Guess what? They learned their lesson about fucking with the formula. They're probably just going to play it safe and just make it a PlayStation Five yeah, with backwards compatibility for the four. Cool. Here's your new controller. Here's your more powerful box. I think the single most... And here's a really good version of PSN, probably. I think the single most exciting thing that I can think about about PlayStation 5 is that my PS4 library will just roll right through. And I can pretend the PS4 never existed. The most exciting thing for me would be a redesigned store. It's kind of astonishing how bad every PlayStation store is, isn't it? They've never fixed it. It's so bad. It's gotten more responsive... But it's always been terrible to browse. I, I have searched for things using exact words and not gotten a single result. Yeah. And then found it through the thing and it's like, I spelled it correctly. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I, have a, I have a sneaking suspicion next year's E3 will be very big exciting on the console front. Well, probably, but as for like... Microsoft coming back on this one. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I, I really like a lot that. of the stuff they've done with backwards compatibility. I like the stuff where they're just putting shit everywhere now. I think it's good. It ultimately, I think it's their good guy turn now. It ultimately does come down to though, like who's got the dev kits, who's working on what, mm-hmm. you know. And then at some point, you stop working on one of those two dev kits. Yeah. And then it you just drill goes down the way it on goes, whatever, you know. 
So anyway, um, Spencer was kind of where he was kind of just courting the idea mm-hmm. of maybe perhaps considering letting FromSoft know that he thinks they're cute. They're kind of cute. So ve- it's a very terrace house move. Yeah, it's a very very terrace house kind of move. Yeah, you don't need. I didn't. I don't need an answer right away. I just want to let you know that I think you're kind of cute. I just think I don't love you. I just want to let you know that I like you. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Who's who's on this fucking translation? We get Netflix on the job over here. So it's not Netflix. It's Studio Kara. Sure. It's a whole new era for a whole new time. But hold on, we have we have we're not done yet because Phil Spencer uh, also this week. Um, I mean, it's 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 a it's a minor footnote, but in this story talking about Scarlet, um, the question as to whether or not we're entering what might possibly be quote unquote the last generation because of streaming. Have you heard this discussion? So I really like Skill Up. He's an Australian YouTuber, right? And he got to try out some of the streaming stuff on uh, at E3. Like, you know, play uh, Xbox games on your phone, like, by streaming. It's like, it's really impressive. And he has, he's one of those guys, like, I really do think that this is the future eventually. And I see that sentiment a lot, that streaming is going to be, you know, like, a big deal in the future. Are you people fucking crazy? Are you all out of your fucking minds with whose cables... With what infrastructure? It doesn't exist yet. It's completely separate from the console and the system and the game and the technology. It doesn't matter. The cables are shit. The cable that goes from that guy's house to your house is a piece of shit. It doesn't matter. And it's extra crazy in Skillop's turn, which is why I uh, bring him up. Because he lives in Australia. The first world country with the worst internet of all. Now, here's the bad news. It's not that I disagree, because, yes, as we can th- see through the Stadia demos, the shit's not real yet. It's just not And a we're thing. not in a – we don't live on a continent where the capability to make it real exists unless we decide to cut a swath through – who we allow to play these games. Like, take for example – You might, if you happen to live in a bad state – you're not allowed to play this game. Fuck off. Then sure, we can do this. Uh, you want to take, but for example, can't. the RE7 port for the Switch on where that it uses this shit already, <clears throat> and that game's Japan only. You know why? Because in Japan, it's not a big deal. You just switch. Yeah, well, yeah, but really, every whatever. time this topic comes up, dude, it's the same thing, and it's the same thing that I'm possible. I'm afraid of. It's the thing that I can't factor in here, which is I don't know for certain. For certain, I don't know for certain that the responsiveness that I care about and that you care about is what that guy cares about or what that girl cares about. And maybe there's more of those people than there are of you and or I. And in the end, the service that is not super responsive is perfectly acceptable to roll out as the new norm. You're completely right, and that is a legitimate fear. However, there is one thing that is pseudo-unique about the games business, and it's why the loot box thing with whales and all that is a thing. But the games business has power users. Yes. That are a minuscule proportion yes. of the actual population. Yes. That spend the majority of money on video games. Now, what ends up happening in this reality that we're that I'm thinking about is not that consoles go away because 
Phil Spencer said, "That's yeah, we're not. That's absurd. This is not how consoles will never go. The away. Scarlet is not the last generation, right? Yeah. Um, but the problem would be that okay, well, now your console costs about twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, and why bother subsidizing it at all when you would just have this the cheap and, one? And those who care will invest in that and in getting that box. Yeah, while everyone else will run their little stream setups. That's totally possible." And so it'll just become a niche thing, even more oh, niche. Oh, wow. You have the box? That's crazy. Yeah. You don't just stream it like Netflix? What are you doing? Wow. That's so weird. Just Your, my, your TV has the app. I think that's... Your a, phone has the app. What's the problem? I think that's a bigger jump than you think. I think it's not next gen. I think it's the gen after next gen. I think that you can look to the PC to see the already accelerated version of this. Because for the PC, it's why get all this shit for the PC? Just get a console. It's like three hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But PC games and graphics technology still sells. But what you are seeing is that because Nvidia has no competition, yeah, video cards now cost twice as much as they used. Of to. course they do. They, also, because fuck you. Also, remember when we talked about getting your new uh, tower set up and then. You go and you do your fucking full diagnostic, mm-hmm. and it goes, congratulations, you're in the 0.01th percentile That's of users. Of PC users. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Yeah. my dick fucking big. Yeah. So you're so you're, <laughs> and you're, and you're, so you already are there. I already live that life. You already are the, you're already living that life. So that, <laughs> wh- what's to stop that from transferring to console world when everyone jumps on the stream box? Little. We're going there, Other dude. than the fact that the stream box... We're going there because the person playing Madden doesn't need fucking... Oh, I don't know, Wooly. There's one part of that that I feel like everyone undersells. When Call of Duty was at its height, at its absolute height, right? And was selling shit zillion copies, right? The number one piece of feedback from dumbass, hey bro, focus testers as to why they liked Call of Duty more than all the other competitors... Was a nebulous, I don't know, it just feels better. Sure. Which ended up being about the frame rate. But what I mean is that, like, we're seeing, like, fighting games at the moment, like, the eight frames of lag thing is a thing that, like, has become uh, an issue in a genre where it should never be an issue because the people making it should know that the people that play this care about this shit. Mm-hmm. Yet it still shows up. Well, that's an Unreal Engine thing. That that was everybody chose it was. a certain engine and then... But then, like, Sam Show had that, like, oh, fuck, eight frames? What's that about? Nah, and then four they, frames. They fixed, right? Day one patch, right? Four is fine. Yes. I mean, you don't expect to go below two anyway, so... Whatever. Fine. But all this to say that the world where someone who is playing the thing casually and doesn't care about like that little extra underwaterness to it yeah. as much because it was way cheaper to play it this way anyway. Slash they didn't have to buy it. They could just rent it on their service that mm-hmm. they subscribe to for ten bucks. Yeah. Like you're not, there's gonna be a point where it's just like you can't beat that, you know? I have a I have a feeling that the war like I can't see this kind of type of screen, streaming thing ever becoming the primary method for anybody that actually spends real money on this stuff. Because the, the math on it just doesn't work. You live in a world, and I live in a world, where whatever the ceiling is, we're, we're heading for it. That's so correct. it doesn't matter where the floor is. Yeah. If they drop the floor out from underneath us, 
we're hanging off the ceiling, so we're fine. Yeah. So ultimately, it doesn't matter in that way. But if but there's there are people with that the floor matters there. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. But also the same thing is like the two largest markets for this shit is North America and Europe, which is actually a larger market for games than North America is because of all the different little countries, right? Um, the the internet in these regions is the problem yes. that we're talking about. Yes. There is like, I would say, 60% of United States citizens just can't with this shit. And, just can't. And those people would be told to go buy a $1,200 box. But... That's the thing is then you have the thing of like, can you market a $1,200 box to those people or would it still make sense to use the old method where you're selling the $500 or whatever? Well, maybe if you tell them that it'll teach them discipline, <laughs> then they'll spend the money on it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think your worry is well-founded, but I think that the doomsday is either farther away than you think or won't be as bad. I don't have faith in the general population. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't. Because I know that there's just a degree of like, yeah, man, I'm into sh- I'm into weird niche shit. I'm always I'm into shit that's not super big, and that's kind of how that's fair. Like just today, like I was rolling through last minute stories, and and like uh, when I was looking or this morning when I was grabbing stories for what's happening this week and whatever, and like uh, had a moment where Stefan was just kind of like, yeah, like I I'm scrolling past a bunch of this and it's not really relevant to me whatsoever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I feel. Further and further isolated as the stories that I care about get further and further apart in the news. Yeah. You know? So I know where I stand. And I know where and I'm then at. You hit the, and then you scroll past the stories where you're like, I don't give a fuck about that at all. But I guess a lot of people do. Maybe I guess I a lot of people... Maybe I should put it in, even though I don't give a shit. And then I try, and then you guys stare, used to stare at me and be like, why the fuck did you put this in? And I'm yeah. like, I thought someone would... Nope. Oh, well. Fucked up. Yeah, because now you have to run the, the fucking math on... Would Pat know about this Would he give a shit? I don't know. I maybe. Don't know. Maybe. And then worse yet, neither of us give a shit, but a whole lot of people listening do. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, that's my. F- you know what? what that's my do? favorite. What are you you should do? put more of those in there. What are you going to so do So we about can that? slap them down and tell people that the thing that they like is stupid. So, yeah. Um, hey, I, I recently had a, 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 a little back and forth with somebody. It was very civil, and I appreciated them asking. And this is, didn't you hate? Didn't you say you hated music? I'm like, yeah, but what's more important to everyone at home is that I hate the band that you like. Understandable. That's the one I hate the most. Totally understandable. Anyway, um, it it it, it I feel like it happens in in other part in other uh, aspects of media. Yeah, where. You know, just the thing that is like while you're trying to get your steak, someone else is totally fine with the fucking well, like road pizza. Look that- at look at the fucking misery on Mike and Jay's faces in about half of the half in the bag episodes as it's a movie that they should cover because it's big. Right. And they're like, it's another comic book movie. It's Aquaman does the fucking thing. Right. <laughs> like not everyone cares about a steak, man. And my, I've been burned in the past, caring too much about it, and then saying other people like the taste and then of you're steak. Like, no, you're actually crazy. Nobody gives a shit. Yes, I've been hurt. I've been burned by that too many times to now have this reactive like, uh oh, uh oh, I might just be doing the steak thing again. Oh, you want a really fucking recent example? Everybody in uh, my Final Fantasy fourteen gang of buddies Discord, most of them play Monster Hunter, right? So hop in the Iceborne demo. I'm like, oh, man. 
I can't. This fucking frame rate. I can't. And despite being in a room of people who all play PC games and all play, picked up Monster Hunter so that it would be 60 FPS, the universe was like, oh, right, I forgot. Pat's crazy. Pat, who cares? Like, oh, wow. Even in this hyper-specific subsection, I'm still on the farthest extreme that, of caring of this stuff. Like, my perception of, like, what people give a fuck about, I always have to lower it of, like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck about the crap. Every one of those cousins and or relatives that I would run into at Christmas and or over family calls or whatever yeah. that would go, hey, you do the internet thing, just, why don't you play the Fortnite? I mean, or like the league? The, my nephew who yeah. said that to me the last time I saw him? All of them. Yeah. Those kids have no problem playing on a streaming service. Yeah. And they're a huge market. And that's all you basically want to serve. So you're saying get rid of all children? No, I'm saying it sounds like that's what you're saying. I'm saying when when stream, when Fortnite is like basically already serving up itself, it might as well be streaming because it's on every fucking platform. It might as well be right. I'm saying the future going towards that direction where you can see people willing to play Fortnite on their phone and not care because it's still Fortnite. So what you're saying? Is oh my Minecraft god. on everything because oh it's my, already Minecraft. Oh my god, old man Wooly, I can't believe you got that album on vinyl. Who cares? It's so inconvenient. Yeah, I know it sounds better on vinyl, but it's just so much more convenient. My Walkman. Yo, yo, Bryce gave me a fucking gift. That's a new Jabez album right there, yeah. man. That's a fucking classic. That's a new Jabez vinyl right but there. But you're worried about being a vinyl record owner in games. I'm and worried. The fact I, that you have the record player is like absurd. Look, I don't care about the fact that, um, like, if we go towards a place where my consoles are going to be these expensive things mm -hmm. that are like serving my needs, and I'm going to also get the games that I care about serving yeah. my needs in that way and whatnot, and they'll be more expensive. It'll be a shitty place to live, but I'll live there. Luckily, you make money off those. I also purchase arcade sticks. Yeah. Right. I'm that person. Mm -hmm. But what sucks is the idea that the default place to make your video game will not be that place. It'll yeah. be the streaming place where that just gets more attention because that's how you make a profitable business these days. And appealing to the niche is not going to necessarily be profitable. It'll just be for the highly refined – not refined. What's the word? Highly – for the customer base that has a lot of uh, 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 demands for like quality, qual their for the tech they expect with what they've purchased and how yeah. much it costs, right? And if someone who's like, I'm playing the latest version of this the game in this genre, I expect it to have these quality of life things, you know. So what I see is the same situation as VR. Nobody wants to be held, left holding their dicks like they were with the Wii. Enthusiast, I'll take that word. Nobody wants to be the person that sat on, sat out on the big new thing that made everybody a million dollars. Yes. Right? But until there's some grand success, you're gonna have you're gonna have to do a lot to convince me that streaming games is anything other than a pipe dream because it's so far been dismal failure after dismal failure after dismal failure. 
uh, in a best case scenario where we still end up with that world, it'll be a world where the games we're playing are still the same and ultimately on the same platform. It's just I have the box and you have a connection to a box from a remote Well, the location. way Scarlet wants to do it is that you play it on the box, but if you're out of the house, you could play a shittier version of it on your phone. Yeah. Which is, like, laughable. What fucking... Walk around with a controller in your pocket. What fucking internet connection? 5G, whatever. The, the problem with Gs on your phone is not speed. It's latency. Hey, man, you seen the new Black Mirror? Mm. The controller's the console, bro. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, all right, let's take some letters. Hey, if you want to send in a letter, send it to uh, Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. And yes, there is the basement spoiler cast at the end of this. But again, who cares about the basement anymore? <laughs> Ryan says, Dear Castle Super Beast, uh, Willie, this may make you happy, but I'm prepping for a yard sale, getting rid of my Funko Pops, and making room for decent figurines. However, there's a few I don't plan to get rid of, including Nemesis from RE. Yep. This is pretty much the only reasonable price collectible I could contain, I could obtain for that character. Are there any characters that you would purchase in a heartbeat if they actually decided to make collectibles for them? A.K.A. the Funko problem. Yeah. Yeah, tons. I would love to own something with Strider Hear You on it. I would love to own something with Rad Spencer on it. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be fucking... Even the Funko version? No. That's the question. Nothing exists other than the no, shitty no. version. Okay, well, no, never the Funko then. No. Well, see? Your standards are too high. Because the whole point is that he's keeping his Nemesis Funko because there's no affordable Nemesis that he can get. How much would that Funko cost me? Which Funko? The one for Strider Hear You. Same thing as all the other Funkos. Ten bucks? Whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. I'll take that ten bucks. I'll go print out a picture of Strider Hear You. Yeah. And I'll put it in a picture frame and I'll look at it. Okay. Satisfied. Question answered. Willie does not skimp on, on... Christ, this is the same exact fucking conversation we just had. It is. It's literally the exact same conversation. There is not a single difference. Would you get the shitty version if it was the only one you got? And the answer is no. I'll wait and get the expensive version. Or I'll print my fucking... Or I'll do it myself. My thing. Yeah. Yeah. We are the problem. No, it is the children who are wrong. There was a nightmare from Soul Calibur 2 resin kit from a garage sale a, not a garage kit uh uh online that was like limited to one of 200 that i remember <laughs> staring at back in like 19 uh, sorry no 2000 and like four or five or so and i was obsessed with it i would hover over that site i had never fucking had the money to order it and i never did and it was just like it's this or nothing why would i want something less than this and like it, it's, it's it the, disappeared. It went away. I never got it, but it was that or nothing. Yeah, it's like I when I when I'm not pe- buying the fucking Todd McFarlane shit toy version. When, when people are like Pat, why won't you play this game in this version with a bad frame or whatever? It's like I didn't spend four thousand dollars on my fucking computer so I could play some bullshit at twenty four frames a second with screen tearing. I did it so that I wouldn't have to think about that concept at all. Regret going too deep into lore. Hey there, insulting yet funny synonyms for Castle Super Beast. 
With no news of an Armored Core, Armored Vor this year at E3, I decided to visit some AC communities online to see if I could learn anything new. And AC fan-like games would also like to bemoan the death of the franchise. Uh, I got to reading about the links from 4th Gen pilots of their NEXT because basically they end up being curled in a ball of breathable liquid while the computer plugs into their brain to merge man and machine. Uh-huh. I re-listened to a podcast of yours from some time ago how you talked about limiters off and whatever it means uh, shitting yourself. And it made me wonder if you could shit yourself inside of piloting a next, it might result in you swimming in your own shit unknowingly for the duration of the sortie. Only realizing when you unplug and exit the craft. Yeah. Has diving too deep into the lore ever ruined something for you? Nope. Okay. Thanks, John. I am always, even if something's really, really, really stupid, I'm glad that I saw the stupid thing. The description there almost is like LCL. It sounds very familiar. Also, hey, I don't know if we talked about it. I'm not down for LCL style piloting. You don't want to breathe in the liquid? The part where they say breathe in the liquid, I'm like, nah. I'm not going to do it. Fuck you. Sure about that? Yeah. Okay. I'm super sure. Drowning is unpleasant. Uh, Here's one from Mr. ComboCon himself. Hunter, dear guardians of Uber creatures. Hey, man. What up? Uh, I chose the mystery tournament at my con to think of a game that was somewhat universal and easy to pick up, but can be the curve, a learning curve for those who... But there can be on a curve for those who put time in. Yeah. Uh, a featured games like Shrek Super Slam, Dive Kick, Bushido Blade, Gang Beasts, and most notably Nidhogg recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other games would you recommend people jump in blind for a competition? What's the ratio of competition to cheesy BS? What ratio of comp- competitive to cheesy BS is ideal? <sighs> Keep it up, my dudes. All right. Hunter, I have a list for you. Oh, man. It's real simple. These are all things you should know. Yeah. You want me in on this kind of suggestion thing? I'm here for you, man. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah. Lethal League Blaze. Yeah. The Speedrunners. Not familiar. Duck Game. Something. Mount Your Friends. Mount Your Friends, yes. Samurai Gun. Mm. Bomberman 5 for the Super Nintendo. That's a good list. Done you and done. Good, you did them good solid. Done and done. You want easy to pick up? Low mastery to, to low, low to, uh, easy to learn, hard to master, right? Competitive edge makes all the difference at the top, but down at the bottom, it's shenanigans and fun. Yep. That's the list right there. Mm-hmm. For Bomberman 5, you're getting four players. You got to get controllers for that shit. That's good. All right. Uh, let's take this one over here from uh, Jesus. Oh, hey, man. Jesus says, they're chewy and fuckface for girls. What's up? Jesus here. <laughs> I have a friend in the game industry that recently attended E3 for the first time. To my amazement, he found it boring and quite uneventful. This E3 sucked ass, apparently. He basically called it a schmooze fest and said there wasn't a lot to do with the physical event itself, mostly for the fun stuff. Uh, or most of the fun stuff was for parties he didn't have a way into. Yeah. I'll take it with a grain of salt from my friend, but I know he can be brutally honest. He ever found this to be true in the industry... Uh, or has it lost its veil of mystique during your careers as YouTube people? Did it have any in the first place? E3 has gotten shittier every year Jesus. since like 2012. I've never been to E3, so I can't say for sure. But I do know that, uh, like, I mean, PAX events and, and shows like that, trade shows as opposed to conventions, infinitely increase and decrease in quality whether or not you have an attendee badge yeah. or a media badge. When they made E3 uh, open to the public... They created two tiers of E3. 
One is, hey, do you know people? Can you get in? Can you schmooze? Walk right this way. Here's the cyberpunk demo for you. Right? And if you don't, look at the statue outside our booth. Then later on, when the show floor closes, are you just back at your hotel room playing your Switch? Or are you hearing dumb, stupid shit from a developer who's not supposed to be telling you the shit he's telling you, but he's drunk, so fuck it. That sounds like a better, fun (laughs) way to spend your night. So, yeah, it does make a huge difference. And having experienced both types of shows, uh, if it was all um, waiting in lines and back to my hotel room, I would have no interest. Yep. Websites just as good. Uh, and lastly, let's take one from Will, who says... Hey, Will, what up, man? Dear Will, Will, and Pat, the Mind Goblin King, since Netflix just put up this Neon Genesis Evangelion, I thought I would watch it for the first time. I always hear the show, and the characters are super fucked up before watching it. I thought I had some idea of what I was getting into, but holy fuck, I was not expecting <laughs> the extent of how much emotional baggage the characters have. It's so rare how glued to my TV I was for the last three episodes. This is the voice of a million people, by the way. So... There's a there's a statement that I saw recently, which I guess it would be different for any other show, but it was somebody going, man, I've been hearing about Ava for years. I'm super hyped to watch it on Netflix. And all I can think of is Evangelion might be the program that hype describes the least accurately ever. It is a depressing labyrinthine mess that makes you feel bad. So, uh, (laughs) spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm sure some people will probably be watching this, but who do you think in the show has the most emotional baggage? Or are there any other shows that come close to this level? Well, and then a bunch of PSs. Well, there's a three-way tie between your three winners. And everybody knows it. Uh, I think Shinji's the king. I don't think anyone talks that. Asuka's pretty bad yeah you like you like asuka yeah i sure do i think i think shinji's the king i think he gets it the worst you're the most. right i would put the the i would put our our two female leads or actually our three female leads relatively even and then i would put shinji three a, a step above <laughs> three what Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Took me a second there. Yeah. All right. Our 35 female. Uh, so the uh, the thing about the thing about, you know, the whole Netflix Ava bit going on now is, you know what, man? It really sucks that these kids aren't getting flown to the moon. It does. It really, really sucks. Yeah. And I understand that there's a part of this where it's like it was this or nothing because archiving purposes, new dub, all that shit. Plus... People only care once it's back on Netflix, and that's fine. Well, but we have to say this in a world where we pretend you couldn't go back and watch it in other ways. You, you know? There is, I have a, a few statements on that, which is one of which is a correction. It's really sad that these kids didn't get to fly to the moon in English because in Japanese Netflix they totally got the rights to that's it. That's true. That's true. Right. So yeah, like that's its own little right. Uh, yeah, I've seen the translation stuff. I don't think, I also think these kids, I don't know. I mean, they're experiencing like when I think they should experience love. Yeah. Uh, There's, I get it. I get the reasons why, but I just, it's been that way in my brain for fucking my entire life. So it has, there are some, there's clearly a really rigid 
view of what translation means from the people who retranslated this. Yeah. That I really don't agree with. Yeah. I don't think anybody who ever watched the first one agrees with. And I mean, if you count the manga events, there's some like that. That is not ambiguous. No, at all. However, a couple modified or off line reads do not damage. No, this it's still great it's thing. still the thing. It's still the thing. It's more honestly. What I don't envy is the the weight of expectation going into the show now for someone who's seeing it for the first time because there's a lot of people that like are just going to click on it not knowing what it is but there's a lot of people that have heard of it enough did you uh, did you see that image going around of that 4chan thread about ray no it's the funniest thing i've seen in forever it's just some fucking 4chan thread of a picture of Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, like, hey, well, yeah, Ray's yeah. love and life, and she's the best. And yeah. then the next person yes. posts a picture of Asuka. Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever, OP. And then a picture of Gendo. It's going, you cunts have been doing this for <laughs> 20, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 years. <laughs> and here's to 20 more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as for the this person who uh, just experienced this for the first time and, and, and is all getting to experience what everyone's been on about, uh, congratulations in the sense that – well, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. But also, uh, as far as are there other things like this, yes, you've seen them. You've experienced the children of Ava because it's influenced so much media out there. It's there's a weird thing of going back to Evangelion now because you get to this point of you're like Oh, that's what Gintama was making fun of. I mean Or oh, that's just like this. I mean on a on a on a like on a super basic level, it's like, yo, the machine goes berserk and that's a cool. And then there's the part where it's like uh, have you watched any anime that attempted to deconstruct its genre recently? Ever? Guess what you're watching. Yeah. Th- that's an Ava. It's this, it's this thing where when I was watching Gundam, 1970 Gundam, right? Mm-hmm. I kept having this feeling of like, oh, wow, that's where this started or became popular. And people watching Ava Evangelion now... Like, there are certain moments that I'm sure don't hit quite the same More go, It's more Gonagai shit than Tomino shit, but mm-hmm. it's still the same, like, type of mecha show. Right. But what I mean is there's still moments that might just not pop. It's like, oh, I've seen it before. It's like, yeah, but you didn't see it in 1996. Yes. Did you see the fucking thing is like, by the way, reminder for anyone that didn't know, but when Ava first aired... <laughs> It was following, or it was replacing Ninja Turtles in Japan. Yes, and they even in the had a morning, and they had a lead-in fucking like little bit where they're like, and now after the Turtle Adventures, here's a new show. Da 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 da. You know, and like you're like, oh yeah, of course Ninja Turtles gets replaced with the robot show. Fuck you, why not? I like robots. That's cool. Yeah. How could they have known? So it's funny that... Anno didn't tell them. It's funny that we're talking about this because uh, I recently embarked on the journey of, hey, I want to be able to play FF7 again. It's been about 15 years since I played FF7. Remake's coming out. I'll go through it again, right? What version do I play? The answer is the Switch or Xbox One version. All the other versions are fucked up. PC version, I fought with for hours. It does not like my computer. Fuck it. But we're talking about FF7 lately, right? And it's like a lot of people... 
talking to us are like, oh, I never played it. You know why? Because I didn't exist. Or I was two. Yeah. Right? Eva came out before FF7. It's old. It's really old. It's very old. And you have to be able to, like, if you really want to get that real, it's like, you have to appreciate the what it was next to. And how fucking nuts that was. I also think that we're there's a part of this that just it's there's an undertailing here where <sighs> like knowing that people are treating it this way takes away the surprise that it goes those places. Of course, you can't get rid of that. Well, no, Everyone it's, it's so... has told you that Ava is Ava and yeah. has told you to care about it. So now you're watching it to find out what the big deal is and you'll still enjoy the journey. But that's a weird expectation to go into. Straight up versus watching it as, hey, it's that cool robot show. that and gets then, a, And then going like... And it gets kind of dark. And then I'm like, it gets kind of dark and then it gets confusing. And then it gets really confusing. And then you're finished and you're like, I feel gross. <laughs> I mean, is is are is the movie on Netflix? I hope not, and I hope they wait a little bit. And Aveva, and then I believe pop- it is. Oh, is it up there? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, it'd be nice to wait a little bit and then pop it up there. So, you know? like, <laughs> and here and here's the here's the bonus element that most people, especially people listening to this podcast, aren't gonna be able to have because it, it, it that time is gone, and it is. I am younger than the characters in this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that context dramatically changes how you're going to feel towards these characters. When I watched Evangelion, Asuka would have been an older girl at my high school. So it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Not for you. Okay, Mr. We just talked about this with Red Dead 2. No yeah. one asked. No one asked. But uh, I also think there is a... Um, there's a bit of a, an issue where it's ca- it's cl- it's put together with like uh, Ghost in the Shell and As- and um, Akira as like a big uh, hmm. There's a so so okay. For example, people like my friends have been checking it out recently, and yeah. like people that I know are and like like I was like oh like should Steph check this out? And I was kind of like no, it's not really gonna. It's not going to do the thing. It's not going to land in the same way. It's not going to hit the same notes that you'd expect. And like, it's and it's it's in that same thing where like people that were not into Mecca were into Ava, right? Yeah. And you because you didn't have to be because it wasn't about that. But there's definitely a lot of beats you're going to miss. Like I'll argue with you that Ava Evangelion is not a Mecca. Show. That's fine. That's fine. Like, but you're missing a lot of intended beats. A lot of the stuff that it's mocking. And thus not getting as much juice I out mean, of- shit. Let's just talk about the first episode, right? First episode of your super robot show, of Gundam. Oh, man. People are attacking the colony. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm Amuro. I'll hop into the robot and save the day. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I'm the hero. I love this robot. Or if you want to co- do your Koji Kabuto, or yeah. you want to do your any like hot-blooded fucking sh- protagonist shown in manga, yeah. like it's yes, Dad left behind the secret experimental robot that's going to stop the alien. And I force. will be the hero, and I'm I'm going to do it. Let's go, go, go! Right. And then their theme song plays. Yeah, yeah. Now let's start with Ava. 
Get in the robot or I'll toss this dead bitch into it. I don't want Fuck to. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Get in. Get in. Get in, you pussy. I don't want... No, this is why your mom doesn't love you. That That's Killian. Oh, wow. Dad <laughs> called me. I haven't heard from him. It's nice that he's calling. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Fly me to the moon <laughs> and let me play. That's going to miss... That that that, uh, that beat is not going to hit, right? Yeah, you're not. Think about the moments where, like, you Eric Andre cut to fly me to the moon. Yeah, and now those are gone. Also, a lot of a lot of stuff in the way that it's cut and it's it's like I almost said fucking filmed, uh, like shot is super weird. There were filmed moments. Yeah, there were in that one part, mm-hmm. but like, um. Evangelion fucking hates background music. And we'll we'll just give you, like, you know, hey, walk into school where you would usually expect. And in Evangelion, I think there's one. Hey, everybody, I'm going to school with adventure. And it's like, cut cut to waiting for the subway. Dead silence with train noise awkward long moment that sucks to watch yeah yeah (laughs) and that is you know what that's one of the only things that ava keeps that's pseudo unique is that it's a it's a 26 episode show with two extra ones that are a movie in which parts have been made explicitly to suck ass to actually watch it literally was constrained by budget during its air its airtime like there were things about the show that had – there were concessions that were had, that they had to make because they couldn't afford. So I have one piece of data about the um, elevator scene that was animated due to a lack of money. Yeah. It's because one of the producers stole a bunch of the money. <laughs> they actually had it. That's amazing. But he, he put it aside for future projects yeah. and the team was like, where'd the money though? Uh, I <laughs> – I'm curious to know if there's anyone out there that is born in a generation where they only had the rebuilds and if they went in and only watched the rebuilds and are now experiencing the show for the first time. That would be a a really interesting perspective. Also, we have new confirmation that 4.0 is coming soon. So that literally is still happening, by the way, just in case you forgot about them and pretended they didn't exist. I usually pretend that 3 doesn't exist. Well, 4.0 is coming. I will give 3.0 a big thumbs up on one thing. It is the closest you will ever come to going to see a movie theater and sitting down to a single frame of text that says, fuck off for 90 minutes. You mean EOE? No. There's cool shit in EOE. EOE is the text, stop bothering me. Actually, it's too bad. I I, I (laughs) believe this is the actual... No, end of Evangelion might as well have been called too bad. You're right. Anyway, enjoy. Or don't. That's the end of our podcast, and this is the start of the Basement Cast. If you don't want to hear about current... uh, Anime Attack on Titan. Anime Attack on Titan spoilers. As of... June 24th, 2019. You should stop listening at this point in time. We're going to give you about five more seconds to get the fuck out of here. Aaron Kruger! 
Fuck you. Who gives a shit about Aaron Kruger? I want to talk about Armin and Mikasa. Okay, well, here's the Let, thing. We, let's back up. Let's Stop. back up. Stop. Okay. So, so Wooly, I walked in here last week and went, so, basement? And you went, yep. And I went, what do you think? And you said... It was so worth it. It was so, so, so worth it. It was totally worth it. Why? What's in the basement? A photo. Cool. <laughs> and Wha- then you have... Which meant nothing when they picked it up. And then they go, what is this? And I go, what? And then they go, it... <laughs> This is not a drawing. And you go, huh? And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Can't, right. All right. Yes. What? Now, then I think back and I go, no, 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 no. Hold on. We already knew this. Why? Back when um, back when Reiner was walking around inside that castle, we saw him pick up a fucking can. Yeah. And, and they were like, huh? You can read that? That's weird. What is that? It's a can? And then later they drink coffee. That no one can identify. What is this mysterious black liquid? It's kind of like tea, but it's not. It's w- very bitter smelling. What oh, is we- this strange black liquid? Yeah. Yes, exactly, right? Um, the- there's there's the, the line by Bertolt, which is the, the tiniest little hint right before we get there, where the first time they ever talk about the reason they're there is what? Have you fallen in love with this filthy, inferior race? Yes. And you go, okay. That's the information that yep. we didn't have. Yep. And then when he go when you go, what are the reasons? Bertolt explained them, and he goes, "No, I don't nah, want to." Fuck off. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, almost, almost. <laughs> uh, so to wind it all back, because I mean, quite frankly, let's let's not fucking ignore that. Oh, we talked about how the decision was awesome. I believe we talked about decision between Irwin and Armin for that re- yes. for that matter. Um. Now, I, I don't remember if it was on camera or off camera, but to me, that decision was so absolutely 100% easy arm. It's Armin all yeah, the way. Yeah, of course it is. Because but Ar- it's easy for you to say that because you spent more of the story with Armin and you like Armin That's more. not even it. That's not even it. It's on, a, on an objective level. Yeah. Erwin is a great leader. Yeah. Armin is a great tactician. Yeah. Erwin but- needs Armin's leadership. Erwin needs Armin's tact- ability, his thinking. Yeah. Uh, Armin needs Erwin's leadership. The reason why I say that's easy for you to say is because that's the problem that the characters encountered, which is, yeah, it's easy for you to say it must be Arwen, uh, Armin, but Erwin's the, obviously. He- and it's all personal. Yes. There was no objectivity there at all. It Absolutely. But... Looking at it objectively, I'm oh, like, it's Armin. yeah, it's Armin. It's yeah, Armin. like the brain that puts the plan together, yeah, that has discovered everything worth fucking analyzing ever in the, is, whole, in the is, whole show is this kid. Yeah. Also, leadership can be learned. <laughs> yeah. Big smart tactician brain is nah. no done, and and then you get to have that moment where Aaron's like, no, look at all the shit. That we would have all just died in like a second if Armin didn't. Uh. It's 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 cr- it's crazy how clear that shot so, that was. There's- and like it's all, and it was it was over the top. But like the part where it's like where Levi's like, yeah, fuck you, stupid kids. I don't give a shit. And then Erwin's like, <laughs> yeah, get away from me. And you're like, it has to be fucking the kid, man. It has to be the kid. So Do I want to I want to point out. The, so one, the attack yeah, on Titan. The candles blowing out. Exactly. Uh, the candles are all the fucking possibilities that his 
giant brain are coming up with, and they all fucking level, and there's one because he figured it out. And no one else can figure it out. Yeah. Fucking there, Armin is the candles. There's something about the, the adaptation here that's really amazing. And they've done something really incredible where the manga has a, a, a benefit in one storytelling. Which is, it's happened a couple times now. And every time they do it, I like cheer. Or when you turn the page in a manga, brand new image. Shock. Whatever it is, right? They have adapted those moments in this anime into my favorite thing ever. Where... Tap, tap, tap on the wall. Ah, Reiner's there. And before I can even think, oh, what are they going to do with Reiner? He's stabbed in the face. Just, ah! (laughs) Just. I went on many a rant many a time about my favorite thing in that entire show. And that is the moment where Reiner just first fucking loses it and goes, hey, dude. I'm the clo- I'm the armor. It's Titan. me. It was me all right? along. You know, it's the, it's, we got my bro back here, bro. Told where where he's the colossal. We're, we're Obviously, just- we got to get out of here. We tried to kill humanity. You know what it is. Yeah. Can you you want to just come with really us? Really sucks. Like, can we just do? Can this? we just skip the whole process? Because really, you know, it's tiring. I don't want to do it. And fucking dudes looking at him like, <laughs> and everyone walking around is like. Ugh! And, like, the faces, because they put the plan into action already, because they cut to, like, oh, yeah, so here's how this is going to go down. Yeah. And everyone's got this fucking the dead eye look where the, all the budget in the <laughs> veins of their eyes. And to somehow, despite everyone already having their pants shit look and, and, and Aaron winning the Oscar yeah. for going... Hey, man, uh, what, what do you mean? Uh, uh, what? What are you talking about? I don't you're get crazy, it. crazy, man. And the glance over and Mikasa is it's fucking <laughs> stabbing them. <laughs> <laughs> like, the oh, it's such a good moment. And like, they do it again with this and one. And you get that again. Exactly. Right. It's like, it's nice to see because one of the most frustrating things, particularly when you watch anime, um, Jessica Jones had this problem the worst of anything I've ever seen. Bad guys talking, blah, blah, blah. Kill him. What Kill we, what, him what, now. What are we doing here? What are we? Make him st- stop looking at him and letting them talk and yeah. move away yeah. from you. Kill them. This Shoot is, them. This Shoot is, them. It's almost the o- this is almost the only anime I can think of where <laughs> thoughts happen in thought time as opposed to anime time. Yeah. Right? No one is talking out loud in the middle of their flaming, burning punch JoJo style. Yeah. Like the thought of all this shit. That I just put together, I'm gonna stick into his teeth. Yeah, and that's how I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, took place in that you know yeah th- in that thought time moment. So everything that is building up, the way you feel about things, like the characters are always two steps ahead of you, not just in terms of how smart they are, but in terms of acting on the emotion as well. Yeah, because they're in the situation, so of course they're gonna be moving faster than you're thinking about what they would do. So not only are they like. Doing the thing I love where they're smarter than you, but they're also Peter Quilling the situation with fucking duh! Because yeah. you're like, you know, it's, 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 you, there's no time to hesitate. This is absolutely everything, you know? And now we've solved all these problems. Everything's behind us. It's all based on what the fuck is going on out here. Yeah. So you get into the basement and it has, a, we, we, we danced around it. One of my favorite moments ever is that he goes to try the lock and it's the wrong key. Yeah. And, and you're just like, oh, oh. oh my God. Oh my God. I really? No. I, no. My stomach sank. Everyone died for this key to not work. The key doesn't fit. And I went, oh. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The the fake out on the key was. <laughs> oh, because you're you're so focused on the door. Yeah. Right. It's all you've been thinking about for so long, and then Levi kicks the fucking door. Okay, in. no, we're in. It's fine. and it like don't. That's not. Shut so, up. You then know? we then we get the big reveal that the world is larger than we thought. It's actually pretty normal. Uh, well, obviously the Eldians. Uh, so the our main characters. This is where I, I think it's really fascinating because our main characters, who all looked like a bunch of Aryan superheroes, and there was a weird German military aesthetic, except for the Japanese, except people. for those that that one family, and though that those people that can't be controlled, what's right. up with those? Now we move out and go, ha ha, we flipped it. It's they're totally in the Warsaw ghetto. 100%. Actually, they're in Madagascar. Right. No, but what I mean... No, what I mean is... Yes. In the flashback... Yes. Totally in the Warsaw Ghetto internment camps. Yeah. Oopsie. Haha. We flipped it on you. Armband. Zeppelin. Done. Germans. Okay. What What, what else you need Haha. Here? We reversed it. And then we get... So... I've said that, like, Berserk is, like, the greatest... It's the most justified revenge story ever. And... Attack on Titan, our early moments with Eren, establish he has, like, the best reason to be the most angry piece of shit ever. 100%. Fuck that! Who cares? Let's talk about his dad. How his dad has the best reason to be the most angry piece of shit ever. And Grisha gets the thousand yard stare. Worse than Eren ever did! And you get you get to watch that happen, because one, he's, what is he, seven? Yeah. Right? And when the shit goes down, and then... You expect the world – the moment he put the armband on and the soldiers act like shit, yeah. you expect the world to be the worst thing ever, right? Yeah. And I'm going in expecting the world to be the worst thing ever. And then I was unprepared with how bad it was. Well, it was bad. But then you cut back to his dad being like, hey, man. Uh, hey, dude. Uh, apologizing. Dude, and you got to sh- shut the fuck shut up. Shut up. No, listen. Play along. This is how it go. Th- you want to live? You know? And you're like, uh, okay. This okay, is how okay, bad okay, it okay. actually is. So you kind of expected an expanding of the map at some point. But for it to not only expand, but for it to be so satisfying with the tasty morsels of juice of what you get. And then you're like, oh, the nightmare that all of our characters have lived in. The worst thing that ever happened to them and the downfall of the future is actually to protect them from the even more horrible outside world. So the conversation that followed <laughs> after this, after that episode, right, when the dad goes, this is who we are. We come from the, the, the we're the descendants of Ymir and the Titans were fucking clothes wearing literal giant gods yeah. that ruled over mankind in, in particular the Marleans, yeah. until they fought back by taking, uh, taking our shit uh, and getting uh, seven of the nine pieces yeah. and then turning the, ty- the tables on us, right? Yeah. And you see all those pictures. And we get told, yeah, your ancestors made a deal with the devil and titans are evil and blah, 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 blah. And then you immediately get told, no, Nuh-uh. they were angels. It's the other way around. And then you get a character later on going, who cares? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Because 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 the imagery <laughs> of like the, the, the literal basement meetings yeah. is showing you the goddess Ymir with her long hair. And if so here's where we start going and fucking analyzing, right? You mean how that's the mural we saw in the season two credits? Go back to the outro of season two and, and watch. That's the mural. The whole right there. story oh, is right there. Oh, you mean that there. weird shit? It's like I'm watching Monster. You remember Monster? Yes. <laughs> and slowly you come to realize yes yeah. all of it you know the, the whole story's right there so you watch the fucking the season two outro where now what this what they haven't told you about but you see it is 
Royal family, bunch of kids eating some body parts. What the fuck? We don't know, but it seems like human form consumption of some sort of person or flesh yeah. equals transferring of the ability yeah. without even needing to be a titan. Yeah. Right? Um, maybe it was so pure and undiluted at that point in time. You didn't have to do the weird stuff. But now stuff. we're looking at what is basically the incest babies yeah. of what used to be smart titans, maybe? Yeah. Bearded tool using clothing wearing yeah, titans. now you're looking at freakazoids that are mutants because of spinal fluid blah 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 as opposed to the nine we see bending around ymir in that like yeah. you know thing and like including the giant but then it but then it's like but is that even real and then you go to the marley inversion <laughs> and you see a literal satan devil giving the apple and you go okay cool so what's what and then you look at the wall it's like oh the 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 royal family left to go to madagascar and create paradise and create the inner and wall just chill and leave us alone and then said i'm putting all these titans inside the walls right and you see the titans holding hands and yeah. he uses scream to make them do that yeah but the ones holding hands inside the walls are wearing the fucking greek robes with the big noble beards and yeah. i'm like that's not what the fucking titans inside no, the wall look not. like it's not they all. look like nightmares <laughs> so these stories are all horseshit. But, but then the but then the the king did renounce war and doesn't want it and that's a det- it's, it's like, all horseshit it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter all that matters is what our characters do with this shit now because shit is bad we know there's nine pieces we know two of them exist within the fucking wall and the other seven are out right yeah. Great, let's do the count. And I remember already doing this, and I don't know, like, it's like, I always expect this to happen, and it always takes me by surprise, because I somehow forget. But it's like, anytime a story gives you a bunch of, like, different, how do I put this? The idea that it's like, those nine are the only nine. People are saying three are on the walls. Okay, well, yeah. anyway, I don't know, but what? the, yeah, found anime, 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 yeah. but like, here's the thing, um, the, the, uh, the idea that it's like, oh, there's irregular titans, there's regular titans, and then there's specials, right? Yeah. And we don't know what the fucking deal with these specials. You've seen them all. You've seen almost all of them, right? Uh, no, you haven't. But but like, you've, we haven't seen one because I did the count. But the point remains is that oh, there's one missing. When the story, yeah. well, well, let me get there in a second. Yeah. When the story pairs down and starts doing the the thing which Game of Thrones does or whatever, all these stories, you simplify. You make it so that guess what? Turns out you knew a not, lot more than you thought. You than you thought you knew. You thought it was broader. It's actually a lot. The map more expands, work. but your knowledge of the situation is bigger than you thought because yeah. you've seen, fem- you've seen fe- female. Yeah. You've seen armored. Yeah. You've seen colossal. Mm-hmm. You've seen beast. Yeah. You've seen uh, all guy on all fours. You've seen the long mouth. Yeah. You've seen the, the tiny co- one that Ymir turns into. Ymir. You've seen the coordinate. Yeah. Right. And you're up to seven. Yeah, and you've seen the Attack Titan, the Shin- Shingeki no Kyojin. Kyojin, the name of the fucking show, dude, oh, which turns man. out to be a double entendre the whole uh, time uh, that only works in Japanese because it's the name of the show. And I was like, why did they translate that episode that way? That's a that's the wrong name for the episode. Oh no, it's not. Shut up, idiot. It's not Attack on Titan. It's the Attack Titan. Ah, uh-huh. right. That's that's literally eight right there. Yeah. So guess what? You're missing one. Yeah. You know, um, what's the last one? I don't know. You know, because we've already, because yeah, you have, yeah, that's so that's it, right? And then already piecing together, like I already frame by framed like uh, Grisha's memories. Yeah, and you're like, this whole thing comes together in a really weird way, but okay, he uh, has the reasons. Fucking, uh, what's his name? The fucking drill instructor ending up being like a major, 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 major player. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I fucked with your gear. 
Ha-ha! You couldn't do it because I was fucking with your gear oh, the whole time. You did it though. The, and then <laughs> how about this, right? The random poetic fucking like the things where like God laughs at coincidence in a story. Yeah. Where Dina happens to wander right to that house, right to the one, and pick up that woman and fucking crush her. Yeah. Because poetry because right fuck you it rhymes so <laughs> anyway so you have you have all that and then you get this this like setup now where um it's like zeke the fuck boy zeke the, the worst person in the world that we knew so far <laughs> like the actual most contemptible piece of shit ever you look at his you get his backstory and you're like oh grisha fucked him up you went so hard the other way that you re-emphasized everything that the dad was yeah that's what happens when you go the other way. This is why the kids of the most religious people you know are the most insane people you know. Big party. And then their kids go, I need some structure in my yeah. life and run to the cross, right? And Zeke fucking turns into that. I don't know how those ages line up, by the way, because he's got a big old beard and he's minimum 35 by the time we know that Annie is, is Aaron's Time age. Time becomes really goofy when people are turning into Titans. It sure does, as Ymir proves, right? But you get the uh, the fact that he fucking turns the whole thing out, and um, uh, 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 God, what was it? Oh yeah, of course. There, it always takes one sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. In these types of situations where it's like there's a fucking dam and it's spilling over, yeah. And then it takes one dude who comes along and is just like, yeah. So I fed her to my dogs. Wasn't that fun? And you're like, yeah, no, I get it. I'd be really sad if somebody fed my kids to their dogs. But, I mean, it was your kid, so fuck you. You get it, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you slow down these flashback moments and, like, you almost frame by frame them, you start to put together what you know, what you don't know, and what what might happen, right? And in that last episode, it's like Historia touches the paper, which it's like – Okay, if this was some stupid ass anime that never thought about things and was just dumb and didn't already deliver on being well done, that paper would just be because Emir's feelings are written in the yeah. words. But instead, we've established that memories flow through a certain point in time and space and are malleable and you can see things, the other people's memories, blah, 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 because whatever. And then we established that, like, well, Aaron's going kind of crazy right now because he's got like a shit ton of people in his head and he's living out multiple lifetimes simultaneously. Yes. The and the the, the so the thing is, though, is when you well, with, with blah, blah, with Ymir writing that letter and she touches it and then she sees all of Ymir's memories. You're like, what is it with that paper? What'd she do to it? I don't know. She fucking sweat on it. But you see all the screenshots of the flashbacks of Ymir that we've seen up until that point. And then one that we haven't, which makes no sense in her timeline. Because we've seen everything up to that point. Yeah. Unless we haven't somehow. Right. Right? And you're like, is that even the same Ymir? Or is it right now? Or is it a long time ago? Yeah. Because guess what? If anybody's possibly going to know things they shouldn't know in an Assassin's Creed 2 Desmond, this story is yeah. for you style moment, do it for me, Casa and Armin. And it's like, it what? probably might be the original. What? I'm going to say the original Ymir maybe is somehow the person that is. In- but so we get to the point where it's like, hey, I have a family. You got to do it for Mikasa and, and, and Armin. 
And he goes, huh? Who? And I go, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that is straight up, that is Ezio looking at the camera going, and I goes, don't, wait, who whose are memories you t- are these? Who are you talking to? And I go, yeah. okay, there's two possibilities here. Either time is a loop, which I don't think is happening here, or this coordinate shit with the memories goes forward, too. It's, it's, it's a two-way street. And then I go, is there any sequence in this show that would have supported this at all so far, right? In which memories go forward in time. And there is in the first episode when Aaron is sleeping in the field and Mikasa comes to wake him up. He is seeing his mom get eaten in the future from his own point of view. He's seeing fights with Titans that haven't happened yet. You can just, these, pe- these characters can occasionally just see other people's memories from the future in my digging by the way i don't know if you caught it but did you catch the name of the first episode uh i forgot the name of the first episode of the show is to you 2000 years in the future really the name of episode one of attack on titan (laughs) is Uh, called to you 2000 years in the future okay it's right there and you never think twice about it because you're in the middle of going, what is this show? Yeah. So you want to talk about hidden in plain sight. It's the first thing you read, right? And then – so now you're like this whole Grisha plan where he runs into this family and just goes ham on him and gets the coordinate power, yeah. right? What's the deal with the, 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 the time frame of this? You get 13 years, asshole. Oh, shit. That's like, it. Why, why was he suddenly so adamant that he had to do it right now? In the like, just go, 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 go. Like you get exactly that amount. And then of time. we get a wonderful, but, sad, depressing scene in which Armin goes, "Okay, so I just did this. Yes. So I got thirteen. Yes. Aaron, you have eight. It's been five already. And then you cut to Mikasa, who essentially says, "Shut up." Yeah. A character whose entire real family is dead. Yes. Whose entire adopted family is dead. Yes. And the only two people of note in her entire life. Just got terminal death sentences in the same sentence. And the only thing she actually really wants is for one of them to put a scarf on her. Yeah. Cool. You look like you lost some weight. Are you okay? No. (laughs) No. So we talked about how much we like the speed at which characters in Attack on Titan do things. And they do them faster than you and I are thinking of it. I think there's one higher thing that some Phoenix Wright games did. And this episode uh, this last one i think i know exactly what you're talking about at the exact perfect timing i've never seen it better where characters are talking in an in a, in a meeting yes. going so aaron did this shit once we don't know why and i go fuck and aaron jumps up and goes shit oh! and then and then yeah 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 and then and then Every, I go, everyone goes what and then i go no 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 shut up and he no. goes no, no, and then he goes he goes nothing and he goes no our, go on titan you may speak and he's like no nah, that's good no <laughs> Uh, and he sits his ass back down <laughs> and Armin is like mm. yeah. <laughs> and just goes oh my god and to like the second like hold that the my hold, mind take that thought and fucking hold it it's dude it's this perfect lead in sentence that i that they go well you know, he did it once when he was under a lot of stress. And why go, did it happen under those circumstances? And I go, why did the... 
And then the character, like, it's simultaneous. <laughs> it's simultaneous. <laughs> It, it cuts to her, and you go, "Oh, <laughs> yeah!" I literally yelled, "Oh!" <laughs> like it just like in that second, because I up until that point when they were showing you everyone turning right yeah. before Dina, there's that old bald guy who has the big shaggy beard, and I'm like, "Oh, they're doing the thing where you see the the person before, because yeah. that's the guy that ate Aaron." Yeah, it's the, and then the other weird looking one with the big eyes is the one that peeks around the corner. Yeah, I've seen that one all over the totally. Place. And then, oh my god, it's the smiling Titan. Yeah, there it is. Right, what's the deal with her? Well, now we know the deal, but then you didn't quite do the fucking math on it, it because was right it's, a, there. it's a thing that never came up once again explicitly and you're like is, why why how, how come aaron never did that again is it ultra instinct does he just have right? to emotion and then it? i'm like wait why didn't i think about during like when they're talking about dina and they're talking about how zeke is dina's son how come i never put together that oh yeah no zeke can totally effortlessly control all titans in his vicinity no problem and we're standing and looking at the line of them which conveniently allows levi to fucking he, he domino just, he just tell he just tells him what to do and so why didn't i put that together oh Oh shit! Oh yes. shit! Yes, exactly. Right, hold that shit. And it's close this weird situation because, like, the solution. Also, the 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 lead into the real thing was, I don't. I the first thought was, shit. I didn't tell Armin and Mikasa about about the the one that killed our mom about that being her. Yeah. Also, this other huge thing. Yeah. So the moment the hand, the hand comes comes in contact with it, right? Um. It's it's super yeah I love that moment and he and he like immediately sits his ass down and just goes ah, no nothing nah, nah, nah. and then Han and and Hanji looks at him and goes oh that's what Levi meant oh I see yeah so here's a thing that I've been trying to figure out now right is and like I think I kind of got well now we yeah now we got it. Yeah, we have but basement, and then basement is like whatever. Now it's about paths. Last episode, I remember going uh, with what we had and going. Um, um, Grisha goes into that fucking cult room, yeah. and he fights. Uh, what's Frida? And she's awesome, by the way. Frida's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and he fucking eats her and takes that goddamn power. Right. Yeah. Good for you. You've secured the coordinate. Yeah. Right. Cool. Then I'ma just squash all these babies because fuck you, rice, you piece of shit, right? Yeah. And you're like, that's not no, 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 no. That's that's not the same as go get the coordinate. That's Wh- very different, Grisha. What the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that? That seems needlessly violent. Why are you splattering the children, yeah. right? And then you get this episode where it's like, oh, because you ter- like literally, this is all your fault. You yeah. shitty, stupid piece of shit, King. Fuck you. You you left us out here, right? And we can't. And like like leaving this in any of your hands means this continues to exist. Go fuck yourself. And it's like this King's like, yeah, I abdicate war. And it's like, oh, so you left your entire people out to be fucked to death, but also you kept everyone in here so stupid that they live in a perpetual nightmare. It's peace though. Fuck off, man. And these walls are an, are a nuke that are mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Also, undercurrents of there being oil and diamonds. Yeah, no, it's, it's on the Paradise the, Island. The, the way underneath, the way underneath of <laughs> of uh, Attack on Titan. Racism like, and, and, and but it's like, but wait, world- why why are they sending all of them to get the coordinate right now? They sent the whole gang in yeah. to get it. Seven of nine, right? And it's like or six of nine. 
Why? It's like, oh, because soon Titans are going to be whatever in on the global stage because war and got to get that oil. Got to control them. So all you people, because uh, it was always weird why if they were just going in to get the coordinate, why were they so absurdly callous about the insane damage they were causing? Right. They're like. We like, need to like murder. fuck them to fuck them. We basically. need to murder all of you. And then it's like, no, because they all have to go. You all have exactly right. And um, even though it's like, yeah, go in and and well, anyway, the the yeah, the idea too of like, uh, what was it? The the warriors thing, yeah. right? I'm like, okay, so that's a word. They keep bringing that word back. What's yeah. that about, right? It's like, hey, R- Reiner, you're a soldier, but you're also a warrior. Remember that shit, ah. right? And Reiner goes, oh my god. Oh my god, um, uh, right, uh, uh, whatever, Armin, are you okay? Or like whatever it was, like in the moment, right? Um, so then, then you get this thing where you're just like, okay, so here's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with literally, uh, you are born, uh, an Aldian. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Sacrifice yourself. You get 13 years on the clock. Your family not only gets raised out of the ghettos, you literally get to be considered Marleyan. Yeah. And you you are no longer an Aldian. You become. Uh, part of the hero uh, uh, ultimate race, like all the weird association that you would think. So Bertolt, Reiner, Zeke, uh, his daughter, yeah, all of them are like, yeah, we're not Eldian, we're Marleyan because we've adopted the fucking warrior code. Yeah, at which point you go, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> we like, yeah, you're still you're still talking about the wholesale genocide of your people for the lulls. Yeah. Um the the timeline with Zeke again I'm just it still doesn't make 100% sense. How is how is Annie the same age as Aaron while you got like if you do the run the clock if you, like I tried to run the clock on it last night, right? And it's like okay, they're about 15, yeah. right? Aaron and Annie yeah. minus that time frame, you go back to the point at which uh Zeke was sorry, um Grisha was entering the wall, falling yeah. in love. Thirteen years is about the time he had. So give him a few extra, yeah. and then, and then. But when what's his, when Zeke pointed him out, he was about seven. Mm-hmm. So like either Zeke had a baby at ten years old, or the time between he got pointed out and getting kicked over the wall was like a couple years past mm-hmm. of torture. Then he got kicked over. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm maybe I'm doing that all wrong. Yeah. Whatever. Other thought is. What's the deal with going out of your way to, instead of just shooting all these Marleyans, to drag them on a boat across the ocean and stick them with the, with the, with it's the. It's such a process. Right? And it's like, it's so convoluted and stick them and throw them into the, 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 the Titan fields instead of just shooting them. Yeah, it's really actually. And I'm like, is it because they want there to be as many Titans here as possible? Because fuck those assholes. I believe that is actually totally it. And it also is some kind of poetic fuck off. But also when we get the coordinate, we can control these things yeah. so that when the walls break open, we have more on our side. Yeah, probably. Maybe. It's so out of the way to be hateful, you know? Um, it's absurd. Yeah. Uh you got that and there's also, a, I feel there's an element of, like, yeah, show your real monstrous state, you piece of shit. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
it was spinal fluid the whole time. Yeah, it was totally spinal fluid the whole time. Of I course, feel really stupid. Of, of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, what what kind of crazy scientific concoction magic bullshit are they? Oh, it's, it's, spinal, it's spinal fucking fluid. spinal fluid. Just, and because Titans are so fucking big, you get shit ton of spinal get, fluid. Like, no problem. And, they, and they, they melt in seconds before you get a chance at it, really. So it's a hard process. But ultimately, that's all it was. Yeah, just get a, a Titan that people know about and can control and just grab it. Spinal, yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, and finally... With this episode as well, we get the confirmation that you're like, okay, so this origin point is a bunch of human stupid lies and bullshit, probably something more scientific, probably. And then you're like, no, wait, this coordinate shit is full on magic bullshit. It's full magic. Right? And you're like, how magic are we talking? Well, the forward, the forward future stuff is wacky and crazy. And confusing. It's about as magic as it gets. Okay. But how magic are we talking here? What happens if someone dies? And I was oh, like... R- r- random person gets the magic. Like, <laughs> and that's that's the moment where you go, this is nothing. This has no... This is 100% real, actual Satan magic. Yeah. Like, she literally touched something. Some. There's a spiritual connection between every Eldian. Eldian. Yeah. That allows the power to never be lost and be born into a random baby. And it knows to be born into a random when child. When one dies. Which means that kid can only hit 13. Before they die again if they never yeah. pop their powers. Which means you gotta eat the kids. Yeah. Yep. yep. You have to. It's the law. I think the I think that the, the truth... Like, even though the, the devil's in the details and the truth that the... the uh, that Grisha's dad gave is probably a, a bunch of bullshit. I uh, but like how like our disgusting race did this and their crimes and that. There's probably still some elements of truth in the things saying about like how the Titans ruled over people as intelligent Titans, right? Yeah, and they forced the uh, woman to to re- to breed like hybrids, basically. Yeah, and they and like the idea that these big grand. Uh, titans like literally in the almost like uh, um mythology mythological sense yeah would then create half titans and then quarter titans and whatnot and all the way down to these dumb incest versions of themselves yeah is super hyper believable you yeah. know um and i and i'm like i'm wondering i'm just like in the shot where they're like and then the titan wars happened right they show you again. Some of them are holding tools like swords and shields and hammers and shit, and have ha- helmets on. Yeah. But then one or two of them are literally riding dragons. There's a wolf giant beast thing in the background of one of those paintings yeah. that's that a titan is riding, and you're like, "What is what, that? What, is that? what am I actually looking at there? You know? Was that real? Yeah. So I don't, and I think I think the like. I assume we will get a couple more details on what the fuck even is a Titan yeah. at some point when we find out more about the cord. Because we've now established that a character will be able to, at some point in the story, hit some revelation and just remember ev- something from everything. another timeline. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, the, it's like literally from the, the death game where no one knows nothing to we have so much information we don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, but I have a significant. I have a feeling that like most of that historical period is going to remain unknown. To make it like, who are the bad guys? Is yeah. it the Eldians or the Marlians? Because if the Marlians are telling the truth and lived under subjugation and forced breeding and genocide for thousands of years. 
you could understand why they would be pretty pissed and act like scumbags. Also, the- but did that even happen? All, or is it is it the Aldians who are brainwashed by the Marleyans, right? Like the Titan- we've established that uh, their memories can be altered at a whim. And the Titan Wars were eighty years ago. That's one human being. There are people that are alive <laughs> that saw that shit. That was one person ago. You know. <laughs> That 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 recentness level in the yeah story? that really screws up the story for me in a lot of ways because it's like and when you're in the walls it's like it, it, forever ago we fled into the walls yada yada and then it's like no nah, it was 80 years ago it's been a hundred years <laughs> since we've been in these walls yeah and then but uh, Grisha as a kid it's like yeah 80 years ago the fucking war went down yeah it's literally that recent it's right there so anyway. Now I suppose it's just like here we go. Uh, we've got this. We've we've know we know who we know who eight of the nine are. Um, we've got the the yeah the Shingeki no Kyojin. We've got the Attack Titan um, who that just ha- loves freedom. Uh, That's the part that made me a little like oh come on. Uh, and the the thing where like one of my burning questions at the end of that episode was hey. Owl, cool, good job, right? That was awesome. You popped off. You got them good. Why did you literally wait to the last second if you were going to murder all these dudes anyway? Well, could you not have done this like 10 minutes earlier? I understand that he even freaked out and went, oh shit, don't say the truth about... I don't care what happens to that, to, to you or any of these people, but don't say the truth about Dina. You fucker, shut your fucking mouth, right? Yeah. And he hides that part, and then he just pops off and kills them all anyway. It's like... What's with the thing? And then Grisha goes, hey, fucker. What the fuck's wrong with you? Why'd you wait? <laughs> Why am I the only one alive? You know? And the whole deal that he gives is like, hey, so remember that time when you took your sister's hand and you let her out of the city and you got her fucking killed by a pack of dogs? I didn't. Oh, yeah, you did. Remember that? Right. And you know how I'm here and the only reason why I've never got caught is because... I let this shit happen. And I've done horrible things myself because... Everyone's convinced I'm one of them because guess what? That's how you don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. That means we've come this far. We have to finish the job. Yeah. That's one of the best fucking motivations. It's, I love that it's shit. It's very interesting because usually, and in real life or whatever, the situation with Grisha and his sister, that's not his fault. Of course, it's not his fault that yeah. some crazy psycho yeah. decided to have his sister eaten by dogs, right? But in this, the situations are so fucked that it's like, no, nah, that's on you, Grisha. If you had just been polite and stayed in your place, your sister'd be alive right now. You'd be, she'd be married, and you'd be working and taking over your dad's business. She might even know? have a couple kids. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, even further, your own kid. You fucked up again. You fucked him up. By He's doing evil it, now. That the whole thing. There you go. Good job, idiot. That's on you. So we've all got a lot of blood on our hands, don't we, Grisha? <laughs> you know, and yeah. and like, like ah! you got to fucking see it through to the end. And I can't, I can't. And that actually, to me, that speech and that event, like yeah. that, is like this is why Grisha, who seemed like a really nice guy, is able to splatter those kids against the wall, no problem. Because I've come this far. I'm not gonna, what? I'm not, I'm gonna let the fact that my sister got eaten by dogs be for nothing? Fuck so, you. So this reminds me of one of the coolest things I've ever been told. Uh, someone told, uh, a plague told me about a villain motivation in a show that I won't say because, I don't know, yeah. whatever. But there's a villain in a certain thing 
that is motivated by the fact that like they lost their their family yeah. in a horrible tragic accident or whatever it was or probably possibly due to their own things yeah and they're basically now fucking with time to try and fix that problem sure the process of fucking with time to fix that problem consists of them needing to do some horrible evil shitty things mm-hmm. and the more horrible and evil and shitty the things they do the more they're like god damn it this fucking sucks but it's all going to be worth it once I fix the problem because it'll be like none of this happened. Yeah. And at some point when it gets to the most extreme cases and states of how, how bad it gets, the villain is essentially like, there's so many bodies behind me and there's so much wrong that I've done. Please let me win so that all the bad I've done will... Talking about Star Trek? No. Okay, because there's a Star Trek villain very similar to that. All the bad I've done will have never happened. If you just let me win, please. Just let me win. It'll be fine. And I'm like, that is the best motivation I've come ever. way too far for you to fuck it up for me now because I can't sit down and look you in the face and go you're being irrational and you're wrong yeah it's like yeah you have you have no choice but to keep going because stop you though the closest thing to fixing your problem is for you to literally win yeah <laughs> you know and this is kind of like that and I really really like that in a when in a quote-unquote villain yeah. question marks motivation it's like every single person on every team, aside from the three characters that we like, are all garbage. They have all, aside from like the, 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 the scout cast that we know, like Hanji and Levi and Armin and Mikasa and Aaron and, and Sasha and Connie, right? Except for that core group of your, your team, every character is eight unrepentant piece of human garbage guess what in a story about literal nazi things happening yeah the nazis are simultaneously good and bad oh alongside and the allies are good and bad and everything is good and bad yeah because there's literal monsters eating people yeah and that complicates the story a little bit and like i can only imagine like we haven't gone into it but at some point we're gonna have a conversation with a character going okay you know those monsters that have ruined your life and eaten all the people in your life you're one of those and uh, they're actually our allies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, also, shout outs to this royal family for doing this whole fucking crazy ritualistic insane thing in the name of peace. And the one thing you have to think of is like, okay, so his will, the first king's will is what keeps them from acting out in humanity. Yeah, because he, he, they, they gain his entire life and see the reasons why he made the decisions he made. And then agree with them. Yeah. What is it about what he's experienced that makes what everyone he see in that war? That's what we still don't have, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it's like you can see everyone's point of view and go, "I understand." Yeah, they don't and be- disagree. They don't become the king, but they do see his life and, and they go, and they oh, go, yeah, "You made the right call." Fuck. I guess I'm not doing it then. Am and I? everybody that ever tries to talk to him at all, <laughs> yeah, he they, he just shakes his head yeah, and no, goes, "No, no, no, it's wipe, gotta, wipe, it's gotta wipe, be like this. Wipe the brains out, control them. It's better this way. That's all there is." And so I guess the the final big ass question. Well, there's two. One, one, I don't know where the story goes. Where does it go? Does it go like what? What is the plan? The arrows were uh, pointed one way. Like it goes. It goes out. I guess the arrows point the other way now. Right. And the next episode is, hey, we just rode to the ocean. Just solve that problem. Sure. Sure. <laughs> just done. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh, uh, 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 so uh, the attack titan crunched their bodies and tossed them over his head into the ocean, into the sea. Yeah. I should probably explain what the sea is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And, but, and, and, and so it goes out. And it's like, what is it? Are we going to assault on Marlia? To, to, for what? To do what? You're going to kill the world? Who knows, dude? Who knows? <laughs> but here's what you do know. Like, think about the life Zeke led after he turned his own parents in. Yeah. You hero. You champion of your sad, downtrodden race. You've lifted yourself above. You your, truly are. You are an example to be followed. And just all of that for the rest of his life till we get the fucking hobo we get now. And you're like, oh, that's why he's like that. 100% convinced. Because there's, there's parts of Zeke's character that made no sense, right? Where he is vicious and callous and cruel throughout all his original appearances, right? And when he's fighting and he's throwing the rocks, he's he's like, he's as evil as it gets. He's right? having fun he's playing having, baseball. But then he's talking to Reiner and Bertolt, and he's pretty chill. Yep. And he's polite. Yep. And he's nice. Yep. You're like, what the f- Oh! That, oh. that's And it's like, he's sad now. He's a sad villain. And he's there's one thing that he says that he's absolutely right about, which is the last thing he says to Aaron. It's like they're both trapped by their dad's bullshit. Right. Right. Because Grisha fucked up everything ever, forever, those two have now had their lives ruined. I mean, the fact that, like, moments after the most traumatizing thing ever happens, which also, by the way, um, uh, uh, important thing to note about the Smiling Titan, about fucking Dina. Yeah. The only Titan we have ever seen that didn't just eat somebody. Yeah. Right? It fucking grabs the mom and squashes and fucking, like, pulverizes her. First. Then eats. Yeah. That's the only example we've ever seen of and that. all I can think of is what that... What the fuck is that about? So, what I am thinking is that she tell Right before she turns, she tells Grisha, don't worry, I'll find you. And then the wall opens and she just immediately walks straight to his house. And all I can think of is that somehow... Because she's royal, Something she in regains there. like 1% control. Something in like there. Like just, you know, just the tiniest... And it's enough. In the well, we look. We saw. We saw um, um, Connie's mom looking at him, going, Aah. "Yeah." We saw like little bits and pieces of that. So she had enough inside of her to just go straight to that fucking house. So there's there's a there's a part of this that. But I was gonna say that like uh, Aaron gets it bad enough, and then like his dad's like, "Hey, son, come with me into this forest. It's gonna be a fun time." And then it's <laughs> like, okay, you know. Um, so now we've got all this information, but there's some questions that I expected to get an answer to that are now more confusing, which is, I feel the number one question that starts the show off is, why do Titans eat people? And only people. And only people. And all I can think of is that they are all subconsciously trying to get that Titan power. Yes. All of them. Exactly. I think straight up, you're looking at at the dumbest incest monster version of what this thing used Become to be. Become a real person. Yes. If you get lucky. Because we saw that happen. This is what you, you're, this is how you save yourself, right? And Titans back in the day that were smarter that would pass the power on by eating, you know what I mean? Like yeah. consumption is the way. That's how you do it. The last and only thing they know how to do is to just go eat a person and hope that they ate the right person. Yeah. Well, guess what? Ymir did. Yeah. Got fucking lucky on that one. That's literally all you're hoping for. 
you know? Uh, yeah. Also, uh, so there was that, and... Also, Ymir's backstory now goes from making zero sense at all to being like, oh, of course. That's why they toss her the fuck off the wall, being worshipped as Ymir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go you the got, worst you, of anybody. You gotta go real hard. Uh, I was wondering if the finger-cutting-off thing had to do with, like, is he trying to make safer titans for people? Like, nerfed with no fingers or something? But no, that's no, just, just their just chosen being, method just being of being cruel. pieces of shit. Just being cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um... God, there was one other theory thing I had about like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I talked about it earlier, but it's like, I think that when you see those three kids eating the meat, crying, yeah, right, they're eating the bone, and then you see the skeleton in front of you, right. I think you're looking at like, yeah, once upon a time, the the closer to the original Ymir you got, the less of the body you needed to eat, and the less weird. Creepy steps you had to take, right? You as a human being could consume a little bit of this meat, and then you got the power. Like, for example, right? Like, let's look at how everybody gets their Titan powers. First, we got to turn you into a Titan. Then you got to eat them, right? Why can't you just eat them? But here's the thing: the kids are eating parts of a normal sized human being, yeah, and that's enough, yeah, right? Eventually, you fast forward, and that bloodline gets so dilated, diluted, yeah, and weakened. That perhaps the only way to pass that power on is for you, a normal-sized human, to consume the entirety of that diluted 5% bloodline. Yeah. In, because the, As you are already juiced up on spinal fluid and a monster well, and magic here, well, and blah, here's blah, the blah. Thing. You're a human being. The only way to get all of that human being inside of you is to not be the it's size of be a big. human being. Yeah. So now a titan has to do the swallowing. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, it's just like you can't eat. All of that person. It's impossible. It would take you a while. So now in Titan form, you eat it. And now you get that power passed yeah. on. But we didn't need that before. It's kind of astonishing to me when I look back at how, like, th- this feels like a story that he had in his head the whole time. Because there are so many elements that were like, oh, cool, a stylized thing that end up being major plot points later on. So many that I can't imagine that he was just like, oh, cool, I'll just use it. So, like, the one that stands out to me the most is the really cool animation of Mikasa going, I'm a coward. No, I'm going to cut these dudes. And then never has a problem cutting dudes ever again, which I always interpreted as like a change in will mm-hmm. or intent mm-hmm. or like a breaking point in a person's psyche. Mm-hmm. No, that was magic. That was magic bloodline shit because her dad's an Ackerman. And it gave her the warrior blood. And it just awoken in that Yeah, moment. it just happened to awaken in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, Sure. Okay. Levi. Yeah. Like, I, uh, the one I'm trying to, I was hung up on for a while is, remember the end, remember the end of the beginning, blah. Remember the end of the intro, uh, that we got? Oh, I know what you're thinking. Where the, the fucking, fucking T-Rex. the fucking dinosaurs and then the animals all have the glowing red heart and they're marching on a fucking war line running towards everybody. I'm like, what the shit is that about? So at the time, I was like, oh, that's a cool animatic, or maybe we'll see something crazy. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, did that happen? (laughs) So I'm like, so I I went from going, this is some crazy shit we're probably going to get into. Also, because the end of the Attack on Titan game has like big animal versions of Titans or some made up crazy shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's some made up crazy bullshit. They're like, no, wait, maybe? No. What if it represents evolution? That's all it is. It just represents the history of evolution. And you see the cricket and you see the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. all the animals with the glowing heart and then the T-Rexes are running, right? 
And then you cut to the fucking mural where the Titans are on the back of dire wolves and dragons. And you're like, wait, uh, so who fucking knows what that was? If we're going back to season two's outro and piecing together story now that we're seeing in season three, the ending, what the fuck did is you? Did you see hmm. the the shot call that the author made? The ballsiest shot call I've ever seen. No, he he published the last panel of years ahead of of time. The last panel of Attack on Titan. Yes, I know what the last panel of Attack on Titan is. That's insane. And he put it out uh, last year. That's insane. And it was like the story will be done in about two years. Here's what the last panel will be. That's insane. And wow, it's nice. And vague, but I have a feeling it will be a bit like it's it's nice and vague. But when you look at it, you're like, okay, that's probably great. Okay, and I, I might mention Just it to you after this because it's pointing. It's, I, don't it's wanna not a I don't want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to know. It okay. doesn't matter. I don't want to know. But it's like wow. pointing at the stands. Yeah. Wow. Right. So let's leave it there, and I'll say this. Right, we're making a lot of big fucking. We're probably going to get a little bit more next week. Probably here's no here's what I'm saying now. We probably got a bunch of this shit wrong. Sure, right? I assume we do. I hope because how did. can we? We're, I'm playing with what I got, and that's all I know. And I can't wait to be wrong on this, which means I don't want to be corrected. Yeah, do not correct this man. Do you understand this? You know what's funny? I saw uh, a comment that cracked me up because it, it totally it it inverted what I thought was the discussion about the manga and the anime. Because everybody who's watching the anime is like, what's in the basement? But that's not what the manga people have been talking about. They've been talking about, when can we talk about paths? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Because paths is actually a bigger takeaway than the basement. People can see the future and all human memory is connected? What? I was really confused and hung on to the fact that they were calling him the coordinate for a while there. What does that mean? What is? Why would you use that word? And that's okay. why. Right. Aaron's now the sum total of all Eldian life experience ever through all time. We're probably never going to get what Ymir actually did. Yeah. And that's okay. That's fine. It's what happens from here. I feel that the the story is doing a very good job because I'm seeing some people talk about how the story is trying to paint certain real groups in more positive light. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. The whole point of the story is that it doesn't matter. But if you're doing bad things that are bad to do, fuck off. And it's horrible and it's a nightmare. You are responsible for the truth that you know. Yeah. You can't be responsible for the truth you don't know. Right. With what you know, you make decisions, and that's what you're judged on. Right. And that's e- it. even like it's like even if the Eldians are truly awful, horrible monster race, you probably shouldn't be feeding them to dogs. That seems like a real easy moral stance to take. And the fact, not, and it's not just that he's that extreme of a sociopath that gets that, but he's able to, he's able to easily pull it off, cover it up, no problem. It's all good. It's all yeah, fine and dandy. Whatever. And that is who cares? And that and that all that's all you really need to demonstrate how fucking bad it must be. Yeah. On a day to day basis, just in general, for anyone in yeah. that state. So no yeah, wonder you, no wonder you're desperate to get out of that and get yeah, I'll take, I'll take those thirteen years. Yeah. Easy. 
All right. It also explains why uh, the our Titan antagonists are so, like, well, not just their personal durability, but they're willing to fucking go hard because and risk their lives real good because they're all on borrowed time anyway. They're on borrowed time, and guess what? I'm now better than you because they told me I am. I don't have to suffer for the crimes that my ancestors did. Like not, you do. I'm not one of that. I'm not that. That's you. You're full of fucking shit. You yeah. need to die. I'm better than you now. I'm fighting for justice. Yeah. Like and it may and it re- like it retroactively makes Reiner and Bert's characters and Annie's characters way better because now you understand why they're having fucking meltdowns after spending their entire young life with these people. Reiner's meltdowns are my favorite thing about the show. The moments where he goes, wait, what? It's so human. It's so fucking real. Especially when he's just like, ha- like I just, lo- it's such a, ah, oh, this isn't worth it, man. Can we just talk? Yeah. You know, and then Armin tries to pull that with Bertolt and he's like, like no, no, you're I not going to get me again. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. And after last time, he's like, hey, Annie's probably suffering right now, isn't she? When Armin gets all scary, yeah. you know, and then Bertolt's just like, oh, you, no, shut up. Shut up. No, no talking. You know, we didn't get a chance to... Nuh-uh. Because it's funny, because we get characters like uh, Grisha. We get characters like Al. We get characters like Aaron. People who their entire... And Zeke. People whose entire lives built them up towards this moment. To this view. Yeah. Right? And then you get characters like Annie and Bert and Reiner, who we don't have anything on at all. And... I guess it's because their shit isn't as dramatic or, you know, but it's, you can it, assume. it's average, right? You can assume. And the circumstance that they put themselves in is break, in one case, breaking them literally apart in their head. You can, you can, uh, uh, you and, can. And all of Annie's weird cold behavior now makes sense. Dude, you can what? fucking watch, you can pause the screenshot and see the shot of, uh, Ymir popping out of the desert and eating their friend. Yeah. And, like, whoever that was, <laughs> right? That person has a face, but there they go. Yeah. And now they're like, I guess you're on the team now, Ymir. Like, <laughs> hey, buddy. You yeah. Know, come with shit. us. Fuck. Yeah. It's person it's, who has no interest in any of this shit at all for a multitude of reasons. And again, and, 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 you know, you're telling Grisha to go into the walls and fall in love, right? Like, yeah. Um, I, I hope, I don't know how it'll happen, but I really, really hope that at some point fucking Jean finds out about, um, what was his name? The kid that died in Trost. The one that they fed to the Titan because he heard, overheard them. Mm hmm. Marco, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really hope Jean finds out. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. That because I saw that. Like that was a wild retcon. Oh my god, that, that was so long ago. That was a wild because I, I saw his face and I was like, "Is that Marco?" <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that moment was a thing. And they all had a one. They they fucked up so many times. Yeah, these kids don't know what they're doing. They're it's fucking almost kids. like they're fifteen. It's almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was gonna say, so you describe those two types of people, and then you have the Rod Rices, where it's like, my family just got massacred, and I didn't give a shit about this bastard girl. Uh, in fact, her mom just got offed in front of me. Right. But. I'm royal, man. Ah, shit, she's the only one with the blood, isn't Uh, she? Ah, I gotta get the blood. Uh. (sighs) Ah, right, come with me. You know? Like, you're like, oh yeah, you're. 
you're on the inside and you're just as fucking heinous. You yeah. know, it's all around. Yeah, it's all around. So, anyway, with that, um, we leave you. And I suggest we'll probably the, have a quick one next week based on the maybe. ocean. But I suggest you close it out on uh, Pro ZD's latest video. Uh, Goofy sings the Attack on Titan season one. Theme. How does he do that? That's tough. Go yuck. <laughs> da, 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 da. We really were the Attack on Titan after all, weren't we? We were the Attack Titans. It kind of works, just not in English. Lightning. Most importantly, the Eotan onslaught was actually possibly accurate in its titling. Oh. No wonder it was ambiguous and vague. Shout outs to those subs. Boo. You- <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye bye. A good podcast. Gosh, that probably wasn't even close to how you pronounce that. Oh well, I'm gonna kill some titans. Okay, guys, it's Titan killing time. Yuck. Yuck.